Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the 2023 Patriots Unfiltered Draft Show, presented by Aristocrat Gaming. Welcome to the NFL Draft with Evan Lazar. That guy's got hips that got oil all over him. Mike Dassault. People are still chirping at me about my first draft show, about my uh, inadequacy and my my contributions. It's like, is Deuce still here? Paul Perillo. What's the guy's Um, name? Zach Wilson? No, the guy on (laughs) the draft. The quarterback in the draft that they didn't go to his birthday party. Zach Wilson. Why can't I think of his name? Is it? I don't know. I don't remember. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's a real guy. And Fred Kirsch. You know, if you go to 40 speed, that's different, but I'm talking about the shuttle speed, the cone. This is the 2023 Patriots Unfiltered Draft Show. The New England Patriots like. Presented by Aristocrat Gaming. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered, the 2023 draft special. We are live from the Patriots draft party at Gillette Stadium in the Putnam Club. I'm here with Tamara Brown. Say hello, Tamara. Hi. And Mike Dussel. Hello, everyone. And Paul Perillo. Fred, he's actually talking this year at the draft. Yeah, he, he, he might even participate. Yeah, I'm going to try. <laughs> very nice. I'm going to uh, try this time. Evan Lazar will be with us. He's doing some special stuff now because he's very important. Special right. stuff. Well, he's, he's think, making TikToks. I think he's in with, with Coach Belichick TikToks. as we speak. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Telling him what to do. <laughs> Going over every last detail. No, no, no. no we no. call him TikTok Evan now because <laughs> he's doing TikToks. TikToks. Uh, but we are going to be here until the end of the first round. Uh, so we are live on video, obviously, right now. At 8.30, we're going to be going to just audio wow, look at that uh, per NFL rules. But we're on video. There's a draft party going on in the same room that we're broadcasting from. And they're going to have some special guests. As they have those guests, if we want to, we're going to go and listen to what they have to say. Um, but for the most part, we're talking about what the Patriots are going to do in this draft and obviously that involves what people do in front of them. The Patriots sit at 14. If they stay at 14, they'll be picking around 940, 945. So we've got a ways to go. There's going to be a lot of news. It's going to come fast. Uh, this is always a great show. So we're happy to have you. I'm excited. I, I am Hey, too. we're here. I mean, this is great. This is the second year back at the party. So I know you guys have done the party for a long time. But uh, just to be here amongst all these uh, Patriots season ticket holders, we're going to hear from what? Bill Belichick's going to talk in a little bit. Bill O'Brien. Uh, Bill O'Brien. After 8 o'clock. A little surprise. So uh, yep. cast the thousands here, Paul. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, and, and I think that one of the things that I, I, I'm excited about with this draft is the way that a lot of the people are talking about it heading in. There's a lot of anonymous GMs and decision makers uh, it, it, talking about the unpredictability of this draft being a little bit different than most years. I think that probably adds up to some intrigue and more than likely a lot of trades, right? And, and I, I know a lot of people are talking about everybody's looking to trade down, but when you have people trading down, someone's got to trade up. That's right. Might as well be the Patriots. Takes right? two to tango. Well, so let's yeah. let's yeah. get let's get some trades going and let's let's get the uh, the intrigue underway. Here. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the early news that we're getting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the big news of the day is Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is officially signed back with the Ravens. So good for him. You know, they got OBJ, and when that happened, I think a lot of us said, okay, you know, he's coming back, and, and sure enough, he did. Um, the other news that came out, I don't know if it's news, it's kind of silliness, but the whole trade Mac Jones <laughs> stuff, uh, that was squashed by Tom Curran earlier. I'm assuming that he's got a source inside the Patriots that are telling him that's all nonsense. So, uh, you know, you can put that to bed, the whole, you know, Mac Jones stuff. So Mac, no. J- Mac Jones will be... Hi- 
will be behind center in 2023 for the New England Patriots. And Lamar Jackson won't. And Yeah. <laughs> And Lamar Jackson will not. I'm, I'm willing to guarantee the second part. I'm not as willing to go all in on the first that's, part. That's to be seen. I mean, but, yeah, that is the big news of the day. And, I mean, selfishly, it's nice to just get away from the speculation. Everybody knows how talented Lamar Jackson is. But I always felt like he was eventually going to end up back in Baltimore. I just I wonder if the lack of an agent is what kind of drew this whole process out. I think it seemed like the draft gets here. It's like, all right, good deal for let's him, get though. going. It's a yeah. good deal. That uh, was my thought. When, I want to bring Jaylen up your hurts. sparkly outfit. Can oh, we do that? Yes, yeah. we can do that. I know. You might have to do a spin. <laughs> Looking, you might have to go out and do a spin. <laughs> Looking fabulous. Yeah. I'm scared if I go out and do a spin, I might fall and, uh, become, okay. and become the next TikTok. The That's next right. Oh, you no, know? you don't want that. That's don't intrude on Evan's territory. territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't but intrude. I want to go back to what Paul said earlier and how unpredictable this draft is. I think that, in a, in a way, this could be – a, a, a good thing for the Patriots in the sense that they're always so unpredictable. Obviously, after a strange pick last year with Cole Strange, you're wondering what are they going to do this year when you look at this draft. I think this could be a draft where maybe they do something predictable while everyone else is really unpredictable. Well, and that's the thing. You know, Paul mentioned, you know, how people want to move down. People, then mm -hmm. that means somebody has to move up. You know, it's no secret that most of the draft experts believe that once you get out of the top ten, and that includes quarterbacks, you don't have a lot of high grades mm -hmm. for the players in this first round. So people are going to want to move down. And that might even include the Patriots at 14. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if four quarterbacks don't go ahead of them, then all the good players might be gone by the time you get to 14. And who's left may not be in their minds a fourth grade. Who, who do we have at the stage? Okay, we don't want that, though. <laughs> I, I just told thought. them. So our new record is five minutes before we got off the, off the rails. <laughs> um, but I, I agree with you, Freddie, you know, in terms of the, the quarterbacks. Because I, I do think more than likely those top four guys, Stroud, uh, Young, Richardson, and Levis, sorry, Levi's, Thank you. Uh, are going to be gone. Uh, more than likely in the top 10, but top 14, before the Patriots. That's so a good thing. Th to Tamara's point, that's a good thing for the Patriots because mm -hmm. that increases the opportunity for the Patriots to get a player that they may think is, is worthy of that first round. Right, game. but you don't think one of those four guys are going to drop? I, I don't. I, 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 mean, don't. I, I think the Kentucky, out of all of them, it would be the Kentucky quarterback. Right. Um, just because I, I think that it, it's hard to get past his turnovers, right? I think that you know he has the talent, he has like everything in the toolbox, but I think his decision making could be something where if you want a quarterback to start right now and be ready now, he's probably the the least ready out of the group. I, I mean, I kind of see Houston as like the most interesting pick at this point, number two. I think everybody no believes question. Bryce Young's going to go too, but you know, is Houston going to go with with a quarterback? It, it did all the kind of scuttlebutt of the last mm -hmm. week with C.J. Stroud and his test taking. I mean, it seems like people were. Kind of maybe trying to get him to fall a little bit perhaps but you know I, I think that's been the biggest debate here over the last few days what direction is Houston going to go with have you even heard talking today they might stick with Davis Mills and I think that's why that the the anonymous GMs are saying how unpredictable it is because usually there's a there's a hinge point of the first round every year mm -hmm. this is at number two right. so that really impacts yeah. what everybody else is going to do if you I think there was a lot of talk about Houston not necessarily being sold on the second quarterback from the start. And now the stuff about the, the score, I, which I'm not really all, overly right. concerned silly with. Silly season stuff. But I don't think Houston necessarily was sold on C.J. Stroud to start with. Mm -hmm. So that to me means that that pick is for sale. Right. They're looking to get down because they also picked 12. So if you guys are right in 
one of the quarterbacks maybe slips a little bit. You can They can always get a quarterback at 12 if they want to, if that happens. But I think the number two pick, I think, is, is open for bid. And the question is, does, does someone like, I think we saw a report for Pro Football uh, Talk today about Tennessee mm-hmm. wanting to go from 11 to 2 and, and grab a quarterback, you would think. If you're making that kind of a move, right. it's got to be for Stroud. Who would have more, you know, info on an Ohio State quarterback than Mike Vrabel? Yeah. Right? So right. that would make sense if you connect the dots. Well, I, I mean, so I think it's three teams in the first round have two picks. The Eagles, the Texans, and one other. I think so. Is it Seattle? I think you're right. I think it's Seattle. So that, to me, that's. If only there was a way we could look that's that That's a lot of. Yeah, it, is, it is Seattle, <laughs> 5 and 20. Yeah, those are three teams that have ammunition that can go up. That You know, so. That could make for a very exciting first round, just the fact that. And then you have one less pick because the Dolphins lost their pick for tampering with Tom Brady. Right. Uh, so they lost a pick. So there's actually only 31 picks in the first round. Nobody Correct. picks that up. It's mm-hmm. just 31 picks. So it, it, there could be a lot of movement in the in the first round. I just wonder, though, are the Patriots going to get stuck at 14? If so many teams want to trade down, I mean, not everybody's going to be able to trade down. And, I mean, I think it's worth a debate of yeah. Trade up. That's what I was just going to say. I mean, is there, a, is there a point? And I think that this goes to the bigger point of this draft for the Patriots, which I think they need talent. I mean, we talked about it on Patriots Unfiltered the last couple of weeks. It, it doesn't really matter so much as what position it is. As Evan said on one of the shows this week, they need guys that can move the needle and make big plays, critical positions. We know they're all needs, offensive tackle, cornerback, wide receiver. We throw front seven in there just because there's some uncertainty. But they need a premium players in that in those positions, and that's I think that's what's going to determine whether or not this draft is successful. You probably won't know it, you know, at the end of this weekend, but a couple of, you know, years down the line, did you come away with guys who were going to really start to change the dynamic here? That's It's just a critical, critical weekend for this franchise. I agree, Mike. I think that this could be an opportunity with 11 picks. You could walk away with some guys who can have the chance to make a difference right now, like Marcus Jones. Obviously, he yep. was a later pick, but you can get a premium pick in the first and second round that's able to come in, make a difference right now, versus having to spend the whole year year grooming them of course they're all going to need a little bit of work but to get a guy like Paris Johnson like right now that's able to come in and play right away would be huge for this Patriots team yeah I think that's the the tackle position is is definitely one to consider and and everybody wants to know what they're going to do at 14 and you just you look at the history of the positions that they've taken in the first round I mean they're clearly okay with taking offensive linemen defensive front seven guys I mean those have made up the great majority of the picks over the last what is it 22 years so right it's hard to ignore the tackle position. And certainly they added, Paul, you like their depth that they kind of added with a couple of veterans, well, Calvin Anderson. I like you know, they get least, some depth, yeah. but it's not enough. I, li- I like at least the fact that, like, last year when they lost the, the two guards, right, they had to find a guard to play. I think they want to tackle, but if Skaronsky's not there and Paris Johnson's not there or whoever they deem the best, they don't have to say, okay, I know it's not the one we wanted, but... This is the fourth best tackle. We could take Darnell Wright, yeah. who I think is going to be a good player. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm just saying they don't have to do that if they don't deem him worthy because I, I do think they can plug in Riley Reef or, or Calvin Anderson and, and probably be better off than they were with Connor McDermott yeah. you know, to finish the season right. last year. So that's a better, a better spot to be in. I like the idea of figuring out what Fred uh, talked about right off the top. If you get the quarterbacks, so that's four. Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to be a couple of cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. So if they're not in the market to trade up, I think Witherspoon and Gonzalez right. will go. So that's six. There'll be, you know, I, I might think somewhere along the line, Jalen Carter's going to go somewhere. That's mm-hmm. seven. 
So now you're talking about Tyree Wilson. Does he go? Uh, you know, Miles Murphy. Yeah. Does he go yeah. somewhere? Now you might be able to get because I think edge is a bigger need than a lot of other people are talking about. Mm -hmm. I think it's not as big as corner. It's not as big as tackle. But if there's a run on tackles and there's three or four tackles that are taken, you might be able to get like the second best right. edge guy. So totally. you're saying Will Anderson's the best? Oh, uh, Will Anderson. I forgot about Will yeah. Anderson. Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson to me are the two best yep. edge okay. guys. Yeah. Then I think it's open to, to Miles Murphy, Lucas Van Ness. Right. Like a lot of yeah. people have Lucas Van Ness. Now Evan's not a huge fan of, of Van Ness. Um, so maybe they don't like him as much as, as others do. All right, so let's go. I'm sorry, let's go to the stage. We got Bill Belichick up on the stage right now. Let's go to the stage. Hey, good evening. How are we doing tonight? Ready to roll? Ready to roll? It's always, um, you know, it's always an exciting uh, night, and you know, this weekend, uh, great opportunity to uh, build our team. Uh, last year, we had um, uh, 14 rookies on our roster, 10 draft choices, and uh, four players that weren't drafted. Uh, so it'd be exciting to see what uh, what this year brings, and also how those players develop. You know, as they become, uh, you know, cornerstones of the of the franchise. So, um, have a great night tonight. Um, we'll we'll be hearing it downstairs. We get the reactions down there, and um, yeah, just uh, you know, excited to get going here. And uh, it won't be long before we get out on the field. We we'll start getting on the field next week with our players, uh, and then in the middle of May, get to OTAs. And so, football season's right around the corner. It's a great night to kick it off. So. Thanks for your support. Appreciate everyone being here, and have a great night. Thank you. Okay. Well, that was shorter than I thought. I thought there'd be some questions, but I guess not. I think Max well, is going sounds next. Sounds like he's a little under the weather. Yeah, he does sound like he has a cold. Now, if this was during the season, Fred, you'd be saying, I hope someone's taking care of Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Might be allergies. Uh, no. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, he does look good, though. You know, how old is he now? 72? He just uh, had a birthday. 71, yeah, April 16th. 71. He right? looks good. 71. He, he looks just good. turned 71. Yeah. Same day as you, right? Yeah, that's right. April 16th. All the greats. Yeah. Same day All they the drafted dudes. Tom Brady. You know, it's a very special day in Patriots history. I would use that more if I were you. Really? You know, work it in. The day I discovered that I shared a, bir a birthday with Bill, that was, that was pretty, that that was pretty was excited. Special. Is that the day you decided to obsess over his hoodies? Pretty much. Pretty well, much. We that's that's <laughs> going to be his fun fact. You know when you meet someone and For you're doing icebreakers and you're like, tell me a fun fact. My birthday is the same as Bill Belichick. Yeah. Well, as we talk about birthdays, I think this is a good time to tell <laughs> you that it. this show is brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts no matter how you choose to make them. Indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes. Solo or family style, whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. All right. So we got that read out of the way. So, so, so read, Fred. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Is that good, Tamara? You, you crushed it. All right. Thank you. It's not, good, it's not as good as myself and Matt Morell's commercial. Well, I, but you know, holy cannoli. It's not that good, but, you know. I'll give you a 7 out of 10. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take a 7. <laughs> Gentlemen, see. Get us. All right. So I wanted to talk about this. I was thinking about it when we were talking about trading up, trading back. With the Packers swapping with the Jets with that Aaron Rodgers trade, it's so interesting to me because all three teams need similar things. 
And I think that's something that, you know, could be interesting to see where the where the Packers pick. Are they going to go with a wide receiver for the first time since 2002, or are they going to go with a tackle? Because, you know, they need help for their quarterback, Jordan Love, as well as the Patriots needing more help for Mac Jones. I, I just like not having the Jets ahead of me. And I know, like, I don't know about needs, and maybe the Packers have the same, you know, oh, they're going to take a lineman too or whatever, but just not having a Jets team select mm-hmm. somebody right before the Patriots do. So you, you just, it always feels like they're going to take one of our guys. All right, uh, <laughs> on the stage right now is Bob Sosi with Cole Strange and David Andrews. Let's uh, peek into what they're talking about. From the time I was about six, I've been playing football, so the entire time growing up, that's what I wanted to do, and getting that phone call was just that. David, what was this guy like when he arrived? Because it seemed like from day one, you had the right perspective, and from the outside, the right work ethic to earn your place on the Patriots roster. David, you're the guy who welcomed him as the leader of that offensive line group. Yeah, you know, I think, can't say enough good things about how Cole came in and handled everything. I like to give Cole a hard time, self-admittedly. Our draft stories are a lot different, and I like to remind him that. And, um, you know, but I I can't say enough, you know, about how he came in and worked, uh, contributed, helped us out a lot last year. And, uh, you know, he was a great addition to our room, but, you know, I like, I like to jab at him a little bit here or there. Well, as, as, you, as you allude to, you, you did, didn't get a call during the draft. You had to wait to sign as an undrafted free agent. And I think what we have here this evening is an example of somebody who came in, seized his opportunity, 2015, starts 10 games as a rookie, uh, becomes a 11, starter. Bob, 11, Well, 11. 11. 11. First 10, though, right? First, first 10, 10, and I got benched on Monday yeah, Night Football yeah, yeah, against the Bills. 10. All right, first 10. And then becomes, of course, perennial starter, team leader, Super Bowl champion. This league is a meritocracy when it comes to you get the opportunity, you have a chance to seize it. What was the key for you as an undrafted player to do that? Yeah, I think, you know, Cole didn't have a choice. He was coming to the Patriots, you know, and, and for me it was a little bit different. I had the choice um, when you're a free agent to go different places. And, um, yeah, I chose to come here um, because I knew how much – this organization, if you can contribute, they're going to keep you around and you can find ways to contribute. And if you can't, they're going to get rid of you. And that's just how it is. And, um, you know, so I, I would just, you know, went off a gut feeling, wanted to learn about football. And, um, you know, that's kind of how I ended up here and how I'm still here, I guess, right now. Well, you guys are here right now. You've been here for the last couple of weeks, I guess. As Bill mentioned, you'll be on the field before too long. What's it been like? Give us an idea. What's the mindset of, of this group right now? I feel like the mindset is just kind of working to do what we can to improve, you know. Uh, I'm, I would say so, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, I think this is Cole's really first NFL offseason, uh, you know, because the rookies have a very different schedule and different things. And, um, you know, so his first time he's really been able to be in the program for all, all the time. And I think right now the biggest point is, you know, just taking little steps day by day, right? We got new offensive coaches, new teammates. We're about to have a bunch more new teammates come in here in the next few weeks. And so it's gelling with each other, learning the new systems, things we did better, we can do better from last year, things we did good, how to improve them. Um, And it's little steps day by day, right? Little steps each day, little different days of emphasis, um, you know, until we get to OTAs, the passing camp, you know, and then once training camp starts, you know, that's when you're playing real football, pads are on and a lot more things like that. So just trying to make little steps, whether it's the weight room, conditioning, you know, learning the new offensive system, learning new teammates, things like that. Well, speaking of that offensive system, Bill O'Brien has 
return to the Patriots as the offensive coordinator, Adrian Clem, once a first-round pick of the Patriots, now the O-line coach. Can you give us your impressions of, of those two guys as, as much as you can? Yeah, you know, I think, I think we're all super excited to learn from them, see how they see the game, right? Obviously, Clem's, you know, been at Pittsburgh, you know, college level a bunch, uh, you know, OB's been, you know, the Texans, unfortunately, Alabama for a little bit, Penn State. So, you know, he's got a lot of different experience, too. And I think as a player, seeing how they see the things, you know, there's all we're all trying to solve problems, how they got problems we can solve. You know, there's their solutions to doing. It's funny, though, how like David Andrews saw like Cole really didn't want to answer the question. So as the captain, he steps in and. It helps his well, uh, teammate I, That was out. my favorite moment. Yeah. Cole's Cole like, well, we're getting ready to go. Uh, what, wouldn't you say? <laughs> wouldn't you say? <laughs> it was basically <laughs> like, can you answer this for me? <laughs> right. And, and I thought Andrew's like, it, yeah. well, well, Cole's first Cole Cole's never had an offseason. This is his first offseason. Mm-hmm. Right. It uh, is different. Uh, let's let's get some uh, phone calls in 855-PATS-500. It's always the number here at Patriots Unfiltered. Uh, while we're waiting, we'll uh, talk to, let's see, Craig in Pennsylvania. What's up, Craig? Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, first time caller, been listening to you guys since '04. Um, I've been looking at the different mock drafts, and I've been intrigued by why Robinson was picked to us. Yeah. And I started looking at all the first round picks that Belichick's made, and I noticed after, you know, we had an offense line, we had a running back twice. Now we had Mahoney, and then with Michelle. And I was wondering if you guys think there's some kind of little boot to that. So you're talking yeah. about Bijan Robinson? Yeah, Robin? Bijan Robinson. Yeah. So, I mean, it came out a few weeks ago that I think I forget exactly who was the first to put Bijan Robinson Thanks, in the Patriots. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I think for obvious reasons, we were all kind of like, eh, I mean, just a running back, again, you have so many needs, and how much impact can a running back have? Now, you say all that, Bijan Robinson is an awesome player and arguably maybe the best player in this draft. So if you look at it from what I said earlier when – I think the team really needs playmakers, then from that angle, I could say, all right, well, I could at least understand that part of it, but it's just, it's so hard with so many needs to add a running back when you have Ramondre Stevenson. You know, how much of an impact is this guy going to have, even if he's, you know, that, the greatest running so back in the that's, league? That's where I'm with Mike. It's like, in one hand, I'm like, that's not really a need. Why would you do that? But in the other hand, I'm like, okay, this could take some pressure off of Mac Jones to have a guy who was averaging 10 yards a carry the way he was, 1,900 <laughs> scrimmage yards. Yeah, it's just, not, he's not going to. But, <laughs> yes, he's not going to come in and do what he was doing in Texas in a league where there's no defense in the Big 12. Right. I get that. There's no defense in the Big 12. But I think that with Ramondre Stevenson and him to have a strong running game, that would take some pressure off of Mac Jones. Listen, I I love my running backs, but fill in the blank. There's one thing I'm pretty sure the Patriots aren't going to do in the first round, and that's take a running back. Yeah, they haven't done it since Sony Michelle. I just don't think they're going to do it. I, you know, I yeah, I I, I wouldn't not for that reason. You don't like running backs. No, no, no. I like running. No, no. I'm saying. I wouldn't say they don't take running backs. They've done it twice, like, yeah. in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, let, I, I, I just think what Mike said is, is I don't want to cut you part. off, but let's go to Matt Groh. Maybe he can give us a nugget. Keep seeing the lighthouse getting uh, bigger and bigger. Um, we've been doing a lot of, a lot of building around here, too, um, trying to get prepared here for tonight. Um, we're actually working on next year's draft right now. So um, the process never ends, uh, depending on, you know, everybody's role here within the organization. So, um, you know, a lot of hard work has been put into into tonight, um, into tomorrow and, and Saturday and going forward. Um, so trying to find the best players possible here to, to fit within the culture and uh, you know hopefully you guys have a have a lot to cheer about here uh, come the fall. 
Oh, that's okay. Yep. All right. So, so these these well, are more like statements tonight. Yeah, Matt Groh looks like he's running for class president <laughs> in high school. He really did look. What about me? He really yeah. did look. <laughs> what does my suit look like? Uh, I already I, told you, you, you look sparkly. You look marvelous. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> look marvelous. If Matt Groh is running for <laughs> class president, what am I running for? <laughs> Uh, um, president Fred? of the SGA. <laughs> 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 Only Deuce would have that at the tip of his tongue. Uh, yeah, time. so no, they're not, like in the past, they said stuff. Some Q&As. Yeah. yeah, like I remember last year, wasn't Matt, didn't Macro talk about, you know, um, it's an older draft because of COVID. You know, he gave us some yeah. like yeah. information. You yeah, know? and we got, well, we got a little bit of that last week too with the, with his you know pre, pre-draft press conference as well, but... Uh, I mean, I assume these guys are locked in. They're ready to get downstairs and, you know, start rolling these things off like we all are. It's just it's so you get to this point after, what, three, four months of I know, speculating. I, I'd expect, like, yeah. a, a question or question? two from the fans. Yeah. I don't all know. Right. They might get a question they don't like. Let's go back to the phones. We'll go to uh, Mike in Puerto Rico. What's up, Mike? Good afternoon and happy draft day, everybody. Evening here. 7.54 ET. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm California time, so... Um, I just have to say, Tamara, you look terrific. Thank you. And I don't know what the record is for uh, uh, female correspondents getting uh, poached off of the PFU, uh, but I think you're going to set the record. (laughs) Thanks. I mean, we've got a good track record, right? I mean, no pressure. (laughs) So uh, for my birthday, which is actually today, draft day, um, I only want uh, at least three of the following: either uh, Gonzalez, um, a solid uh, left tackle, DTR, and um, what's the uh, what was it? Schooner maker, Schoon maker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Schoon maker, yeah, tight end from Michigan, yeah, and then whatever that top uh, uh, the top uh, punter is, Michael Turk, yeah. Or Adam Corsett so, from Rutgers. Yeah. I can't believe I know these off the top of my can head now. I'm kind of mad. Well, the Rutgers is the, <laughs> who's is the lefty kicker. Am I asking yeah. too much? Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Can we not take, can a, we not take a punter oh, or just like, like sign one? No, you know what, Paul? I think they have to because that's going to come Saturday sometime. We'll be on the air. We'll all be a little bleary-eyed. And, you know, I think it'll come right at the right time to, okay. you know, put us over the edge. It'd be great. So, real quick, there's a, a very oh, Hold mi- on, Mike. Mike and Southie, oh, hold on. Very minor uh, thing. It doesn't involve the Patriots, but it is news. The Eagles and Cardinals settled a tampering investigation today involving the uh, hiring of the former Eagle defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, who is now the head coach. So the Eagles traded pick number 94 in this draft and a 24 fifth-round pick to Arizona in exchange for number 66 in this draft, okay. which gives the Eagles another top 70 pick. So that's that's four picks in the top 70 for the Super Bowl. Wow. 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 Talk, wow. About Rich, Talk about burying news. You, you make that happen like in the 20 minutes before the, yeah. <laughs> the draft starts. Well, I guess the, 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 you know, they released a statement. I'm not going to read it. But I just interesting little nugget on you know, on the draft. Yeah. Um, okay. So Mike and Southie, go ahead. Mike and Southie, you there? Good job. Fred. Yes, we, I am. How okay. are you doing? There oh, he is. Hardy saved it. Hey, Mike. Good job. What's Happy up, Mike? draft night. Best show of the season for sure. Can't wait. Uh, wanted to call in. I wanted to ask the panel if everybody could just pick one guy, one player. You got to sign off on it. That's who the Patriots are taking at 14. That's why I want. That's what I want to hear. I'm taking Peter Scaranti. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Okay. 
I'm going to jump so, on Christian Gonzalez before anyone yeah, else does. I'm going to take Christian Gonzalez, <laughs> too, and if, if, if we're taking guys that aren't going to be available at yeah, 14, because right. I don't think Skaronsky is going to be available either. It, it's tough. It's tough because I think they're going to be gone. You know what? I mean, I I'm going to change yeah. just, just to be different. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, uh, Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Yeah. It is going so, to be Witherspoon. Yeah, Witherspoon. he's not going to be available at 14, mind it's you. It's going to be Witherspoon. I think those okay. two... Those two are going to be gone. Can I, I change my I pick? <laughs> I know. That seems very assured. <laughs> Fred uh, is very sure of himself. <laughs> but i got to say, I'm Witherspoon. I mean, I, 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 I like Gonzalez better because I feel like Gonzalez is an outside guy and just has like oh. can do it all, and he's athletic, Deuce. and he's so smooth. That's exactly why I like and, Gonzalez and, better. And I think Witherspoon is really good, but he's, he's a slot corner. I'm not, I'm he's not yeah. saying corner. I like Witherspoon better. I'm yeah. saying it's going to be Witherspoon. <laughs> And I could well, see, and if okay. it was, I could see why it would be because he's physical like crazy. I mean, it, you put on his film, and he is all over the place, Fred attacking using guys, the force. coming down. I, I mean, I, it would it would make sense. And I, he's a guy that I kind of was like back and forth on just because of that reason. I'm like, you got enough slot corners. You need pure guys that can play outside and be able to, you know, step in and go up against the Stephon Diggs of the world. I think that's what this defense okay. is missing, that big matchup. Did all you right. make a pick yet, I didn't Tamara? make a pick yet. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I am going to start off first by giving Evan's pick because he's not here. Of course, we know he wants Zay Flowers, and he would be completely goo-goo eyes over that. We know that. And I can't wait to set up my camera for that so we can see his reaction if it happens. He's up on stage but right now, yeah. For me, I personally would pick Jackson Smith and Jigba. Okay. If he's available at 14, I would love that. I feel like he would make any quarterback um, just okay. 10 times better, obviously. At least Tamara's pick, my, my I, pick, I think, will be available yeah. at 14. I think, oh, I think, oh, I think, I think mine he will be. Available. Be. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll be available. And I think um, I, I know Zay Flowers, he's proven that you know his size isn't spectacular. And obviously, Jackson Smith and Jigba is bigger. But I think if we don't pick Zay, if we pick him, I think he could take our offense to the next level. Let's go to the stage right now because speaking oh of Evan, he's up there with Mike Reese Probably being talking interviewed about by Zay. Bob Sosie. So let's go to the stage. <laughs> Got some guys in Buffalo and Miami that maybe need to have one of those number one corners to shut those guys down. So I think that's somebody that the Patriots could look at tonight, uh, like a Deontay Banks from Maryland. It's a player that I've really liked in this process. Maybe a Christian Gonzalez if he's still on the board there at 14. Mike, how about you? So I was just sitting here thinking, Bob, that we had the club full here at a great draft party. So give yourself a round of applause uh, for being here. And I was thinking about what it means to grow up in this region. And it struck me as I was standing over on the side, 30 years ago, the Patriots had the first pick and it was Drew Bledsoe or Rick Meyer, right? Do I have that right? 1993. And I think about how far this has come over 30 years from that time. I love the draft. I love the energy of the draft. I love that you're all here tonight to talk about the draft. So I just want to like, want to start with that. I love your energy too. Yeah. So, well, we got, we got to be ready to go for when they trade down, Bob, you yeah. know? It's going to be a long night. So, no, just kidding. The draft, this draft, the one thing I would say that I learned about this draft is the top end talent in this draft isn't considered as deep. So it drops off pretty quick. So there's a lot of like, Evan said there's like good corners, good tight ends, but are there like elite corners, tight ends, elite players? Not as many. So in this type of draft, I always look at it, Bob, I'm like, do they go up to get like the few elite players, like maybe a little trade up, or do they maybe trade back, which we know Bill is more likely to do? <laughs> well, you know, guys, the, the quarterbacks, when you talk about sitting at 14, there will likely be a handful of quarterbacks 
who go. You, you think about Young, Stroud, maybe Levis, name that's been rising of late, it seems. You know, there's an intriguing physical prospect like Richardson. Is that going to affect those other positions that you're high on? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you look at it that way, the Patriots should get one of the top 10 non-position players in the draft, or quarterback position in the draft if they stick at 14. So maybe in theory, you know, when I do all the million mock drafts that we do, you start to have somebody that falls to you all of a sudden. You're like, well, maybe the Patriots could go up and get this player just by going up one or two spots and land like Mike was talking about. One of these top defensive players, I think, is really somebody that they would probably have their eye on. My eye is always on the wide receivers. I'm not going to lie to you, Bob. So I look at Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, and that's a guy that if he's starting to creep down into the early teens and all you have to do is jump one or two spots to go up and get him, I would definitely sign up for some JSN. And, Mike, you have such a great vision long-term, not just the picture for 2023. And you look at, Evan's already talked about the tight end position, but, but you look at a situation like the Patriots have at, at the edge spot. Matthew Judon has had a terrific run, but after next year, they're going to have to address that. Same with John. So that's, um, that's Evan and Mike Reese. We'll get a lot more Evan. Uh, we're going to be here all night. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. We are going to be here all night until the end of the first round. But uh, right now... I've hired Evan specifically to take care of Saturday for <laughs> Right. It's time to take a break, and we'll be right back after this. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shop, Petco. Well, the guy that really I think is built just like Chaniel Jones is that Miles Murphy from Clemson, who has that length and that size, that elephant linebacker role that we know that the Patriots really covet, that 265-pound guy. Grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. How do you think that that affects where they stand in terms of the number of picks they have and the number of spots that are open in terms of trading some of those picks either for assets in this draft or future assets. So they have 11 picks in this draft. My thought was if they come out making eight or nine, that would probably be yeah. um, you know, my, my thought. And if I had to project like Bill Belichick's activity, and who knows, right? We, we are all this is the 2023 Patriots Unfiltered Draft Show. All right, we're back here at Patriots Unfiltered Draft 2023, live from the Patriots Draft Party in Gillette Stadium in the Putnam Club. Uh, we were listening a little bit to Evan and Mike Reese. Um, we're taking phone calls. It's 
Mike Dussault, it's Paul Perillo, Tamara Brown. Uh, Evan will be back with us a little later after he gets done with his... Uh, his um, Chinwag? Yeah, his, his big important... Uh, Hopefully he finishes before the first round's over because, uh, you know, it'll be too long. I would think so. I would think so. I think Bill O'Brien's going to be up there pretty soon. But yeah. the way it's going, all they're doing is saying hello and leaving. <laughs> making, so I don't, they're making statements. <laughs> yeah. It's like, good to see everyone. I'll be here all week. The, uh, Bill O'Brien's definitely, his statement's going to be, everyone gets a clean slate. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be his I, statement. I, I think Lighthouse keeps getting bigger and bigger as uh, Skull the Night so far, though. <laughs> um, let's We're still see. building, too. We got emails coming in, too. Um, so let's see uh, who's, who's saying what. Um, we'll go to Jeff, who says um, he's from uh, Australia, Melbourne, to be exact. He says it's the first post-Eric draft show, so I'm expecting Bill to go full troll and trade up and create a different kind of harumph from the hills of North Providence. I do want us to trade up to get Gonzalez, who I think would move our secondary towards one of the best in the league. Would we need to trade up to six with the Lions? to ensure we get them ahead of the Raiders. How high do you need? You think you would need to get up I to ensure that. that you get Christian Gonzalez? Yeah, six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, somewhere yep, in there. That, those two corners are scheduled to go between five and ten. Right? And Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Witherspoon and, and Gonzalez. So if you want one of those guys. I, yeah, but, like, the Raiders are a team. Don't, like, mm-hmm. it's Josh and Dave Ziegler. Right. Like, I mean, I look at Tennessee, even though um, – John Robinson's gone. It's still Mike Vrabel. It's still a guy that you have some familiarity with. Uh, Arizona with with Monte Austin Fort now, and and I would say the Raiders similar. They're they're personnel with people that you're familiar with. Yeah, you know. So I, I wouldn't rule those those kinds of situations out. I'm, I'm hoping that um, hopefully it can slide Gonzalez back by hopefully someone taking a chance on Jalen Carter. I think that people have been doing their due diligence and obviously bringing him in for a visit even though there are some off the field issues but i have a feeling that maybe he could be going to the lions in their first pick yeah oh yeah i mean he's he's going somewhere in that area i I wonder too with the tackles because it's you know it's each of them the top three they all kind of have their own little issue i mean skaronsky is Mm -hmm. tenured starter played forever but he's you know a little small and he doesn't Mm -hmm. quite have the length and the other two guys johnson and jones are have all the dimensions that you look for they have the necessary playing temperament they just haven't played a lot so how do teams feel about that? I just remember last year, Paul, when it was such a scramble around the league for tackles. I mean, the Patriots, like you mentioned earlier, went to you know get Connor McDermott off the Jets' practice squad. With the tackle depth like that, the way it is, uh, I just wonder if that position is going to get pushed up. And then you're you're talking about guys like Anton Harrison. You know, even those guys may be going higher than, than people are thinking. All right, Bill O'Brien's coming to the stage. Let's see what he has to say. Very casual-looking like Bill yeah. O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> it's an exciting night. Um, it's great to be back. It's great to be back. I was here, uh, as a lot of you know, years ago. Had a great experience in this organization. I grew up here. Grew up about 20 minutes north of Boston. Uh, grew up a Patriot fan. And obviously working for the Patriots is a, is a dream come true for me. And to be back here is awesome. So it's great to be back. Thank you. A um, couple things, you know, just... Right now, relative to what's going on in the building, we've had our players in for the last two weeks, and it's been awesome. We've had great attendance. It's a voluntary program up until June, basically, and so uh, it's awesome to see all these players showing up, putting the work in. They, they work in the weight room. They do a lot of conditioning out on the field, and then we get to work with them in the meeting rooms, and then starting next week, we get to work with them on the field. So that's been awesome. It's been a great group to work with so far, and... Looking forward to building on the next seven weeks 
uh, as we head towards OTAs and minicamp in June. So it's been an exciting time. Relative to the draft, the dra I know this is a really exciting time for fans and for everybody in our organization. There are a lot of great players in the draft. I, I spent the last two years in college football at the University of Alabama, so I know a lot about some of these players in the draft, especially at Alabama and in the Southeastern Conference. And there are a lot of great players on both sides of the ball, and we've put a lot of work, especially the scouts. Uh, obviously, Coach Belichick uh, have put in a ton of work to this draft. As coaches, we do our part evaluating the different positions that we're in charge of, but it's just been a good experience uh, working with the scouts working together and now you know we'll be able to see what happens starting tonight and then obviously tomorrow the two rounds tomorrow and then the rest of it on uh, saturday so it's an exciting time great to see everybody looking forward to seeing you guys in the fall go patriots hey billy o. that's bill o'brien he's got some head coach swag now i don't know yeah. i don't know i don't know if you guys notice a difference from I him totally notice the head coach swag he's got right head there coach swag yes. oh if you if you saw everybody so far you would say oh that's the head coach <laughs> yep. yeah yeah right. and evan uh you know whispered a, a, a very pertinent point when he talked about his two years at alabama so i know a lot about these guys yep. well the assistant coaches were made available while i was on vacation and i didn't hear any of those kinds of quotes <laughs> no. about the college guys and evan you no. pointed out what did he say he said something along the lines of i'm gonna let macro and the scouting department do their job and we'll do our part but that's not what i'm which is I'm interesting here for. i'm not an expert on the draft i think was his exact quote which is interesting because grow mentioned in that also that same day that he was going to lean on his knowledge of the yeah. sec specifically when I talked to Gro at the Combine, he was pumped to have both Bill O'Brien and Adrian Clem as resources mm -hmm. to then go ahead and, and really get their information about this draft, not just who they coached at yeah. their respective schools, but who they coached against mm -hmm. as well. And you look at this draft, you know, Alabama, they obviously play so many of these guys. And if you're Bill O'Brien and Matt Gro, I can't imagine that those conversations are probably like, Hey, Bill, you know, what was Nolan Smith like? You know, what was it like to block Nolan Smith when you guys went up against Georgia? And, uh, you know, what was it like to when Emmanuel Forbes was out on the field at corner? Was he somebody that you guys were locating and knowing where he was at, at all times? So definitely a lot of information that can come from those two guys. Hey, uh, Gerard Mayo's up on the stage right now with Bob Sosie. Let's uh – Take a listen. Most is about effort. Like, how does this guy really show up on film? Is he running around? Is he playing like his hair is on fire? After that, really, it comes down to fundamentals. Can this guy tackle? Can this guy cover? Can this guy throw? Whatever it is, uh, that's kind of how we, how we look at him. And, and Gerard, you, you know that uh, from your own experience as a player and as a coach, the guys come in here and, you know, they come in as first-round draft picks, fourth-round draft picks, sometimes as undrafted free agents doesn't really matter does it it doesn't matter but I'll, I'll tell you this these guys are used to it because in college in college right you come in you could be a five star or a one star it doesn't really matter it all resets and this is a what have you done for me lately type of business seriously like last year is last year this is entirely a new year the team will look different and so these guys have a chance to play what's it been like so far to work with this group I know you haven't been out on the field yet necessarily but you're just under underway with the offseason conditioning program your thoughts about these guys coming back how do they look yeah, a lot of these guys are running around. You could tell they put a lot of work in the offseason to get better. Uh, and it's, it's going to show up, I'm sure, when we get out there on the field with them uh, next week. What do, you, what do you enjoy the most about this, this time of the year? I just enjoy seeing the families. I enjoy seeing the young guys who have dreamed for so long to be in the NFL, really get an opportunity uh, to get drafted and really start a new chapter in life. 
How about for you when that chapter began for you, looking back all these years? Yeah, it's nothing been better. I mean, that's the, one of the best moments of my life, right, is getting drafted here uh, to New England, and I've been here ever since. Great player. You, you enjoy coaching as much? You get a competitive thrill from that? Yeah, I, I love it. I, honestly, I love, uh, I love coaching. I love all right, that's uh, Bob Sosie and Gerard Mayo. They're not really talking about the draft right now, so figured we'd jump out of that. So. I, I think Gerard is catching Bob off guard with some quicker answers than he was maybe <laughs> anticipating. <laughs> right. Gerard you know, you don't have those questions ready at the, you know. Gerard looks sharp, rapid though. I think five. he's winning the, uh, the coach's fashion show for me, at least. The, uh, sure. Black suit. Not he looks good. By that. <laughs> uh, Dan of Virginia and Michigan wants to know which Italian restaurant we stole the tables from. <laughs> yeah, you're not the first one. It's barbecue. Yeah, it's, it's, it's supposed barbecue. to be a barbecue theme. So this is supposed to be like barbecue picnic tables, I guess. Yes, we had Chinese food, though, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, Bob in Wilmington, know. North Carolina. Everything I'm has lined already. up for Bill to select a linebacker with our first selection. Which linebacker would keep Evan from jumping off a bridge? Oh, and would we have to move up to get one? <laughs> like, we need wait, like, an like, an out, like an outside like edge guy? Yeah, what linebacker spot are we talking about? Because I, I, I could do that. Because I'll, I'll jump right off this, this ledge right wasn't here. Wasn't there someone who called in last year that said if we picked X, he was going to jump off? Yeah, the guy from yeah, Duxbury. We took a guard, yeah. and he did. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> right? John, 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 and, John and Duxbury, connect. right? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he's all right. Yeah. No, he's still alive. He still yeah. regularly still calls alive. in, so yeah. he's okay. He, he, he made it through in. that season, too. Good for him. Much like I resigned after Richard Seymour came. Uh, so Carolina here. is on the clock, and the clock is ticking. It's actually ticking. It started. So there's about... Uh, a little over five, five and a half minutes left uh, f for them to make their first pick. And we, we all think it's going to be the quarterback, right? Yeah, Bryce, oh, yeah, Bryce, Bryce Young. Young. Yeah. I, I, would say, I would be really surprised if it's not Bryce Young. Super athletic. I mean, you, just, you wonder if Carolina is going to you know, reset the NFC South a little bit. You know, I mean, all those teams are kind of, you know, Brady left, Atlanta, they're kind of going about it their way. Um, it's an opportunity. It feels like you know if they can if they can hit it with Bryce Young, they, you whichever know, young quarterback in that division plays the best, probably will win it. Because yeah, you're going to have yeah. like Desmond Ritter, right? Or you know, Anthony Richardson. maybe I, mean, I should say maybe <laughs> yeah. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, in Tampa. Yeah. yeah. You know, if if it's not Kyle Trask, it'll be Baker Mayfield. So, who, it's a bad division. So someone's going to end up winning it yeah. by playing reasonably well. And if it's Bryce Young in Carolina, I would think he'd play. Maybe not right away, but really close to right away, if, if not week one. Yeah, I just wonder what Carolina does from here for, for Bryce Young because they traded D.J. Moore yeah. in the trade mm -hmm. to get the number one pick. So he doesn't really have a number one wide receiver there. And one thing that we have learned here with Mac is that that Alabama offense that you throw to a lot of really good playmakers in Alabama now, maybe not so much this past season, but two years ago when he's got Mechie and Jamison Williams. Like now you go to Carolina and the cupboard's what pretty are, bare. What do you got? Is Robbie Anderson still there? No, he's I'm sorry, it's chosen, not Robbie chosen. chosen is not. So How could I do that? I, I wonder where Carolina goes from here because that's the – that's the in-trend right now is to get, draft the quarterback and then pair him with the receiver that he can throw to that maybe ideally he has a connection with, but nobody in this draft fits that bill, so where do they kind of go? I just uh, headed over to our lads for their uh, their outstanding depth charts. Our, uh, lads. Our, 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 our lads. Our lads, uh, Terrace Marshall, <laughs> DJ Chark, yeah. Yeah. LaVisca Chenault, though. I, was, I, was, I liked him. Your guy. Yeah. I liked him. Your guy, yeah. Chenault. Yeah. Uh, they just showed the Carolina War Room. Mm -hmm. uh, there's more people in it than the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, room. there's I like think 50 people in it. They're there. breaking the record, oh, man. man. I, I guess, you know, they're picking one overall, so they're kind of making it a, 
celebration, thing. but there's a lot of people in there warming. A lot of people. I think that's ridiculous. I, I don't care for that at all. I, as long as, like, I always love I the Cowboys on one where one. you have, like, Jerry's great-grandson who's always in, like, one of those boys' suits with a right. clip-on tie. He's got ice, ice cream on his shirt. Right. You know, he's already <laughs> worth, like, Spalding. $2 billion. Right. Spalding, Spalding is in there. Spalding. But yeah. the, the only thing about that, like, if, if, like, the Crafts were in there, if Robert and Jonathan Kraft were in there in, in – and like Jonathan's kids are in, like that wouldn't bother me yeah. as much, but to Fred's point, like these enormous draft rooms, like did the draft sneak up? Like why are there like literally right. Right. fifty people in your draft room? Yeah. Like everybody who's ever said the word scout in Carolina <laughs> is in the draft room. Like right. why do you need all those? I would people? be in the draft room in right. Carolina. Let's yeah. face it. You know, it's like Peggy <laughs> oh from God. HR, <laughs> and you know, it's like everybody in the organizations in that. It doesn't seem like a very efficient way to do it. Well, I don't know. A lot of spectators, I imagine. The pick People is just in. Like, the pick is in. The pick oh. is in. According to uh, NFL go. Network. I think, Tamara, your voice, it's, it's just bringing me right back to, like, your, you wanting Jermaine Johnson last year <laughs> and, like, each pick going by and Tamara was just, like, banging the Jermaine yeah. Johnson but table. And the crazy part was is he was available until we traded back. Yeah. 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 Sure. Well, a lot of other players that ended up There's being a, good. You know, the draft really <laughs> starts now at number two, though. Like, nobody knows yeah. what the Texans are right. actually going to do. Right. Nick Casario has pulled a, a classic Bill move right right from, a, from his holds a lot of He yeah. holds a lot of the cards right now. Right. The whole draft is, table really I, is I, now I set guess, on I guess on we're about Houston. to find out if the Patriots are trading up for Will Levis. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting, though, today I was watching NFL Network and they had Scott Pioli on, and he was talking a little bit about Casario, and, I mean, he was just very upfront about it. He's like, look, he's gone through a bunch of coaches now. Like, he kind of has to hit it. Like, I mean, it's just yeah. Pioli was very honest about the kind of position I made that Casario point, like, earlier in the week. Like, it's one thing to sit there and say, I'm drafting players that fit a, a specific system. Right. But now he's working on, you know, <laughs> is it the third coach or the fourth? Third. Third. third because okay. they had that one yeah, season. David, Cully. David Cully. David Cully. Lovey. And now, yeah. D'Amico's yeah. not going anywhere. All right, let's go to the uh, Kansas City to hear Roger Goodell. In the 2023 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. And there it is. <laughs> well, oh, Nick Saban. All right. Fred, congratulations, everybody. I wonder if they planned on matching. Nick Saban. Suits. Yeah. I am officially suits. one in 30 in the uh, mock draft. One okay. There you go. We All got, right. Got that right. You got that right. That's the only one I'll get right. All right. So Bryce Young is the first overall pick in the 2023 draft. Good for him. Just, oh, that was cute. just so to me, like I, everybody makes fun of me and I, I embrace it. But, you know, I don't really watch college football. I come to it. I mean, in, with, <laughs> with new eyes. But it sounds stupid. But just my impression of him was just how athletic he was. I just I couldn't believe. What a smooth athlete he was. It reminded me in that regard a little bit of Aaron Rodgers, but just seems to have great, subtle pocket movement. Uh, you know, enough athleticism. It's just his size oh. is the question, but that hat looks terrible on him. <laughs> yeah. Does he have to put the hat on? <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. Here's the walk. Uh, but this is this is what you need if you get the first overall pick and, and you got the, a chance at the, at the best quarterback. This is where the league is. You can't afford to pass on him, and that's why – this next pick is going to be so now, interesting to me. Is this a new thing with the suits with the pant leg that hangs out the front of the suit? Oh, I, don't, oh, wait, I missed whoa. it. I, I, yeah, I, I need can't this. really see yeah. the camera, so. Yeah. I need to see what Fred's I think talking about. it's a tie, about. like a, like a, it's kind of a like sash. Like a jacket. I wanted to ask, you know, the younger sash. folk, which is pretty much everybody <laughs> except for Fred, um, <laughs> on, on the panel, what we think of these this new wave of production mm. that we're doing now um, with the draft. Like, he clearly came. That was clearly all orchestrated. He was supposed to go to that room, put the hat on, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. you wow. know, you do that, yeah. that social media 
you know, right. station. Then you go down this hall and what do we do? Right. Am, am, I, am I just too old? I mean, should I just, just like, get somebody get Paul a newspaper. He's <laughs> <having> <laughs> Can I get a crossword? I'm only going to say this once this entire night. But that, that's a lie. <laughs> exactly. This drives me the the tedious part of the draft drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, can we just pick? Well, it's like well, the Oscars, right? They add so go. much stuff, and it's like, we just want to get through it. We want to know the yeah. picks. But now, you get, now that we're rolling, I, I feel yeah. like you're in it. Oh, it yeah, we're rolling now. We got fast one pick in. Yeah. I, do, I do feel, I do wish it went faster, like, between picks. Like, I wish I it wasn't such a long yeah, period of time. Yeah, but they're trying to stretch it out. They want to own the night. I wish it was, like, stream, they already streaming the services. Like well, they, the Celtics are playing tonight. At 830. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Grant in Manchester, UK, who's on holiday in Vietnam. So, wow. anyway, all I Vietnam. hope is that after tonight we're not confused and complaining because Bill did another typical Bill move and drafted someone no one's even had in their mock draft or on their minds, for that matter. No strange picks with a capital <laughs> S. Uh, just a consensus pick, as many of you have said, will be fine with me. I think I got to give uh, just some of the general fans some credit because I think people have generally been okay with discussion about the team maybe looking at a cornerback or looking at an offensive tackle. And I know that those positions aren't usually the sexiest ones. I, I, I would have thought coming into this offseason, everybody was like, stay away from defense. You don't need defense. Mm -hmm. Go get offensive guys. And I think at least people have been, if they do take a tackle or a cornerback, I, I think people will generally get it to this point. Th those are needs for sure. I, I know everybody wants the sexy picks, but... Mike, we'll it's it's funny you say that because I think everyone's like, like bar is so low right now. They're just like, I just want you to pick someone. Pick normal. someone who. I just want you to pick someone. Be in the first round. Yeah, I just want you to pick someone that is in the mock drafts that we don't have to Google what school that is, where that is. We want to pick someone that we actually need. I, th I think everyone's bar is pretty low. Yeah, right now we we've talked about it for the last couple of weeks. It's just that need for that blue chip mm -hmm. top of the roster talent and wherever you can get it. Yeah. You can't be picky yeah. at this point, you know, whether it's a corner or it's an edge rusher. I know a lot of people that really don't understand the edge rusher need. Like why would they take one I of do. those guys? I'm here for that. I get it. And mm -hmm. I, I, you know, but at the same time, I, I think that one of those guys, like if they get another Judon to put with Judon, like now all of a sudden you have two guys that are game wreckers that opposing offensive coordinators and offensive lines need to really spend their week on where they don't really have that anywhere else on the team besides maybe Matthew Judon. So I look at it and I say, wherever you can find that level of talent and you look at the four quarterbacks should go in the first 14 picks so you're really picking from 10 of the best players that are not quarterbacks in this draft so someone's going to fall to them at 14 or should all and right i'll go ahead Trent. i was going to say and to matt Groh's point um when he talked about this in his press conference like you are aware of contracts that are expiring next season too so it's not bad to take guys on defense just because you are returning most of your defense you can go ahead and prepare for what's to come next year so well, the pick is in for Houston, um, yep. and it's now. What are we doing? Are we can we make what Fred? We, I want yeah. you to make an executive decision. Are we going to wait? Are we, for, are are we, we just going to talk about it? If if you have, if you know it, we'll talk. about okay, it. Okay, so it's really interesting. Yeah, C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Oh. So so much for the drop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so okay. much for the drop. So much for the scuttlebutt. Yeah. So but, you know the drop was supposed to be because he scored low in that S two test, that comprehension test. Uh, that kind of got debunked by the owner of the company, said there were some contextual reasons and that wasn't the total score and there were a lot of things that were going on. So he was kind of, uh, you know, debunking that. So 
Texans didn't buy it. They they went with him regardless. I I I would have been shocked if they passed on him. I mean, I just I, like we said, Casario, you, you're up against it. You don't have a chance to get the second best quarterback in a draft very often. Mm -hmm. If I don't know how you could have let this guy pass. I, I mean, and I didn't see a ton of difference between the athleticism he has and Bryce Young. I mean, they, to my you know, untrained eye, they look similar. You know, they, they're both very good, but I, I agree hard to split the hair of And it, I'll say one thing, and, and Evan will probably be able to talk about this in, in more detail. Aside from the history at the specific school of quarterbacks, Ohio State quarterbacks haven't hit big, right? The only thing I would counter with that is, we, are we going to get a pick here? Yeah, let's go to the stage. What? We'll go to the Goodell. Okay. Oh, they Sorry. did it yeah, already. They did. Never, mind. Never mind. And there's C.J. Stroud, uh, you know, getting his his hugs uh, from his family. But I, I understand, you know, in Justin Fields, I think, still remains sort of a question mark because I yeah. think he had, in many ways, a really impressive year last year. Obviously, he's going to have to find right a way there. to win some games and he's going to have to find a way to be a, a better passer. But the rest of the Ohio State guys, the Dwayne Haskins of the world, they haven't panned out. What's the Alabama track record at quarterback? And, and, no, one, and no one seemed to worry about Bryce Young being worthy of the number one overall pick. And I'm not yeah. saying Stroud is better than Young or whatever. I'm just saying nobody talked about Greg McElroy and A.J. McCarron mm -hmm. and, yes, Mac Jones. Yeah. Or Tua. Tua. You know? But everybody wants to talk about Dwayne Haskins and Justin Fields, and you can't take the Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think it, it goes back to kind of what I've been mentioning with Mac Jones. It's like uh, up until now when Georgia and LSU kind of have caught up to an Alabama in the SEC, or I should say they're back to where they used to be in the SEC, I think it's tough to grade an Alabama quarterback because they have been – steamrolling everybody for years no one's been able to compete with them until now no one's been able to challenge them for an sec championship until now and so it's tough when you have five-star wide receivers great coaching great offensive line you have everything great and then you come to the nfl and it's nothing like that yeah it's well i think that that's a big problem for the ohio state guys too i mean cj stroud's out yes. there throwing a marvin harrison jr who might be the number one pick in the draft next year mm -hmm. And he doesn't face pressure a ton. And yeah. when he does face pressure, it, it's problematic for him. That's one of the big knocks on him is that he doesn't grade out well against pressure. But I think he's the most polished passer to come out of Ohio State out of the, all the names that you mentioned. I Fields, agree with you, Haskins, Evan. all those types of guys. So uh, he's definitely the most polished passer. I think he's probably the most accurate passer in the draft. Uh, Bryce Young is a little bit more of that playmaker gene outside the pocket or extending plays. But just in terms of pinpoint accuracy, I, I think that C.J. Stroud's got beat so he's a really good quarterback and I think at the end of the day a common sense prevailed yeah. in Houston right so far good news for the Patriots right yeah, yeah. Two, co Great two quarterbacks uh, went yeah so more chance that you're gonna get one of the best players that's not a quarterback yeah. available at 14. It is good news, but there's no way that those two guys weren't, weren't going to be in the, in the top 14. Well, you know, you can always hope. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> no, but it is, it is uh, no. It, it, that's good that they went. I know, but yes. I'm looking yeah. for intrigue, too. I, I'm, I'm looking for, <laughs> it's good you know, that, what, It's good that those Fred two guys went. Fred wants the drama. Yeah, what's going to be the drama tonight, like, you know? What, what, what will happen gonna, tonight that will... There's going to be some trades. Yeah. Someone's going to make... If, if everybody so, is in agreement that there are not that many blue chippers, someone's going to move up to try to get a blue chipper. Yeah. Right? So uh, the Cardinals are on the clock right now. Were you going to say something? I was going to say, if they didn't make that pick for C.J. Stroud, I feel like it could have been the Colts that went with him at yeah. four. Well, I, I just wonder who made that pick. Because mm -hmm. everything that we've heard from 
what I would assume is Nick Casario and football department down there in Houston was edge rusher Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson. They didn't they they were okay with passing on the quarterback. I don't think the owner was okay with passing on the quarterback, and ultimately, I think this was Cal McNair's pick. Yeah. I think that he's came in the room and said, "Look, we haven't had a quarterback here since you know who." We're taking a quarterback, and that's it. Yeah. But to, so. your, to your point with that, Evan, when it comes to the Patriots pick at 14, when does the owner step in and say, we're doing this? Well, if you Never. believe some people, he stepped in a couple years ago when they were in the same exact position and said Mac Jones is the pick. All right. So. Uh, we got some bad news for everybody. Uh-oh. No it's more 830. Video? It's getting uh-huh. to be 830, so we're going to have to uh, cut out hour. our video per NFL rules. Boo, NFL. Why can't we just keep doing it? It's not like people aren't going to watch so the TV anyway. They should be able to watch us both. So you mean you I hear can go, second screen? Uh, oh. This is 2023. Fred's a rent. So basically what Fred's saying is, what Fred is saying is I can go change into a sweatsuit now. Oh, no. no, yeah. no don't deprive your fans. <laughs> of, you can. You can. All right. So bye-bye video. Thanks All right. Video team. Uh, Matt Morrell, you want to take a break? All right. When oh. we come back, just audio. But we'll be back until the end of the first round. Verizon, the, the network, network America, America relies yes, on, like, I don't know where the my official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Cold? Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Mia's Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. This is the 2023 Patriots Unfiltered Draft Show. All right, we talked at the beginning of the show about teams with more than one pick in the first round, and that could mean movement. We've already seen it. 
Uh, the Texans have moved up to the third pick now. So they just picked Stroud with their second pick. Now they also have the third pick. So yeah. um, we're thinking maybe Will Anderson. Yeah, it looks yeah. like yeah. Will Anderson. I think, I think that is what it is. So, yeah. I, I mean, I would say to Evan's point, maybe the owner wanted the quarterback. Now for your new head coach, you get him you know, a piece for his defense. You know, the defense that he put together there in San Francisco, outstanding. So, I mean, Will Anderson, some people, best player in the draft defensively. It's a nice ad for them. This is Houston. I mean, this well, man, sale if comes you're together. a Texans fan, you're excited. You, Two and three. You just three. got a new quarterback and a, an elite, um, you know, difference maker in the front that seven. They, they paid for it. Yeah, what did they give up? Um, oh, here it so is. So a second round pick, that's 33. A first rounder in 24 and a third rounder in 24. Texans also get 105. So what's that, a fourth round pick, 105? Yeah. I'm just shocked that the Casario from the Belichick school made a trade like that. Desperate times call yeah, for desperate I, measures. Yeah. I like it. I love it. I love it. I mean, yeah. NFL draft. Don't, don't hang on to the picks. The Houston They're just picks. Will Anderson Jr. Okay, so yeah. it is Will Anderson. Uh, all right. You know, I, I mean, I said the thing about, uh, you know, the NFC South. It's, it's kind of similar in the AFC South. You know, it's again, like, I mean, you, you see an opportunity for yeah. Houston to put two we talk about needing playmaker, elite, top-level kind of guys. That's what Houston might have just added with these two guys. And, and Houston, you could listen, see him a lot's going to depend on C.J. Sproud. I mean, I, you know, yeah. thanks, thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> but they've had a, a, a pretty active offseason. They have some pieces in place now, you know. I'm not saying that they're, you know, ready to contend for the, for the AFC South title or for, you know, to jump in with the Kansas Cities and the Cincinnati's and Buffaloes. But they, they have some pieces in place. they got a new coach. I, I think they, they're probably going to be much improved defensively with a guy like D'Amico Ryans in charge. If C.J. Stroud can give them, you know, a serviceable rookie year, you know, it's a team that could probably be competitive in that division. The only difference between the AFC South and the NFC South, to me, is, is, is Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. That's, that's what I was going to yeah. say. That, that, that yep. makes Jacksonville a little bit better than anybody and that's the one team that doesn't really have a question mark. Yep. I mean, give, the Colts have no idea who their quarterback yeah. is. I give Houston so much pick credit, him up. though. Yeah. They, <laughs> all draft cycle long, people are talking about Will Levis, Tyree Wilson, and they just went chalk. They said, you know what? These are the two best players here in the draft. It was so clear that Will Anderson was the top edge rusher in this class, and everybody tried to make it in our walk of life, right? The media tried to make it this competition between Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson, who are on two different planets of talent. I worried about that foot injury, too. I was seeing a lot of stuff about Tyree Wilson's foot today. Yeah, so like, we those, mentioned those Jermaine injuries Johnson can be very, earlier in, yeah. in the show. Tyree Wilson's got a chance to be here, Jermaine Johnson, at this draft at this point because he's not going to Houston, and that was supposedly the apple of their eye. I worry about um, your use of the word chalk. They went chalk? What does that mean? They they picked the two guys that were the consensus best guys Highest on rated the board. guys. Okay, so they, guys on the chalkboard. They didn't, they didn't try. What does that mean? They didn't go out and try <laughs> to overthink it. Have you never heard the I've term heard chalk? It. I've never heard it, too. It's all Me chalk. Either. So, in other words, if the favorite wins every game, what? it was chalk all the way. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. This side of the table, not well, what so does that mean? Like the way you chalked it up? Yeah, the way you chalked it up. Yeah, the way that you sharpied it in. If I had to make a big board, right, not a mock draft, but a big board of this draft, I would have had it Bryce Young, CJ. Stroud, Will Anderson, mm -hmm. and that's exactly okay, how we've started. Okay, we can just wipe off. Sure. So, there so are you three gone. for three? Oh, no. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. I don't think anybody is after that trade. Well, no, I, I don't know if this is before? real. Someone put out a Daniel Jeremiah final mock draft, and he has 
Bryce Young at Carolina, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, both to, to Houston. Okay. So he mocked the trade? He also, to be fair, him and McShay, I think, changed their mock drafts like an hour ago. Oh, and so they probably okay. all got, if it was that uh, they knew if it, it was yeah. that recently traded and yeah. yeah. I mean not changed yeah. so they got wind of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of the multiple mocks either. Um, the Colts fair. are on the clock. Give me a mock draft. <laughs> word is that they're going to take a quarterback, right? The yes. Colts. I think they have well, to this is, now. This should be well Levis. So right? this is going to be a question of local media versus the big Jays, right? The national guys have them all over Will Levis, but the local media thinks that they're going to take Anthony Richardson. So we'll see who they end up going with. Okay. Uh, now, Fred, if you're looking for your intrigue that you're rooting for, which would be counter what the Patriots want, yep. but you want the intrigue. No quarterback here would be intrigue. Yeah. 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 That's not happening. Yeah, they have. Because this is one. the most quarterback needy team, I think, in the entire draft. Yeah, they've been, you know. They, they simply don't have one. Right. Right. So they've got to do something. Um, also, random yep. question. Do you yep. think that yep. Hopkins can find a home tonight? Yeah. There are some mur- murmurs of that with the yeah. Titans already. Hmm. And there it is. Uh, wow. Yeah. So the Cardinals, as a result of their trade with the Texans, have moved to 12 now. Right. So. Right. You know what's interesting is that, so at 12, they, they've been really rumored and connected to Paris Johnson, the tackle from Ohio State, who definitely fits a lot better at 12 than he would have at 3. So now if you're the Patriots and you're looking tackle yourselves, I think you're going to have back-to-back teams now that in the, you know, the uh, – the Cardinals, and then you got the Green Bay Packers now that could be going tackle, tackle uh, right there. So that, that could definitely affect the Patriots. Has this happened before a team with two picks in the top five, top three even? I mean, is that? Oh, yeah, I think the Colts. Yeah. Uh, didn't the Colts go 1-2 one, one year? Wow. Oh, yeah? I don't know. Um, let's go to Willem and Philem. What's up, William? William. Well, he's holding on for a long so time. are we not going to do the pick is in audio? What do you mean? From well, we we have we uh, we're, in that gray, we're in that gray yes. area. Yeah, so they I don't know, let's just do it. Yeah, they, the pick they, is Anderson, is in for Richardson. Indianapolis. Yeah, so they and took who? Richardson. They took Richardson. Yeah, okay. right. Go. So okay. That's I mean I think Evan you said it this week if I'm going to go for the project I'm going to just go for the the, the, the better mold what bump of clay. The most is misunderstood prospect in this draft is Anthony Richardson. I think a lot of people just think that uh, he has no quarterback ability whatsoever for some reason and is just strictly an athlete. This is a guy that can make full field progressions, can move in the pocket, uh, can make throws at all platforms down the field. He's just inconsistent. It does it happens in flashes, but it doesn't happen all game long for four quarters. But he has some of the best pocket movement of any of the quarterbacks in this class. You know, the little Muhammad Ali bob and weave off the spot and make the throws. Uh, fantastic, fantastic uh, just cerebral quarterback I, that people misunderstand. Well, I mean, you, you see the highlights when, yeah. you know, he's evading pressure, and it's amazing, but yeah. I'm not sure he's going to have, like, that type of room to do that in the pros. You it's know? a good question. Yeah, yeah I mean, for his size, to have that, those sudden little explosive cuts like that at 6'5", 240 pounds or whatever he is. Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida. So okay. and it, it makes me think about the Titans now, and I know there was some talk about what they might do, maybe make a, a trade or something. But now you're looking—you got two top five picks at, on the on two of the teams, and then you have Trevor Lawrence down there. They're they're kind of at the quarterback position, at least looking up a little bit. I mean, we'll see how the rookies, of course, work out, but yeah, and just uh, kind of change the dynamic of that whole division pretty quick. And th- this is not something that Fred's probably going to sign off on, but I 
I, I, I'm excited about the fact that we get to see it. Yeah, that's team. right. That's right. You know, like Over here. My, my guess we'll get to see mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Um, because they really don't have any competition for him. I have to think he's going to play pretty quickly. My big concern for him for me is just that he didn't play enough mm -hmm. in, in college. You know, I think he only played 13 games. Um, you know, the production just isn't there. Yeah. But the talent is unquestionably there. I can't really imagine a guy with much, uh, much more upside. Uh, so uh, Seattle, that, that, what's the matter? You have a very painful look on your face, Mike. Oh no, I was just I've been thinking. That's my thinking look. Oh, okay. that, that's your I pensive like, thought. Okay. I feel like Paul. A lot of people said that about Will too from Kentucky. They said that he has these flashes where he's really great. But at least he played. He played four that's years true. of college football. This, he really only played one year. Um, now, he's more talented than Will Levis. Mm -hmm. I mean, this. But I think Evan and I talked about this. He's Tuesday. six four, two hundred and forty yeah. pounds. I mean, he's <laughs> good he, He's got the highest. He's got the highest upside. Yeah, he's he's to me. I think he's a better passer than Cam was coming in, mm -hmm. but he's built like Cam. Yep. I, I think he's more like Cam. That's Newton. a Cam like throw right there. Cam Newton parallel to the line with eh. the passing ability of Josh Allen. So oh. you just got to be more consistent. You know, the, uh, all the other stuff. That throw, that play. I remember watching that one live. Like you know, just. All these types of things that a quarterback does, you know, eye manipulation, pump fakes, moving around the pocket. Like, guys that aren't naturally good at playing quarterback don't do those things. Like, they just aren't that heady about it. If you it. watch the – like, I think it was the very first game of the year against Utah, and, and you weren't in love with him. Like, he was yeah. so good in that game. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he basically won that game by himself. Seattle sits at five. They also sit at 20. Mm -hmm. So could that mean Seattle would be open to trading down? Because they've also got that 20th pick. They, they got yeah. some flexibility, you know. I, I mean, it's. I mean, now it's it gets interesting. When does Levis go? When do the tackles start to go? When I does Witherspoon and Gonzalez go? I, I mean, would take Jalen Carter here. Jalen Carter. I, I just think it's value. I mean, it, he's an absolute. I, it's just. It's funny because it, I mean, when he when the whole thing happened with him, it's just who's going to get. Who's going to benefit from this? And I don't mm -hmm. want to, like, you know, sweep the, the legal issues under the rug or, you know, I don't know what exactly it's going to mean for his future, but somebody's going to get a player that probably is a top, you know, three, four player. Here we are. I mean, at five, he's going to probably go sometime soon here. Yeah, it's really interesting because I, the draft has gone chalk for the most part <laughs> to this point. The question is that with the Seahawks at five, they have, they're kind of like the Patriots. You don't have to explain yourself. <laughs> Some people understand. <laughs> what about whiteboard? You can just, white, the, you can just sure. erase chalk, though. They're kind of like, 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 like the Patriots, though, with the Seahawks. Their board is different than everybody else's board. So if they pulled the, the, the chalk thing to do here would be to take Jalen Carter. But with Seattle, you just have no idea what their board looks like. And, so and I, I wish I could understand. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. If they man. don't take Jalen Carter, Carter, the Lions are going to take Jalen Carter for sure. Yeah, I think that For makes sure. sense. I'm with Pete I, Carroll, Carroll, I wish I could understand Pete, Pete Carroll's clue. Like so he's been yeah. doing the Twitter thing. Right. Yeah. He does it every year. Oh, he, yeah. he drops hints over who they're going to take in the, with their first pick. Right. I just have no idea what the clues I, mean. I think, I think he's going to take Christian Gonzalez. Christian mm. Gonzalez? That'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be a little bit different. Yeah. I, I just well, they got what's his face from last year it was uh, really good. Uh, Tyree uh, Woolen, yeah, Woolen, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just a, they're very weird. Like if they took Lucas Van Ness right now, I wouldn't be surprised. Like that's how bizarre their board usually is. So we'll see. Like Jalen Carter is the pick they should take, but <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. do you think Pete Carroll? I mean, he's kind of like the old likable. I mean, it seems like if any coach could maybe make an argument for it, he probably has enough. Well, I just think like you know, you mentioned Detroit. 
Vegas, I just think those teams are too fragile right yeah. now in terms mm. of their front office and their head coach being a little bit Especially new. Vegas with, you know. Right. Like, if you take a chance on Jalen Carter and it ends up going south on your organization, then you're done. You're done. But Jalen yeah. Carter and Aiden Hutchinson oh, playing oh, together. On the oh field, there's God. no question yeah. about Jalen Carter's talent. But I, I just think that you need to send him to a stable organization that's going to be able to, to make sure that he's – you know, sticking to football. So just to speak. get him a babysitter. He'll be fine. <laughs> uh, let's see if get we can a take a call here. Uh, Colleen is in Houston, Texas. What's up, Colleen? Colleen. Oh, we can't hear Colleen. I don't know what's going on with these phones here. Good job, Hardy. We'll try one more. Uh, Joaquin is in California. What's up, Joaquin? What's going on, everybody? Happy draft day. Hey. hey. How you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, I'm pulling a ball tonight, so I got plenty of Pepsi right next to me to watch the whole draft. So nice. hopefully that keeps me up. Pepsi and what? <laughs> but Myers rum uh, or Pepsi. anything like that? No, just Pepsi. Maybe okay. maybe a Corona or something like that later on. No Captain Morgan's? Uh, um, okay. But first off, I want to say shout-out to Dan in Virginia, Michigan. He hit the nail on the head with those staples because at one point – Paul was kind of leaning on his chair. He looked like that impatient guy at an Italian restaurant waiting for his food to come in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always look like I'm waiting for the food. <laughs> because I am. <laughs> but a um, couple questions. So first one, I saw a report about the commanders declining Chase Young's option. I was wondering if you guys think that's a player that the Patriots would consider going after. Like, if not this year, maybe next year. And second question, what are your final predictions on this draft? Like, what are the Patriots going to do in this first round? Okay, so would the Patriots be interested in Chase Young and final predictions on the draft? I, Thanks, Joaquin. I, yes, I think they should be. I mean, you know, if he comes up, you're going to have Uche. going to be a free agent next year. Jennings, I mean, we talked about what does this team look like if Matthew Judon goes down. It's a draft option for them, for sure, at edge to, to get a guy like that. But, I mean... Hell yeah. Hell yeah. If you could go yeah. get a player like that next year, yes. And I also want to say, like, when a team decides that they're going to decline the fifth-year option, sometimes it means that that, that player is available. Mm-hmm. I don't think that means that necessarily in it's this case. It's a lot. I feel like this is I, a Yeah, he, I think they're protecting play. themselves. They want him to play, but I do think he's a big part of what they want to do. They have the same coach, Ron Rivera, though. It's not like they made a coaching yeah. change. So I don't think he's available right now. So to get him... He's an unrestricted free agent, and you have to win a major bidding war. Do we I don't. Uh, pick yeah. is in for Seattle. Do yeah, we know who yeah, it is? Yeah, we do. So it's I Devin do. Witherspoon. Uh, and I told you their oh. board was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Witherspoon. See, I like See, Witherspoon. I knew a cornerback. Yeah. I knew they would take a cornerback. <laughs> okay. I told you. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, wow. Fifth overall. I, I mean, I think when, at least when I first got into the process, whatever it was, January, he was like second, third down the board, and he's just shot up to the point now where, where he's the fifth overall pick. Super aggressive, super yeah. physical. Maybe too much, though. So, he's a dog. Yeah. D-A-W-G. I dog. Love how, I love how you're spelling everything out Do you for write us. that in chalk? Because well, a, a dog D-O-G has a very different connotation for an athlete. He is an True. absolute baller. True. Around the ball all the time. Tackles like a linebacker. Plays the football better than anybody in this draft. But he's inconsistent at the line of scrimmage in press man. Like, I don't think he's as good of a lockdown cover guy as people uh, maybe think at this point. But... That's a guy that's always around the football-making plays. I I thought Evan and I had a good conversation at some point in the process where I looked at you and I was like, let's talk about Devin Witherspoon. Because I was kind of torn on him because on one hand, I'm like, this seems like such a Patriots guy. He's so physical. He can play inside. He can play outside. And, and, you know, we were both kind of gravitating towards the outside guys. But there were a lot of things about him that just said, this guy seems like a Patriots kind of guy to me. 
but he's I, not going to make. I it like him. I think of him more as a slot guy yeah. than maybe some yep. others do. But I, I think he's a good player. Oh yeah. And, and I, I, the reason why I really had him on the radar, I know you guys did too, is because of the Illinois thing with Brett Bielema. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, so I, I just felt like he was a guy. And when Fred got all excited about it, I wanted to take it back because I figured Fred <laughs> was looking at our lads or something and whatever. But uh, I, I, yeah. I think that he was in. Pl- I think that's a guy that if he started, and we said between five and ten for him. If he made it closer to 10, I think the Patriots might have been interested in moving yeah. up because I think there's that connection with a guy that they trust in Brett Bielema that they would have known that they, they could have used him. Yeah. All right, the Lions are next up. NFL draft. I think they just got the their guy so Devin Witherspoon, quarterback, Illinois. Are the Lions in love with Jared Goff? Do they... No, I, it, no, they're in like with them. But okay. it was it was funny listening enough, to Dan Campbell enough to not take Will Levis. I don't think they'll take Will Levis. No, okay. I think I, they got to take a no. defensive play. That's a wretched defense. Yeah. At the owners' meeting, Dan Campbell was hanging around his table. He, it was just he was very supportive of Jared Goff. Now, of course, that could be nothing, um, but I just imagine. I mean, look, they're starting to stack some talent. I, mean, I know Jamison Williams just got suspended, but you know, with Aiden Hutchinson, well, you've they, got. Didn't they have more than one player? Get there suspended? were there were a few. He yeah. was the he was the big one. Uh, I know everyone was so excited to you know see him come off his injury and he got a little bit, he got his feet wet last year but uh, you know some interesting things going on there in Detroit with, with you know if they had a couple pieces Amon Ross St Brown's a really good player uh, they they have some pieces so they're gonna get they're gonna add another talented guy right now I just wonder if it's gonna be Tyree Wilson and, and they're gonna get those two kind of bookend edges and really cause some problems I'm, I'm just I'm thinking Jalen Carter only because they brought him in and and interviewed him and said they they felt a lot better about him and his off-the-field issue, so I'm wondering if they're willing to take the risk because they feel like they've gotten a better feel for him. It's just such an interesting thing with a guy like Dan Campbell. Like, I just, his personality, which I kind of, has grown on me. Like, I think he's authentic. We talked to, what, Danny from the Lions. We Uh talked to her for a while about, you know, how much they love him there. But uh, I I just, that's a mix I wonder about. Like, I I like his, but are you sure that that's the guy to put somebody who might have some issues and needs to be on the straight and narrow under? I'm not so sure, but they're going to take a shot at him. I I think you got to take Christian Gonzalez here. That secondary is wretched. Gonzalez makes sense. Yeah. Got a piece. I, I think Carter makes yeah. sense, and yeah. I, I think uh, yeah. you know, Wilson. Tyree Wilson makes sense. I think they need to get a, an impact defensive player for it's sure. Just, you know what it is? It's hard for me now how I look at the Patriots with needing playmaker, impact players at those key positions, and when I look at the Lions, I say, all right, well, they got Amon Ross St. Brown, they got Jamison Williams, they got the edge rusher. Apparently they're happy with the quarterback. I think you're right. Like, Gonzalez, you plug him in. Yeah. It's, it's it's another big piece that you need to lock down those top receivers around the league. So we're not the only ones that felt the way we did about Witherspoon, by the way. Phil Perry, who's the guy who does a lot of the same stuff that you and, you and Evan did, Mike. Yep. You know, like really looking at Patriots-type fits. Best player in the draft for the Patriots, in my opinion, on-field need, culture fit, would have been a guy worth trading up for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phil just uh, tweeted out a little while ago. And I think we all would sort of say, yeah, we saw those same kind of traits. I'm not. What? No, it just was. I'm like, not well, terribly disappointed that they didn't do it, but no, I, I do not think. All the way up to five I think if he was available, like eight, nine, yeah. seven, you know, with the Raiders, eight, nine in that area, slide up a handful of picks. Yeah, probably not I, a huge price to pay. Yeah, I just remember uh, turning. I, I just pulled it up. It was back in February. Was when I watched his film first, and the first tape I turned on, I was like trying to. You always try to find the guy on the film. It didn't take me very long to find which one was Devin Witherspoon. Lit somebody up. <laughs> like, I was just like, that's the guy I'm supposed to be watching yeah. right there, right? And uh, sure enough, it was. And he just, he is absolutely shot out of, plays with his hair on fire. I, I just, I love his tape. But he's a little smaller. So I, I wonder if for the Patriots, 
another 5'11 corner? Like, is that really right. That's what the they need him. to add to the room? I, I think he really yeah. is a slot guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. you know, I know they tried it, I, with Jonathan Jones on the outside last year. Like, you just, sometimes you just have to get a guy that has a little bit more length. Although I do I think he has, I mean, I don't know what his yeah. arms, just watching him, like, in that stance right there when they were showing his highlight, his arms are pretty long. Yeah. Like, I think he, I wouldn't be surprised that he makes a lot of plays on the ball with good ball skills because of that. Yeah, five eleven and a half. They list him at. Like, yeah. not. It's not like he's tiny. No, no. But, but it, it's enough that I could have pictured them saying, "He'll be okay. We'll yeah. get him on the well, outside." He's he definitely plays the way one we of like. those guys that you know. Maybe he's not covering right. like a T. Higgins, but he can cover guys like Z receivers that travel inside and outside. You know, in this division, he would have been on Stephon Diggs, right? Like that's the type of guy that I think he can cover, even if he's not in the slot full time. I don't think he's a nickel. I think he can play inside or outside. So well, we got it. We got it going now. Another trade. another trade. Arizona moving back up oh, back. from okay. twelve to six, uh, trading with Detroit. Now so. I saw something this week. I think they were saying that Kyler Murray has been vocal about his uh, want of offensive linemen. So I, I just I wonder if they're going to make yeah, a move. They, that was the connection yeah. was Paris Johnson, but maybe it, if they feel good about Jalen Carter's off field, maybe they just felt like they. They had to go for the talent at this point and, and draft Jalen Carter. So the Cardinals moving up to six. Detroit moving back. Yeah, they get 12 and 34. So Detroit will now pick a couple before. So the who's um, getting all this info? So it just took everybody. Uh, everybody. Really? Yeah, yeah Shef- comes Schefter, Pelissero, Rappaport, Garofalo. So, yeah. like, all, uh, what do you like Yates. to call them? The big JJs? Big Jays. The big Jays. So, all know, the big Jays. It's interesting, though. Like, the league really wants to make this a TV event, yet they can't keep the news from <laughs> leaking out. No. It's in, like, why I, is I that? I think the TV, it's too long on TV. Like, the picks need to be quicker. Well, Breer yeah. is the one that's actually, that I see that's actually tipping the pick itself. Yeah, Breer, Breer's doing that, too. He's, yeah. he's involved in this. All, all the trades are. are the big J's are, yeah. are getting all the trades. And, the, like, the it's, like, J's. the commercials, yeah. like, the interviews. It's just all taking a long time, honestly. Um, let's see. Josh in Dallas writes in, Deuce kept likening picking an OT as replacing tires on a car. Recently, I've seen Edge as a sneaky need because of Judon and Uche's contract. I feel like the immediate holes are a bigger need. To go mm-hmm. along with Deuce's analogy, picking Edge would be, like, changing your oil yeah. before the light comes on <laughs> when your dashboard yeah. is lit up with uh, other warnings. It's, it's different, I though. Like I'm going to defend you, right, Deuce. Right, because, yeah. I mean, I agree. Yeah. There's no, I don't think there's a big argument no. to be made that an edge but isn't as big a need. there's sexy about oh, right. nothing sexy about it's oil a different, changes. Yes. <laughs> but it's also just, I know everybody loves Josh Uche, yeah. but I keep wanting to remind people, Uche was only on the field 40% of the time last year. They view Uche as a situational player. Yep. He's a situational pass rusher that's going to come on a, on oh, third down, boy. and he's going to get to the quarterback. If they can get one of these edge guys that can play on all three downs, you can still put Uche on the field on third down, and you move him around, and you figure it out. So. Uh, from the look on Paul's face, the, you know the pick for the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, offensive tackle, Paris Johnson. We, okay. Aww. You know, so... That's what I, I expected. Yeah. But he, the reason why I'm upset about it is generally when that kind of thing happens, tackles. it could be a run. Here's the run on tackles. Yeah. yeah. So, well, could be. You Gonzalez know what this is all too. starting to shape up as? Trade, trade down. down. Trade down. There's yeah. a lot of question marks about this tackle class outside of Paris Johnson, though. So I, I don't know how many teams are going to be super eager 
Broderick Jones, 19 starts in college, pretty raw prospect. There's also some stuff that's come out about his football character, as they like to say this time Foot, of year. Football character. How much is he buying in? How much does he love it? How you know? How much time does he spend in the yeah, building? You know, like, like those types of things. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. What does everyone project Skoronsky as? A guard or a tackle? He's a he's a guard. He's yeah. a guard. I wish he was a tackle. I mean, a guard. okay. But I, I wouldn't be surprised to see team give him a chance at tackle. You know, see how it works. I let him fill yeah. a tackle first, but but the fact that. He'd probably be a guard. Is he going to drop because of that? Maybe a little bit. I think that a team like Chicago, he just makes your line better as a whole. Yeah. I think it's kind of like Quentin Nelson a couple years ago for the Colts. So a team like Chicago could still take him and think, all right, you know, now we still our line is going to be better. I, you know, Dante Scarnecchi always talks about the, the middle of your line is the depth of the pocket. Paris Johnson Jr. That's the Cardinals selection. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, he was one of the guys at the combine that just, you know, the, you know those old linemen, Paul, we always used to like there that just step off and you're like, oh boy, this is a big, guy from Georgia, big that guy. Uh, it really made me feel inadequate. Looked the part. Looked the part. Absolutely. First guy off the bus. He's uh, we're watching him dap everybody All right. up. He's Guess excited. who's up? The Raiders. Raiders so, are just. They got it. I'd be shocked if this is not Christian Gonzalez to the Raiders because they were all over both corners, Witherspoon and Gonzalez. Oh, and Josh. Now they had Gonzalez fall to his lap. Don't do it. Maybe they can lateral him to us. What do you uh, let's oh, see. Darwin God. writes in, I have a feeling we are going OT first, but, man, what a night it'd be if we took Bijan Robinson. I know <laughs> oh, that wow. isn't the popular pick, but with Stevens, I think it would take the pressure off Mac. That's what you were saying, Tamara. Mm -hmm. With the addition of Juju and Gasicki, I think we may wait. We may wait on pass catchers. Uh, so okay. I will say yeah. another thing about Bijan is his ability to be a pass catcher. I think that he's yeah. not just a great running back. He also has that ability to catch the ball. And so I think that if you have the opportunity to draft him, and, and I understand it's not a need, I think it still could have help Mac Jones in this offense either way. I mean, there's. A, I mean, I, I can there's picture no a world where it. you have there isn't. no. There isn't. But let's let's play no. on that yeah. side of the street for a second. But just if you had, and look, this is going to totally make Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong, like, yep. meaningless. But, yep. you know, to have two, two running backs, like Ronda can catch it too, that, you know, give you that versatility. I mean, there's, there's something there, at least on an offense, where, hey, we can plug either, either one of these guys out there on any three downs. You know who are and good pass catchers? Wide receivers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Touché. Speaking of that. That was funny. Speaking like that. of that, what are, what are the odds? We haven't really talked about this. Like, the tight ends. Yeah. Tight ends. This is a deep class for them. I, and it is. The, that's, and the Patriots could use one. But with that's why they might inspiring. not take it in the first round because it is so deep. Yeah. You're going to get a good one in the second if if you really want. One. I think there's yeah. going to be a couple of runs on those in the first, late first, early mid second. You know, like throughout the draft, I think you're going to have little pockets of like two, three tight ends just pop, pop, pop. You know, going quick. Yeah. As guys try to get guys they like. Uh, I would I would love to get Mayor, but, but it's probably not happening. <laughs> He's good. Notre Dame. <laughs> it's probably not happening. You're from Notre Dame. Uh, Christian the Cuban writes in, am I the only person who doesn't want an O-lineman or defensive player in the first round? We need offensive yeah. weapons. Get a wide receiver with the 14th pick. The to question is who? Right. Well, to if there was fair, a wide receiver that jumped off the page at 14, I'd be in favor. Yes. Right. I don't think there is. That's no. the problem with the wide receiver classes. And year. then also, for this weapon, Mac Jones needs to be able to get the ball to this weapon. So we, uh, need, we need a better line. I, well, that's people true. It starts in the trenches. And email in, if you want a wide receiver, you need to put a name to the claim. All right? right. Oh. Because there, 
if you Shock want to, if you want a <laughs> wide that, receiver, that's not the right use. Of I think that's <laughs> right, Fred. I, that sounded good to me. I like that. Chalk it because if Shock you want a wide receiver, I need to hear who because in this draft there isn't a consensus slam dunk yeah. wide receiver besides maybe Jackson Smith and Jigba, but even him. Doesn't run very well. Not a fast. Not a burner. Like I, there's flaws in all these guys, and I think that that's the problem with the receiver position. You, I, I love that. That's an evanism right there. Name to the claim. There you go. I, I, we get this all the time. People call in, email in, wide receiver, wide receiver. Okay, but there isn't. There's no Devonte Smith in this draft. There's mm-hmm. no Jamar Chase in this draft. Waddle. There's no Waddle. There's no Lamb. There's no Je- Justin Jefferson. So I, who do you want? You know, I, I, it's just a tough spot to be in for the Patriots. Justin Jefferson. Jefferson went twenty second. That's that's the problem with this draft. It was eighteen. It was twenty second. Twenty was twenty somewhere in the twenties, right? Like right. There's no. The problem with this draft is is that Jackson Smith and Jigba should really be like at the twentieth overall pick in the draft, but there's no elite tier of receiver to push him down the board. So now he's going to be the first receiver off the board when really he should have been like the fourth or fifth receiver off the board. Or he could be the first receiver off the board at 20 where he should be going. It's an interesting question because yeah. last year the quarterbacks, the yeah. league did adjust to the quarterbacks not being as as good. And, right. Uh, you know, Kenny Pickett went in the first round of the Steelers, but then like Malik Willis fell all the way to day mm-hmm. three, went after Bailey Zappi, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And so they... They did adjust. Yeah. That it wasn't a good quarterback class. So we'll see with the receivers. Um, let's see. Kyle Wright said, what's up? Love the podcast. Miss Alex, I don't know where she's been recently. Uh, she's busy. She's been busy. I also love Evan's idea from last week about trading Uche in a first-round pick to Denver for another second and Jerry Judy. That way we could have a great receiver and get more capital. This is my first time emailing, and I hope you guys have a great night. Nice. Thank you, Kyle. I like that. I like that. You do, huh? Yeah, my I was the trade Uche was just, just to, up here though. So just to outline, it was a second and Uche for Judy, and then the Patriots at fourteen would take the best edge rusher available to then replace Josh Uche. So you have the rookie coming at the edge rusher spot. You get Jerry Judy. That that was the idea. Uh, Colleen writes in. Um, I was reading how Justin Jefferson was expected to be strictly slot in the twenty twenty draft, and he's much more versatile than that. JSN and JJ are both six one and around 200 pounds, but Justin Jefferson has longer arms. Is that the only reason JSA can, JSN can't move outside? Really? No, Justin Jefferson's much faster. It's, are they really that comparable size? I feel like, mm. really? Yeah, they're pretty size comparable, but uh, JSN at his pro day ran like a 4.53. Justin Jefferson at the combine ran in the 4.4s. So we're talking about a guy that's at least a tenth of a second slower than Justin Jefferson, which is a big difference if you're going to be vertical on the outside. 6'1", yeah. Mm. He just seems taller to me. I don't know. Um, Let's see. John in L.A. says this team is so bereft of blue-chip players that it would be wise for Bill to stop buying into the philosophy of not collecting talent building a team. Given the disastrous overall results of the last almost decade of drafts, at this point the Patriots need to collect talent, trade one of the forts to move up a couple spots, to get one of the elite players available at cornerback or left tackle or wide receiver. Let's go. Okay. Uh, so Breer tripped this one, too. Uh, they're going Tyree Wilson. The, the Raiders are going to take the, the defensive end, Tyree Wilson. The Raiders take Tyree Wilson. Okay. So you got Max Crosby, obviously, Chandler Jones. <laughs> Chandler Jones. Uh, oh, time. <laughs> How he signed a big deal too, didn't he? Like he's not going. Anywhere. I'm I mean, surprised by uh, this pick. I'm not gonna lie. I don't yeah. think it was a. Yeah, you know, I don't. I, don't I mean, I don't think it was a huge Patriots game, notwithstanding, of course. 
So season. you're surprised by the pick, Evan? I, yeah, I am a little bit. I, I thought they would go corner. I mean, they have Max Crosby and Chandler Jones already. Max Crosby's their best player, one of the best players in the league. I guess you're adding a strength on a strength, but I don't know. That secondary, I think Duke Shelley's a starting corner. Maybe in that you see a Chandler right Jones now. trade tomorrow. Maybe. I just Their, their cornerback room is, is really razor thin. Uh, they, they need some help back there, so we'll see what they do. Um, do you consider Jalen Carter a drop so far, or is this because of the Well, it's definitely because stuff. of the off-field yeah. thing, yeah. but yeah. We, you're getting I, – I saw someone tweeted that, you know, we officially on the, the Carter fall, uh, Carter drop watch right now, yeah, and you're probably close. in that – yeah, you're probably right yeah. in that, that area. Uh, we're on the eighth pick now. Um, the pick is in for the Raiders. Uh, the Falcons – uh, will be on the clock once they officially announce this pick so, for the Raiders. The Falcons could be a Will Levis, but I, I personally, and not that I would say I'm all set at quarterback with Desmond Ritter, but I do think after seeing some signs of him last year that I might not be devastated. The Las Vegas Raiders select Tyree Wilson, defensive end, Texas Tech. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be devastated if I were the Falcons and I had to go into the season and give him a shot well, to I, see if he could play. Now, yeah. I, again, I'm not saying I'm set at quarterback. I have Desmond Ritter, but mm -hmm. I, I do think there is some intriguing skill set there with that kid. I, I'm if I'm the, I'm all set on quarterbacks now for the Falcons. Like Will Levis is not the answer for them. I don't think if Anthony Richardson had fallen to this spot, different, different then story. that's a different conversation. But with Levis being the pick. I mean, maybe if you really, really feel like you need to make a move for a quarterback, you come back up in the end of the first round for Hennon Hooker. Like, that that might be the move mm. for them. And then Ritter's there anyways for the year that Hooker might need off. And, exactly. and you go from there. But I don't think that you make Will Levis the pick here. So so let's look at this. So you don't think the Falcons, the Bears aren't going to take a quarterback. Nope. The Eagles aren't going to take a quarterback. Mm -hmm. The Titans could, mm -hmm. you know. I think they will. Yeah. You think they will. Yeah. yeah. So you think Levis will go on the 11th pick? Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm also not ruling out, in, uh, obviously I will rule out Philadelphia, but who was the other one you said before that? Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I wouldn't rule out Chicago. Really? No. Oh, come on. I wouldn't rule it out is don't, all I'm saying. Don't you think that they kind of. I would I would be in on Justin Fields. Yeah. Why would they have traded but they the don't win one it, pick they don't they win any games? Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? They don't win any games. I, I don't think they'll take them. I, yeah. I agree with Evan. He's making... The, the, the cogent point. I'm just saying I, I wouldn't rule it out. That's all. Uh -huh. All right. That would be a shocker. Yeah. Well, Tyree Wilson looks the part of Vegas uh, with uh, this flowery suit he's got on, but he's a big, scary dude. <laughs> Long, yeah. And Long the exclamation point's yeah. a good one. The answer him. to your question would be because they acquired a lot of picks and didn't think they were going to take a quarterback, but Fell one's in falling lap. in their lap. I don't think they'll do it. Yeah. I don't think they'll do it. Tyree Wilson was a fun player to watch. He is like just the Hulk on a football field just absolutely has long arms strong hands speed to power rusher bull rusher can press at the line of scrimmage and hold the gap against the run I think the big question mark with him and why he kind of fell a little bit is he's not like that first step explosive bendy edge rusher type like a Josh Uche much more of a power you know go right through people and in the NFL, you're playing a lot of grown men. <laughs> now you're not playing college kids where you can just push, you know, freshman 18-year-olds around uh, like they're rag dolls. You're not going to do that to guys in the NFL. So it'll be interesting to see how it translates. I, I think you in your last mock, you had him dropping or, or yeah, up a little bit. Yeah, it was bit. close, but got to seven. I, I mean, he's, he seemed like a Patriots kind of guy to me. Yeah. Like this, this, I understand what Josh and 
uh, Dave Ziegler, seeing him. You know, I just I get to the point though, and I've made this point a hundred different times with the Patriots. Pretty good pass rush last year, but you know, without that top flight corner, you, you just wonder if that. I, I've always kind of subscribed to like if you've got enough pass rush, it'll make up for crappy coverage. But I, I think you really need one of those guys, one of those elite guys to match up now. All right, we'll take a quick break, pay some bills. Uh, maybe I'll just check out some of the food offerings here, and we'll be right back. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Mew's Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. 
That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering, and then whammo! Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zell? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. This is the 2023 Patriots Unfiltered Draft Show. Unfiltered Draft Show. We are live from the Patriots Draft Party. Audio only, sorry about that. We were video until 8.30. Uh, but right now, the Falcons are announcing their pick. Let's go to the stage. In the 2023 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Bijan Robinson. Oh, anyone surprised? Thank goodness. I, I'm a little bit surprised, but I, I'm, I think we all feel a little relief. <laughs> I, Thank goodness. I, I, I like it. Yeah. I, I think it's – you guys all talked about how good he is as a player, so yeah. I'm not going to go over that again. But just it's a team that really doesn't have the quarterback. We talked about it a little bit before the break about, you know, Will Levis is probably not the guy that you're going to say, well, we're all set at quarterback. We're going to take him here. So you have Desmond Ritter. you got to get him some help. they got a first-round draft pick at wide receiver in Drake London. They had a young running back last year that was fairly productive, uh, the kid uh, Al- Algier. Al, yeah, uh, Tyler, Tyler Algier. Yeah, Algier. Yeah. Um, now you get this versatile guy who a lot of people think is the best player, overall player in the draft. So you you have some uncertainty at quarterback. You've got to put some stuff around him to see if you can help him. Yeah, I, I don't I don't hate the move. I know some people yeah. on Twitter are sort of scratching Atlanta. their head a little bit. Yeah. Oh, oh no no, I'm not talking about for you, the Patriots. Thank I know. you Atlanta <laughs> for saving Bill Belichick from himself. <laughs> ah. Because if Bijan Robinson was there at 14. I don't think Bill could have passed him up, and I am just glad Atlanta did it for him yeah. so that they don't well, have to Well, a lot of people said that it. this was going to test what the value of running backs are in the draft. Is it, has it dropped to the point where a guy of this talent wouldn't be drafted in the top ten? But he was. He, he was. was. He, he was, was drafted and, number eight. And, so, I, and now we so have a apparently trade ready. Some yeah. people still like running backs, Paul. Um, yeah. so, so there's a trade. So the Eagles have traded up one spot, and I Why think the speculation, no one's reported it yet, but... It seems like Jalen Carter, I don't which like is running backs, but a noble, another absolute terror for their defensive line. So, I mean, it's just if that's, if that's who the like NFC champions a, get right yeah. now, it's, oh, man, it's a, that's a problem for the NFC. It seems East. like there was a bidding war there for nine for yeah. to move up because they move at one spot. So, obviously, they felt like somebody else was trying to leapfrog them to get them, and right. they, they moved up to one spot. But Howie Roseman does it right, man. He just goes out, and he just gets – premium talent and he gets great value for his picks it's just great players at, at positions that are factors at your in your roster right you know wide receivers pass interior pass rushers like they just don't mess, mess around in philly i love how they have the they, they, they haven't even done it yet and we're yeah. all just feel like it's inevitable yeah. that it's yeah. gonna get, be Jalen get talent and worry about how you you work it all together later yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. worked for them uh, so the Eagles are sitting at nine uh, because of the trade. 
interesting. So I mean, a lot we of people think, think it's Carter. Jalen Carter. But, I mean, I haven't seen anybody uh, say anything other than than that. I mean, what more? What, what else do they really need? I mean, <coughs> cornerback maybe, but I don't I've know. seen it a few times now confirmed. So. Yeah, now I mean, now I, I have seen a couple now. I yeah. saw Joe Banner just said they they get they get Carter. So of the people remaining, Christian Gonzalez is still there. Yeah, any I, chance? I, I refuse to any believe. Chance? I refuse to believe. He's At this gonna, point, you have to yeah. start to think about. I think a couple guys, uh, Christian Gonzalez, obviously being one. Jackson Smith and Jigba is still there too. Yep. And, and I'm starting to really think about that as well. If I'm the Patriots, those two guys. If you really like either one of those guys, the price for trading up has not been exorbitant yet. So may, maybe you go up and get one of those guys. Yeah. So you would take JSN over Zay Flowers. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Just because of the size? Just a better player, I think, overall. I, I think he's got a little bit more of that jitterbug quickness at the top of the route, a little bit more precise with his routes. I, I just like him a be- as a better player. I think the league does, too. I don't know, man. I was, I've was i been watching all day, and uh, oh God, oh a guy God. who was uh, tied to the Patriots, Scott Pioli, was just all over Zay Flowers. Yeah. You know how much I love Zay Flowers, but I'm not going to kid myself and let the – let the you know the those rose colored glasses for Zay just because he was nice to me at the Shrine Bowl come into is that why you like it? I thought uh, you actually it, uh, watched his tape. Oh no, <laughs> so, but, plenty of tape of that guy. But I, I just would say that with JSN, like, he is just so far and away the consensus wide receiver one in this draft in the league and in the media that I, I have to listen to other people. Uh, the pick is one. in for Eagles. Paul, you got a tip? The for, Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Jay, we do. Oh, oh Jalen Carter. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, uh, so we thought the that they would, but is that official? No, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, like, oh. All, all the people were saying that, that that was the pick, yeah. yeah oh, oh, okay, all right, all right. The, so that's that's in there, okay. I misunderstood. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, misunderstood. I just didn't want you to try to set me up as the Mayock where I'm saying, well, I think they might go Carter no, when, I when I know they already made the pick. I thought people were guessing that they were going <laughs> to no, pick no. that. Okay, so Jalen Carter to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. That puts the Chicago Bears on the clock at 10. It's just, it's funny Paul to me, Paul thinks they're going to take a quarterback. I do not. I, <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like, who are, they, who, are they, who are they going against to get this pick? Because all they did was move up and, and, and a fourth rounder. Like, right. so, like, it just seems they like, probably like had what if fear it turns that out it was us? <laughs> they, they probably had a fear that someone was going to trade oh, up oh, with Chicago. Yeah. yeah. But, but the I, Patriots I did that one year really with Ty Warren. Team, you know? The Patriots moved up one spot in the, in the first round for, I think, from 14 to 13 yeah, they got, to they get yep. Ty Warren. They got yep. word that somebody wanted him. Yeah. And, you know, but, so well, that's, that, that was my spooked. question, though. Do you, think, do you think that that was based on we're going to trade up one spot in case they're talking to somebody? Or if you call the Bears or you're like, so are you talking to anybody else? Do the Bears play coy? And are they like, maybe? Or you know, or the Bears like, look, we've got an offer in hand. Come with your best offer. You know, I just I love that kind of well, like, you know. And I wonder, like, I wonder if like even earlier you call up and say, hey, listen, we're going to take this guy, you know, you're not interested, and we are. Would you let us know if somebody else was yeah. interested? You know, would you do that? I wonder if that goes on. I think it depends on your relationship, maybe with yeah. the team. Like if you're, like if you're, if you're Mac Rowe calling, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know what's his name? Nick, Dave, Dave, Dave Ziegler, Ziegler, and you know, like, like that one might be a little bit more upfront than if you're trying well, to move. Plus, these guys, that, like in in the. Uh, you know, in personnel departments, the scouts, they change teams a lot. Yeah. And, you know, you might have a guy just say, hey, just so you know, Bowls. I know you guys, I know you you work for Philly, and I know you wanted Jalen Carter. We're getting calls on on people wanting to move up for Carter. So, yeah. yeah. The Eagles, Devontae Smith, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter. 
in the last three drafts. That's how you draft. Defensive tackle, Georgia. Georgia. Uh, and the Bears pick is in. Oh, uh, wow. I love this. Offensive tackle, Darnell Wright. Okay. Wow, that's really high. Very so early. So you yeah. still have uh, Broderick, Broderick Jones. Jones and Peter Skaronsky. Yep. yep. I, you I'm know, not, you're at yep. 11, 12, 13. There's only three more picks. See, now that, that, so that's an interesting one to me because I think, you know, I know he's got a little bit, of, a little on the left, but, I mean, it feels like he's going to be a right tackle. And, we, you know, we talked yeah. about that on the show of, like, is it too high to take a right tackle in the top ten? Clearly, they don't They don't think so. I mean, especially well, that's with yeah. Skaronsky, who's played left tackle, and, and Broderick Jones, who, I think that know. clearly they viewed Skaronsky as a guard. So he was off their board from that perspective. And I think Broderick Jones, I mentioned it earlier, some of the football character concerns are out there now, and maybe that didn't, clean, you know, didn't check out for Chicago. So yeah. if the Patriots want a cornerback, Right now, Gonzalez is still on the board, right. and Joey Porter Jr. is still on the board. And Deontay yeah. Banks from Maryland. And Banks. And, and Banks. So there's a good chance they might get one if they want a cornerback, you know? I really, right, but that's yeah. not the way to look at it. No, I— Because but, there's, a, but, there's prop for them. There might be only one they like. Right. And for all we know, that was Witherspoon. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. Well, I right. told you that it was. That, that's my whole—but <laughs> yeah. that's my whole theory, Fred, about they're all—it's never the same. Yeah. Like, you can say— well, we're going to get one of any of these three guys because we yeah. like them all. Right. No, you don't. There's they always don't. one of them they like. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the way it usually turns out. But, you know, best on the board is. Uh, I will say for Chicago, that offense, and you know me, I'm not a huge, like, you, you got to have a good offensive line. You know me. That was one of the worst offensive lines I ever saw. Yeah. yeah. Like, the way the way that team played, they needed. I would have taken Skaronsky. Not caring if he couldn't yeah. play tackle, just because yeah. I think yeah. he's a better player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they won. I think he's a better player too. Darnell Wright got a lot of buzz in after the season. The Will in, Anderson the, thing the, too, they, right? Yeah. Will Anderson at the combine, the, the Senior Bowl, he was excellent in Mobile, and then people I think went back after Will Anderson mentioned that and looked at him against top competition. Uh, guys like Will Anderson, B.J. Ojolari with LSU, uh, Miles Murphy at Clemson, and he was just excellent against all of those guys. So really good against top competition, really good at the Senior Bowl. Those are NFL guys that he's going up against in the SEC and he was able to block all of them. So I can understand why they really liked him. I, I just am curious as to why Broderick Jones is not not going up there uh, and getting the hat right now because it's a, it's an interesting thing with him. If he's got football character issues, then I think he's probably off the the Patriots board too, honestly. So let's see where this goes. All right. So um, we got Tennessee, right? Uh, Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Right. Tennessee. We're going to need you to listen. What? <laughs> Tennessee picked Darnell Wright. Evan just talked about <laughs> Darnell Wright for about <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> Who did Chicago take? Darnell Wright. <laughs> I thought you said Tennessee picked Darnell. No, Tennessee's up now. Oh, okay. All right. That's All right. the biz, folks. <laughs> this is when we need to. You guys always want everything on camera, and I always say, why do you want it on camera? Who cares what we look so like? This is that needed to be on camera. <laughs> All right, so Tennessee's up at 11. That was so good. <laughs> Tennessee's up at 11. Then so, yes, Will Levis? if it's not Will Levis here, then he is officially the guy who falls yeah. way for Because this is about where everybody had the four quarterbacks. The, the last one was Tennessee, right. right? Right. And you saw, I mean, you've seen two other teams in their division go and take quarterbacks now. Do they want to, you know, go into this with, with Ryan Tannehill? 
Well, yeah. I mean, they. Jeff, I don't want to upset you, but the Celtics have allowed 62 in the first half. Ain't over yet. I can't even think. <laughs> They're probably going to win the game, but just, it's not exactly the. Uh, I just. The defensive stand the, you were hoping the, for. The well, TD just Garden the, the intensity. Like, like you figured right they were embarrassed what right happened the other night, no. and they would blow doors off tonight. It's 62 to 60. Wow. What are we doing? Where are my apps? What are we doing? Oh. We're going to get that Bruins apps? game on tomorrow night down in the studio, if you know, know what I'm saying. Oh, you don't want that. Because <laughs> I'll completely check ball. out. Yeah. I care about that team. <laughs> Have the Bears picked? <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. I meant in comparison to the Celtics, by the way. Thank you. Before someone goes nuts. Thank you for clarifying. Like, I want the Celtics to win, but it's not going to end my life. The Bruins losing after that season, that'd be a tough one to swallow. Uh, let's see. Alex in Englewood, New Jersey. I'll please Evan and give a name to the claim, JSN or Flowers. Oh. As a BC supporter, I'm biased to Flowers, but I'll gladly take either one. Yeah. So. I, mean, those, I think Evan already I mean, is on record th- with this. Do you this. think, Evan, that, uh, that, that Flowers might have a, a better ceiling than than JSN though, once they get into the pros, and, and maybe it's, I, I, I just yeah. what I can't get away with maybe. with JSN is I just didn't see a burst from him, and that was just the only thing that troubled me about him was just when he would run the ball in the open field, it was just there was never so, that like boom. There's no, there's yeah, the open field, he's not going to rack up yak yards like Zay Flowers potentially could or hit that slant for 60 yards to the house. That's not going to be his game, but I do wonder. He's so crafty and he's so good at pacing out his routes. How much of it was that he doesn't have a gear that maybe can reach a top speed to he really was just setting guys up and sort of, you know, he's yeah. just that that craftiness about his game, I think, is kind of hard for the naked eye to really see how fast he, he truly is if he just opens it up and goes because he knows that the better way, you don't want to run 100 miles per hour all the time as a receiver. you got to set people up. Yeah. Uh, David in Bethlehem says the 2023 draft doesn't, have much star power. Do you think that COVID interrupted college college players' coaching and development? Does this mean that teams will have more trouble? The Chicago Bears select Darnell Wright. So the Bears have taken Darnell Wright. Uh, Does this mean that the teams will have more trouble than usual picking good talent? Does this mean that the Patriots can pick up some good ones and coach them up? Does Tamara have any thoughts about aesthetically pleasing tight ends? (laughs) Oh, I that's do. Claire Cooper's. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, Claire. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I would just say, like, don't confuse, like, COVID and lack of development for talent. Mm-hmm. That's like undeveloped. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I just think like I just think that year to year, the talent evaluators, for whatever reason, don't feel like there's as much high-end talent in this draft. I believe that all drafts have talent, and there'll yep. be probably the same amount of players that turn out to be good players yep. in this draft as any other. I think where people are wondering is. The, whatever the number of all pros that but, a normal draft has, uh, uh, the same amount in this but, draft. But talking about COVID, do you think COVID affected development? Because we were told that a lot of guys stayed in college longer. There were a lot of yeah, fifth well, and sixth-year guys. Right. Shouldn't, did so that, shouldn't that help, so shouldn't that help yeah, their development? More time. No, those, they're guys. But did it stunt the younger guys' development? Behind but them? I don't see why. Yeah. Because they didn't get a chance to play because these other guys but, stayed in school. But they did. They played three years. You're not leaving if you didn't play. I mean... Why would you leave if you didn't get a chance to play? Oh, I, I'm, well, now you don't get that extra. You know, they were allowing players. Right. Guys, they, they have an extra year, too. Oh, they do? Everybody for, did. For now on? Any, anybody that was Forever? On, no. Anybody that was on a roster during the COVID year yeah. could stay an extra year. It's killing sports in general. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You guys Between don't, that and NIL, you guys like don't you care don't about this stuff. I, and I get it because we're not in a really 
college sports oriented area but basketball and hockey hockey is getting destroyed by it because the freshman classes that are getting recruited are getting pushed off and that's why the average like Quinnipiac's average age was like 24 Quinnipiac they're the national yeah, champs. I thought it was Quinnipiac what, what is a Quinnipiac is it yeah I've, I've been uh, pronouncing it wrong Quinnipiac. My cousin goes there. She's really excited. How does she pronounce it? Quinnip- Quinnipiac. Yeah, Quinnipiac. Our last. You said Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. That's what Evan just said. You should dial in. Quinnipiac. Can you say it, please? Quinnipiac. We should Quinnipiac. He said Quinnipiac. I think he's saying something entirely different than you, but this is one of those semantic things. You said Quinnipiac. It's not Saturday, so I'll wait till Saturday. Skaronsky's going to the Titans here. Oh, oh boy! So Will Levis, uh, Skaronski to like the Titans. That's Will like, Levis. A, that's the like a like a like a what Ben Jones replacement like center. That's like such a, a gonna, well, he's not going to play that's center. That's such is a he? great. Well, maybe. That's a Vrabel pick right there. Like I don't care if he's a guard. I don't care if he's a tackle. He's a he's football a good player, player. I'll take him, and I'm going to take him, and we'll figure it out. I thought the Patriots would take him if he was available yeah. for that same reason. Yeah, it's a uh, he's he's the best offensive lineman in the draft. Uh, he just. He doesn't have the body type, but his technically, his hand usage, his footwork, he is as clean of an offensive line prospect as you're going to find. He's just not long enough. All right, so if it, if it stays the way it is, Lions, Packers, Patriots. Oh, my. In that order. <laughs> Lions and Tigers. Well, it's exciting it's if uh, you're the Patriots because right now, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Christian Gonzalez, and Broderick Jones are all still – on the board, so one of those guys is going to be there I, yep. when I mean, you pick. I just, I, I, I refuse to believe Christian Gonzalez is going to make it through these next two picks. But I, 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 I've never seen anything like it where so many people are on board with that pick. Like I'm seeing Andy yeah. tweet about it. Like it, I think everybody gets it with him. Well, it's it's a need and a talent. It's it both. Is, it is, and he, and then like you know, reading up up a little bit even more on him today. He's he's one of their guys. He's one of those head down, quiet. You know, come to work, punch in, punch out. The, the, you know, not really, but the more a Stephon Gilmore type, you know, I'm going to yeah. talk quietly about Absolutely. how good I am rather than wearing the glasses and the chains and tell you how great I am. So I it, I, I'm trying not to get too, too, uh, too amped about that. But He's also one of those guys, too, that I think the reason why I, I really liked him for them is that he can play multiple schemes. And you know yeah. with them that they want to totally. be a game plan defense and change it up every single week. And he's as smooth at, so in smooth. man That's as he the is word. in zone. That's the word. Or they play smooth. match coverage right. in Oregon, too, like the Patriots do. So they, he can do every single type of coverage. So one week, if you want to play quarters because you're playing yeah. Miami and you got to keep everybody in front of you, he can do that. The next week, if you want to get up in people's kitchen and play man-to-man on the line of scrimmage, he can do that. And the that type of versatility. We all thought the Lions were taking them when they were originally I know, on the I clock. think they're taking them now. That's <laughs> Mike, what I'm going to tell Mike myself. Mike is so upset. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm like, well, Tamara's off doing, doing her thing right now, but that's how I feel. I feel like her Jermaine Johnson. Where I'm like, come on. And he'll, he'll be there, and they'll trade down still. That'll, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, Charlie in Virginia says, I haven't watched any college football this year or JSN tape. Tough all I hear <laughs> is people saying JSA is just a slot and it's very slow for a wide receiver. Is he significantly different in terms of offensive impact than Jacoby? Or is he actually a quite good talent and people accentuate the flaws? Apologies if this is a stupid question. It's not a stupid question, but I think he's a much more uh, dangerous kind of player than Jacoby Myers. I mean, I think he has much more athleticism. If the Patriots draft Jackson Smith and Jigba... Go watch the Rose Bowl against Utah from a few years ago when he put up 300 yards in one game. 300 
in one game, and you will not have to feel any sort of doubt about the pick. That's all. Okay. I, there's going to be a few guys on the board that I think most people c would like the Patriots to take, and I think it's just going to be a question if they do. And I'm just waiting patiently for the Lions to break my heart. Yeah. Wow, you are so, uh, so negative. On. You know what? I, Sorry, I, I feel like Eric last flavor. year, I, I, feel, I feel good right now. Like, I, don't, I feel like I'm, I'm numb to the pain. <laughs> so whatever they do, I'm just not going to let it bother uh, me. I think it's like, you know, right before the big crash, you just kind of come to the acceptance. of this. I think the part gonna that's going to be tough for a lot of Patriots fans, just looking at the players that are available, somebody that all of us really like, is going to be there at 14. Right, right. And if they trade down from 14 yep. and yep. Broderick Jones is still there or JSN is still oh, there, yeah. that's going to drive me I can see it. That's I, what happened I to me I can see a trade year. down. I'll be, yeah. I was so excited. Annoyed. I was like, he's there, he's there, he's there. It's working out. And then it didn't happen. Didn't happen. But yeah. I remember, Paul, you were saying that the Colts had pick, uh, one and two picks. Yes. Didn't they have? 1992. Uh -huh. Do you remember, have any guess who the players were? 92. Quentin Coriat? That was oh, one. God. Good, Paul. Excuse me? <laughs> did, you, did you sneeze? Was that a sneeze? Can you give me the school of the other guy? No, but I, I think he was a lineman. Cortez Kennedy? No, that was That's Seattle. He's <laughs> in Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. Steve Entman. Oh, Entman. Steve Entman. If you, if you gave me some time, Ooh, I would have come up card. with yeah, you, I, I had his you football would've. card. Didn't he end up with the Broncos eventually? He was a bust. Yeah. Oh, they didn't do it. They NFL didn't do draft. it. The Tennessee Titans select Peter Skaronski, offensive tackle. Oh I knew that. Northwestern. They might say you'll you'll be all excited about things. the Lions pick. We we know the Lions pick. And second thing, Jeff Howe tweeted out a little bit uh, a few minutes ago uh, that if Will Levis is on the board at 14, the Patriots will not be taking him. Oh boy. This so news. Yeah. it's the Jeff Howest tweet Wait. ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not. We could have probably made it a little more Jeff Howe. <laughs> No, <laughs> not expected to is what he Yeah. <laughs> Although they might. Said. But they could. <laughs> but but they could. could. So I, I believe uh, the Packers are now technically on the clock. Wait, so who are the Lions taking? The Lions, the Lions are taking Jameer, Jameer Gibbs, Gibbs running back from Alabama. Okay, you, you left, you buried Sorry, the lead we, there. Well, we, you no, know, we, 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 we kind of hold well, our breath well, for a second. Well, first of all, you're going to have to repeat it again anyway because in two <laughs> minutes he's going to ask. Who, <laughs> who are we even talking about? Do we have a phone call or <laughs> some interview that you have to do? <laughs> <laughs> so They're just one happy kitty family tonight. <laughs> Jameer so, Gibbs, another running back. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, I think that's an odd pick, not because it's a running back, but just I think their defense is so bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. How do you not adjust the defense? Interesting. Maybe people just don't think uh, that Christian Gonzalez is as good as we think he is. I don't know. You know, what if Green Bay took Will Levis? They can't. I don't know. I've all I've been hearing all week is how, how do you much do they all of Jordan this for Jordan Love, Love and, and then pick a quarterback? Right. How, oh, he really made strides. We did really they do it like for him. Jordan Love or just think, to get Aaron Rodgers the hell out of there? I think Evans JSN is in play for Green Bay. Yeah. And yeah. I don't I have the pick yet. So I, yeah. I, I could I could see tackle or wide receiver just because if they if they do believe in the Jordan Love, then you have to get the pieces around yeah, him that's to a good help point. him be successful. You know, you pick yeah. Meyer it's out of funny but yeah. however what ter what tears me away from them picking a wide receiver is they haven't done that in the first round since two thousand two. So and that's they, why it yeah. leans me towards tackle. They but also picked Christian Watson last year at the top of the second round. Mm -hmm. So they've already used a top 35, yeah. 40 pick and the other guy receiver. Too. What was the other one they grabbed? Uh, uh, oh, R Romeo Dobbs. Mm. Yeah, so the <laughs> two receivers last year. It's a Dobbs, there. I think, was a fourth yeah, I think rounder, so. if I'm 
uh, remembering correctly. So, but this is one scenario that we've played in our heads a, a million times. Christian Gonzalez and Jackson Smith and Jigba are both on the board. Who are you taking? Yeah. I would take Gonzalez. <laughs> Trade down, probably. Trade I would. Down. Oh my God. I would take Gonzalez. I would take uh, Gonzalez. I, I like him. I would take him over Broderick Jones. Yeah, mm. I would too. Because uh, Evan's sort of swaying me against Broderick Jones tonight I, with the, with I, the, I foot, I'm the football character I'm stuff. The but I don't. Is, I also don't so rule out Edge. I, I mean, yeah, I think you know the Van Ness or the Miles Murphy, those kinds of guys. Yeah. Those, those are in That's play. That's a good too. one to bring I'm up. With, I'm with Paul. I'm, I'm with. Christian Gonzalez only because he's ready to go right now to play. That's um, my pick. Yeah. I don't know the what Detroit they're going to do. No, no, I, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I like your pick, Paul. No, I'm running yeah. back Alabama. So I mean, like sometimes be, uh, they're like, oh, you said they oh, were going to no, take it. No, 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 that was who I would take. I, I think, I think, and I, I think back to what Matt Gross said, if you're going to, whoever you pick in the first round, you need to have great conviction about them and they need to be able to come in and play and be great right away. I think Christian Gonzalez fits that versus Broderick Jones is going to need a little bit of work. Christian yeah. Gonzalez is one of those guys too that his his whole family are athletes, mm -hmm. yep. and I think they kind of like that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Like you know, his sisters were track stars. Uh, both of them, I think, went to the Olympics the last cycle on the U.S. track team. So that he Got just has it in his blood, you know, running that ability to run right mm -hmm. anyway, if you're gonna play quarterback in the NFL I, you better be fast and you still fast. have DeAndre Swift too right yeah the I, other guy left Jamal I, Williams I left this is gonna be He's like the surprise pick so far of the first round I think but right. I absolutely love Jameer Gibbs oh I, mean, I think he's a really good phenomenal. player I'm not yeah I, this is where Fred starts making fun of me about my running back um, hatred right but these are both of these guys are really good players yeah he, he is from zero to sixty, he is the fastest running back that I've ever seen on right. film. We're watching I mean, it right just now. Just absolutely Bye. runs away from. What? You mean everybody. that number forty-one guy wasn't equipped to, <laughs> he didn't to even run try. him down? He didn't even try. He's got that like Chris <laughs> Johnson gear yeah, of just like right. foot in the ground and you see it. You see it. Just the yep. peace sign that Tyree killed. Some us. inside linebacker from Kansas State couldn't couldn't keep up with oh, Jameer Gibson's no. space. Can you imagine being so fast. I could just. I, that was something I was never fast. I always wanted to be fast. Just being able to like see ya, flip that gear and just blow away from people out. All right, Green Bay on the clock. There's going to be a good player available for the New England Patriots. There I just, are. I, I mean, I just... How do you trade down? I, how? At, at 21? How do you trade oh. down? <laughs> I just... I don't know how they would if they trade down right now. Christian Gonzalez uh, and JSN. I'm going to take Broderick Jones out of it for now because that something might be going on with him. Yeah. But JSN and Christian Gonzalez, one of those two guys that's going to be on the board for you. Both at premium positions of need for you. Consensus top players in the Stay draft. It, man. Come on, let's go. You're getting how, it. Let's go. How do I know. You not, how do you trade down out <laughs> of that right, pick? Save how? it. Save it. Just I want you to hold that energy for about six more minutes. And then I, we're going to see what happens. I definitely like the idea of Gonzalez. Oh. I've been on this guy, um, yeah. you know, almost as long as you guys have been. Um, I, I just think that that that's a good. That's a that's a need. They need. A guy who can play on the outside, yeah, and, and a rookie, really and a rookie contract too. I mean, the guys that they've had, they play, been paying free agent deals. I mean, I know that you know Revis was here for just a year, and you know Talib was what like franchise for a year, but I mean oh. they paid Gilmore a bunch. I forgot about that. The Jan Olaski just tweeted it out. The Lions also signed David Montgomery. Mm. Like they not only still have Swift, they they, they signed Montgomery. What are we doing? Like. They must view Gibbs as, as like a pass catcher, yeah. like no, an offensive I, I, weapon. I'm sure he is, but I just don't think this that makes guy. a lot of sense. Yeah. I think, you know, we were doing Catch-22 the other day, and Barth just said, 
kind of sick and tired of Stefan Diggs just always being open against the Patriots. <laughs> right, right. And Christian Gonzalez is one of those guys. And I also think Deontay Banks has that type of potential, too, if they end up liking him more. But both of those guys, I think the Patriots are, are going to be on the clock here in a second. But. Okay, so the pick is in for Green Bay. It's Do happening. we know? It's happening. I, not haven't, yet. I haven't seen it. We haven't seen Come it. Come on, Breer. Maybe get on it. Yeah, maybe their moles are better at uh, hiding it. Yeah. They, they got the pick line. <laughs> That's, it's not most. Waiting to see who Green Bay <laughs> takes, and then the Patriots are up on the clock. Yeah. Well, oh, it's you know, Lu- Lucas Van Ness. You never want to be Lucas Van Ness. Good. They did. Really? So the Patriots have been saved from themselves three times in wow. this top thirteen. I love it. They've wow. been saved from me because I want. I like Ness. Lucas Van Ness. I was getting Lucas my, uh, Van Ness, Bijan Robinson, Peter Skaronski off the board. <laughs> Bill can't take any through any of them. Thank you. Bay. All right, so it's got to be Christian Gonzalez. It's got to right? be. Christian. It's got to be Christian Gonzalez. I mean, like, that would be my pick. I, I don't rule out tackle in, in Murphy. Edge, though. Murphy, I think, is hanging there. Do you have something? Do you know something? No, I don't know. Do that. He had a little Sorry. Fred-like glean in his mm-hmm. eye there. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, no. I'm not. I'm not going to tip anything. I know we'll, we'll probably see the pick at some point. Do you but know? I no, no, I don't. I don't know. Hundred percent. You're acting like you know. I don't. <laughs> I wish I did. Okay. Because. I would either Honestly, be look. I'd either be containing incredible incitement, or I would be uh, beside myself. Because this is a dream scenario. The number one the guy. I mean, this is it the number really one is. guy on both of us. Like that we thought. It's my number one guy and my number two guy on on my on my big board. Yep. This is a dream scenario. I never envisioned yeah. both of these uh, guys being here for you. Get the camera uh, I, on Evan. Oh God, no. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it again. No, I'm not going to be do calm and cool and collected. Let's just see. So I mean. Also, the best tight end in the draft oh, is still God, available. You can't take a tight end. Oh. I'm just saying, the best tight end is just available. Just because it's a good class doesn't mean they deserve to be taken in 14. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> The Patriots select Michael Mike. <laughs> the best tight end, the best receivers available. Every time I say something like yeah. that, it comes back to haunt me. Oh. Every time. Oh. In, in some, a lot of boards, like Evan said, the best cornerback is available. My um, best corner. I think with Gonzalez, what teams might have not seen the ball production like the interceptions and the pass breakups yeah. kind of reminds me a little bit of Trent McDuffie last year that's not quite there for him I don't think it's because he can't play the ball honestly I think it's because he shut his guy down so well that they just didn't throw at him all that much yeah but uh, uh, that's the one thing that with Witherspoon he's around the football constantly making plays on the ball whereas Gonzalez is you really got to watch the all 22 to re- really respect Christian Gonzalez and understand what makes him tick because he's not somebody that's going to be around the football as much. Does the fact that where does um, where Witherspoon's in Illinois, so that's Big Ten, and Gonzalez is in the Pac-12. The Pac-12. Yeah. yeah. Any played at Colorado. Re, you know, does the Pac-12 no. look down on a little bit maybe when it comes that to was, defense? I mean, I, I don't think so. No, I mean not not still not a power conference. conference. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. What, you, what about Nolan Smith? What do we think of Nolan I, Smith? I. I mean, I think he's a high-end Josh Uche, you know. I don't, I don't know if he's a three-down player. In the 2023 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Lucas Finesse. I see. Defensive I like Lucas Finesse. Now, you know, Evan, you were like, why isn't he starting if he's so good? Why isn't he starting if he's so good? And I think right now he is a one-trick pony. And they have Rashawn Gary. But is that trick is good? Re- it's good, but... 
all he is is a bull rusher. He's a power guy. He's speed to power, get your hands into the chest and walk you back into the quarterback. And that's obviously, if you're dominant at that, then you can be a really good pass rusher. But he's got to develop some counters. He doesn't find the football very well, I would say. They compared him from Rashawn Gary on NFL what? Network, so they basically have two Rashawn Garys I now. like Rashawn Gary. So there you go. So like if, you like, if you like all those players for the Patriots, right? You know, the Gonzalez's, mm -hmm. the Banks, mm -hmm. the Broderick Joneses, uh, you know, JSN. Doesn't that? Doesn't that open the door for you to trade back? I don't love any of them, no, you, but I like, a, I like all of them, so I trade back a little bit. I get another pick somewhere, you know, in the yeah. fourth round or something. The problem that I have with that is that I don't want to do it. I'm just I, I'm I afraid truly, it's going to No, I, I hear you. I truly feel like Gonzalez and JSN are on a above tier to these other players that you just mentioned. And, I agree. And I think that's what the Patriots desperately need, right? They need top-end blue-chip talent. And I think if you trade back and, and you take uh, Deontay Banks instead of Christian Gonzalez, I don't, I don't know if you really got that. And I, I don't think you can risk it. But, you know, like you said, Evan, the Patriots board is so much different than everyone else's. God only knows where they have Christian Gonzalez on that board. God only knows where they have anybody on that board. I know. That's, the, that's why that's it makes saying. our job so difficult. So, you know, you're calling them blue chip talent. Maybe they're not, you know? That's fair. I guess we'll find out in three years who is right. <laughs> hey. Trade. Here we go. Trade. Trade down. They did? Yep. Steelers. Oh. Steelers. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, but I, let's not freak out. That's not that So far. they're down to 17. Yeah, right. Well, that's why I said you probably trade down a few spots Great. and get one of those guys. Yeah. But, you know... But I, I, just just, I just want to say, like, I'm going to say it now. Okay. <laughs> so, so the, and you're uh, hearing the reaction from the are, crowd. Fans are booing here at the party. <laughs> but, I, again, I don't have a huge problem with trading down. Just don't tell me, well, that was the guy they were going to get. Like, they're not all the same. Yeah. So even if the guy that you were going to pick at 14, you end up getting at 17, that's great. That's lucky. Don't say it's chess and checkers. Right. Because they're not all the same player. That's uh, what that you know. That's, so they got 17 so and 120. Clearly, they don't feel strongly enough about one of those guys. So seven to take 17 and 120. I think that sets you up. Then now you have four fourth round picks. So that trade up into the second round tomorrow night that they've made five straight drafts. Now you got the ammo to part with a couple of those fourth rounders. If you like somebody at the top of tomorrow night, you can go up and get them. And I'm just gonna say, and I'm not predicting this, but I wouldn't be stunned. If they don't pick at 17 either. Yeah. Just keep getting So do all we know the uh, terms of the trade yet? Wow. Yeah, that's... Evan, uh, I'll let you repeat it. So they traded down to 17, oh. and uh, they picked up fourth round uh, pick number one, no, 120. So they now... So th And they weren't in the fourth round, No, right? no, they had they had three picks oh, in. So now they have four. They got four picks in the fourth. So well, the, the fifth they don't have a pick? Uh, correct, correct. Correct. Okay, they got, right, yeah. uh, four, what, four fourth six. rounders. Tell you, that's how that's how you compete with Kansas City. Paul, that's where the value is. Four fourth rounders. Fourth round is where the value. You know what they is. say? If you want to beat Patrick Mahomes, corner the market of fourth round picks. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree I'm with kidding. you a little bit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I, joking. But I gotta I gotta push back a little. He's gonna push back a little. Push back a little. Push back on the start. But I'm clearly uh, just no, joking. No 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 no. no okay. Evan, go. I gotta push back a little. Okay? Go ahead. Because at 17, that the Patriots are sitting right now, they are going to get the player that they probably were going to take at 14. Let's face it, it's three spots. Yeah. So my guess is... They're going to tell you it's the guy they were going to take no matter what. I mean, they're not going to tell you. Their minions will tell you. But that. I actually believe that. 
because but why? Because it's only three spots. If they had traded down ten spots, then I would have said, okay, now you can't tell me that there's no drop off in the cliff. But three spots, Roderick, this is nothing. Broderick Jones going to the Steelers. Broderick Jones going to the Steelers. So the Patriots were out on Broderick Jones. That's that's pretty apparent. So the question right now at seventeen, I think it comes down to. Okay, so just out plays. of just out of curiosity. Yeah. Okay. If they take a tackle at 17, do you still think that? Yeah. I don't. No, don't you think that they ask I don't think they'll take a tackle no, at but 17. don't you think they ask Pittsburgh, we'll trade with you, but who are you going to pick? Yeah. And if it's the guy that they like, they wouldn't make the trade. I just don't think they And you they don't care. lie about that. I think, they, I think that, that he would be perfectly fine. I think they'd be perfectly fine with somebody else. I'm well, not sure. And that's fine. Like, I, I think that that's a, a – if you really don't care if it's Gonzalez or – I think Wh- whoever that, else, I'm telling you, if then that's I fine. Th- that's their theory is it doesn't matter to them. Right. Right. And, right. And I don't think, like, just basing it off of, let's say, it's corner and receiver for right now, I don't think that they probably don't see Gonzalez and Banks as much different. So whoever they end up with at 17, they're happy with. Same thing with maybe with JSN and Zay Flowers, like if it's going to be a receiver. Yeah, I agree with you that that's what they think. I just yeah. don't agree with the, the, the philosophy. philosophy. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I totally agree with but how to they think. Your, your tackle question. They kind of missed the boat on tackles in the first round at this point, as far as I'm I agree. Concerned. They won't take one at seven. Well, a- I don't a- think they'll Anton take Anton Harrison at and Dewan Jones, I think, are the next two guys that I would put on the list at tackle. The 14th pick I don't really think that those Pittsburgh guys Steelers. are 17th. I agree with you. I'm, I'm not arguing with the you. With the 14th pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Broderick Jones, offensive tackle, Georgia. Uh, so the Jets are on the clock. All right, well, they got Sauce. I, I hope they don't want to match Sauce with Ooh, Christian Gonzalez. <laughs> Boy, poor uh, Mac. They could, take, they could take the Anton poor uh, Mac. Harrison. Anton Harrison. They need, yeah. they need linemen. Yep. yep. I really, I'm intrigued by this trade. They should trade back. I like the, the trade down. I like it. Uh, talk to me in five minutes, I'll tell you. Yeah, let's see. I'm talking myself into it. <laughs> to me, it's just about Gonzalez. I liked him. Yeah. That's okay. Like, yeah. It doesn't he, matter what I like. He might still be there. I get that. Yeah, he yeah. might still be there, and I think Deontay Banks is, is still going to be there, and JSN and Zay Flowers might still be there. And really what I think they did is they set themselves up for that trade up into the 30s tomorrow night. So oh. now you come away with two top 40 players in the draft. The I, most I, surprising I thing would be if they don't trade up tomorrow because – they don't want to take 12 guys. Right. And four guys in the fourth round. Like, give me a break. Don't need it. It's a lot of value in the fourth round. No, don't, don't start with that. <laughs> I don't need value. What there is talent. value in this draft is from right now to, like, the 50th pick tomorrow night. Yeah. So if, if they can get two guys in that top 40, I, I think there's value in that for sure, in this draft in particular. Uh, Dave says, lucky 17, JSN, please. Uh, Robert says, wow, even if we don't get Flowers, I'll take Gonzalez if he's there. But, wow, call me BB Jr., baby. <laughs> Just to be clear, 17 is an unlucky number yeah, for the Patriots. It, it is. That Very is true. unlucky number. Especially if they took a receiver so. 17th overall, Evan. That, would be, will, that wouldn't be. We will be sweating that one out. <laughs> Maybe they should so, trade Are we down talking about the number 17? Yes. Or the jersey number right. 17. Oh, yeah, there you go, Paul. You can check out. I um, thought it was like the draft pick 17, <laughs> no. like 17th overall. Marco says, I hope that pick 120 can be packaged and we can go up in round two, at least maybe sneak in at the end of round one. Let's go get someone good at 17. Love the name, the claim by Evan. Let's get Christian <laughs> Gonzalez, JSN, or Jalen Hyatt. Okay, not Jalen Hyatt. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you part company? <laughs> not even on my board, no. Yeah. 
Are they going to trade down again? Don't, don't, don't mess with me. I, don't I mean, I, I kind of don't want them <laughs> to take a guy at 17. Yeah. I was, I was only half kidding about <laughs> get that. Get to 18 just, just for the purpose. Right. Um, yeah. Well, they had definitely have options. It's just, uh, and now we hold our breath. And I mean, what about the Commanders? So, uh, just a, you know, a, an aside here on a guy that's been tied to the Patriots a lot. Monty Austin Ford said he does not foresee DeAndre Hopkins being traded during the draft and said he could absolutely be on the team, um, adding DeAndre's a cardinal and we're moving forward. Okay. Yeah, so maybe they I, I think he definitively says he's not going to get traded during the draft, but right. I would sort of cut ties from there. Maybe yeah. they made up. Well, during the draft. That doesn't mean like tomorrow morning he couldn't get. No, that would be during the draft. The draft has started. No, it no. won't end until no, no. Saturday. No, he's talking so about like while it's on air. Yeah, that, that would make him a liar. No, There's, just be semantics. Call me a liar? Just well, semantics. So you could do it right now. No one's picking? No, like, that's the, not draft the draft is on. The clock is running. The, the draft started at 8 o'clock and it won't end until su Saturday no, night. No, no. That's what he's talking about. I, oh. I know, but you never know. Semantics. Well, Phil Perry with uh, some Evan Lazar-like uh, slander. Oh. My guess is Broderick Jones wasn't viewed as a squeaky clean football character fit. Yeah. Patriots move back now with all four consensus tackles off the board, but still could crack a top flight corner, take a crack at a top flight corner. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I, I would I would like it if, if it was uh, Gonzalez. Yeah, I think everybody oh, would. Oh, God, I See, think what we, I, we what like I, that at 14. But Why wouldn't we like it at 17? But what I don't like is, well, they're going to get Gonzalez or Bank, so they don't, they're fine. That's the way they, they think. But what's wrong with that? Because I don't like one as much as I like the other. But what if they do? That's fine. I don't like it. Okay. Old, I don't. I would rather system. get the better player. Yeah, I don't like it, Paul, when you when you say the same position. But I think when you mix positions, and if you're like, well, we like Gonzalez and JSN, like, like then I can be that's, like, that's oh, totally right, different. That's a, but that's I, totally, I'm totally different. with you where it's, you know, This is where Gonzalez. you're stacking vertically yeah. and horizontally. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I kind of feel like Banks might be their guy. All right, let's take a quick break um, as we wait uh, for the Patriots at 17. We'll take a break, and, of course, we'll be back well before that. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game. 
not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season, and there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week, so head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. This is the 2023 Patriots Unfiltered Draft Show. All right, back here at the Patriots Draft Party at Gillette Stadium. We are Patriots Unfiltered, and we're live until the end of the first round. The pick for the Jets is in. What are we hearing? Yeah, it's like Will McDonald, uh, who's an edge rusher. Uh, I believe he was at the Senior Bowl. Was that where I, where that where I caught him, I think? Yeah, Will McDonald at the Senior light. Bowl, Iowa State. Uh, Skinny. I, I just felt like not, he was light. Yeah, not the explosive player that Josh Uche is, but some of his traits reminded me a little bit of Uche. Just the way he's he's in his bag, right? He's got a bunch of different pass rush moves that he can go to. and A little bit of a reach, maybe? I, I think. Maybe I a little bit. I'm surprised because they, they took Jermaine Johnson last year. Uh, so I guess maybe they feel like they, they bookend him now. They got two of them. I, I don't know. It's a great edge class, though. and I, Obviously, everybody's got a different board. Jimmy going to have ice cream? You know what I'm talking about? No. No. Uh, not on that's, this pick. That's, that's a social media I, thing. I'm not, like, jumping for joy oh, on Jimmy right now. Thing. Is that Jimmy making the pick? Is this? 
Who is this kid with I don't know. I don't, it might be Jimmy. There's just something about kids in suits that just bothers me. I don't know what it is. But yeah. I just picture their dad <laughs> tying their tie for them. And he's like, I don't want to wear it. Dude, like, you're going to announce it. Who hurt you? Does your kids do that? Is there, that sounds I don't real. make them dress up. What am I? I'm a nice dad. Who hurt you? You're announcing a Jets draft traffic. you got to put a suit on, Billy. Every time my dad did it, he would... Dude. Oh. oh. <laughs> he would teach me how, and I was like, I don't, I don't care. I, I really don't care. But I, I'm sure he's a wonderful kid, and uh, you know, I just my, wow. my thoughts you, are with you him. guys are. Uh, Clint, Clint writes in. Uh, do you guys believe Belichick has done a bad job of self-examination? Yes, the Patriots won for years by stacking up talent with more draft picks, but in a QB league, I think it's fair to say that it is was more about Brady than Belichick's draft strategy. He hasn't adjusted. And on a team without an elite quarterback, he is drafting and coaching himself out of a job. Uh, That's in the 2023 NFL draft. I, 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 I'm going to at least take a reprieve. I feel like I've had like. <laughs> Good job by the kid, but does he know that the Jets don't win anything, like, ever? Well, well wow. they got Aaron Rodgers now. They're, they're feeling excited. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to kill the drafts right now, but I, I will just say, I mean, as we're on the verge of the Patriots making a pick that we could possibly really like, but uh, I just, I think, I did a little bit of draft research this week, just kind of maybe a little bit more of a deep dive into some of their performance, and I think the two big problems are, you're right, they don't get, they haven't drafted blue-chip, talented players. They just, they... Whether it's in the first round, whether it's, hey, a random guy just kind of emerges. I guess Ramondre Stevenson could be, you know, that one guy. But the other big thing that stood out to me in the recent was just that they whiff on picks more than anybody in the AFC East. Like, I think it's 18 picks in the last five years that they just have gotten nothing out of. I mean, Dalton Keene. D- how does that compare to the other teams? It's, it's, it's like the Jets were like nine. Okay. Nobody was more. It was like six, seven with the Bills. You know, when you just, I mean, and it's all very general because it's, you know, look, look I mean, I didn't know this. I didn't know the Bills drafted Wyatt Teller. I totally had forgotten that. So it's like you're looking at like players like that. I'm like, well, yeah. does that count as a hit for the Bills? Because he turned why out are to be hugging? awesome. They're hugging uh, in the Jets. <laughs> Come on. We did it. It's so performative. <laughs> it is so performative. It's, also, it's one of the rare things that Fred and I are so lockstep oh, in agreement. Well, I can't stand that. We're hugging over Will mm. McDonald. So, I, so, I don't no, care no, if it's like you, Andrew you, Luck. No, when you got You knew you were taking him. You spent all offseason in beyond working on this you, you got your guy we got we got our guy <laughs> you know we all right all right oh god Washington so pit commanders took oh boy a cornerback emmanuel forbes so wow i'm surprised so I, I don't like is, him as much as uh, no neither do i emmanuel forbes to me was like a cross between jack jones and jc jackson where with a little taekwon thornton just <laughs> a lot <laughs> a lot of taekwon thornton that dude is skinny body type wise mm-hmm. yeah but a really boomer bust player. He's either a pick six the other direction, or he's six the you know it's it's six oh, for yeah. the offense or six for the defense. He had like there's no in between. Like six touchdowns or something. Like, yeah, I forget. Really, I mean, he's a ball hawk. He's a playmaker. Yeah. Uh, a guy that I had on my board, but, but significantly lower than this. So Christian Gonzalez, there can't be any character concerns with Christian Gonzalez because that kid is was as clean as a whistle. So what are we so, missing? I don't know. I don't know. I, so I honestly don't know. I think they just saw plays on the ball with so Emmanuel Forbes. More importantly, like. um, Alex chimes in to let us know that we, we dropped the ball and left Fred hanging on the uh, the, 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 the uh, reference, but it's little Johnny, not little Jimmy. Oh. Uh, but okay. I would like to say that I would have known what you were talking about, but I wouldn't have. <laughs> right. 
to little Johnny. Is he going to get his ice cream with that pick? Hey, uh, the Patriots, they're back up on the clock. The Patriots are on the clock at 17. The pick. We're looking for that trade down symbol to come up on the TV. Uh, just to go back to my point I was making, though, real quick. It's just was so go surprising to me. to me when yeah. you know when you just line up and you see how many guys did they draft that never even you know played a game or played less than five games for them. It's it's striking those numbers, and and I, I think it probably requires a little bit more of an analysis of like what is the disconnect. But they are drafting a lot of players that never end up doing anything for them, and I'm sure you know we could go right down the list. Justin Borwasser. You know, and, and I'm one that usually subscribes to, like, I know the draft is a little bit of a crapshoot. I know that there are going to be misses in the first round, just like there's going to be hits in the third, fourth, even fifth, sixth round, you know. But still, I just those numbers, to me, they just jump off the screen. And I think when you look at where the Patriots are at right now, and then you stack it against the other AFC drafts, and you look at what Buffalo did, what, what the Jets have done, and it's not even necessarily volume. At least with the Jets, they just they get good players. When they have a top right. ten draft pick, they're drafting really good guys so, that are coming in, past, in you can and say, contributing. Well, they're not winning, and we are. But right. you can't say that. And, anymore. and you, you might want to say, oh, you can't you know, say that. Anymore. And I think it was like the 17, 18, 19 draft, maybe for the Bills, where they're getting four or five starters in each of those drafts, and the Patriots are lucky if they get two. You know, and that's eventually it catches up with you. And you want to look where teams are at. That look at that. That's that'll that tells everything you need to know. All right, uh, let's see. You should have seen him when he first did this research, by oh. the way, Fred. He was really wound we're, up. We're that kind day. of funny, Paul, because you and I both, we, we both like, we were both like, hey, I did some research. <laughs> like, um. It's always like these random things that we went like on a numbers hunt, and now we can't wait to share it with each other. Scott <laughs> says, uh, Deuce, don't worry, we'll have a top five pick next year. Oh, well, hey, it all, it's wow. all going to work out the way it's supposed to, but guess what, folks? Uh, Spee says, wow, Evan is out fretting Fred and is after the fact optimism. Well, That's good. We need we need more optimistic people. You know? Because they we got do. their guy that we they got, wanted. We got, maybe. We, we got the guy. Okay, so now I think Evan and I are going to end up having an argument later. But uh, I'm very excited with the pick. Christian Go Gonzalez. Yeah. Okay. According to Mike. I haven't seen it, but Mike has. Mike Reese? No, Mike Dussault. Oh, okay. Look. We're, what are we going to argue about? Nothing. A cornerback got taken the pick before. How did they, you know it wasn't going to be the guy you wanted? Maybe they have good moles, Paul. <laughs> okay. Maybe okay. they got or maybe some they good just moles, asked. Paul. <laughs> you know, maybe they just told him. They got the same guy. They were going to so take they, him at 14. They, got they were him at, at 14, and they called Washington and asked him who they were going to take at 16. Yeah. Okay. You, you guys looking for a cornerback? I and mean, they were. Maybe they found out a way to find out if they what they thought. I just think this. I, I'm thrilled with the pick. I'm not, this is not the time now. I'm, I think this was the guy I would have taken at 14, and they got him at 17. They got him at 17. I don't Chess. care about the fourth round not pick. Not checkers. Matters Chess. 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 Not checkers. Matters you know nothing what? to me, but I don't Chess. know how you guys can just ignore the fact this that guys at the position that they took got taken, and you this, evidently didn't care. You like Christian, Christian Gonzalez best, too. I did. Yeah, so did they. And I wrote it. This is so, not just chess. This is Mr. Spock three-dimensional chess on Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. That's worthy of the 120th pick, I guess. <laughs> it's a three-dimensional chess. It's a lot of fourth-round picks, and hopefully none of those end up going down into the seventh. Oh, we're going to package I, those up. And we're I gonna... think this guy's a good player, and I think he could play on the outside. I think that was a major need. Cornerback was a major need. Yep. I like it. In yep. the 2023 NFL Draft, the Washington Commanders select... Emmanuel Forbes, so, defensive back, very Mississippi State. I, I, I'm talking to our producer, Matt LePin. Have we worked out the uh, phone issue where we can hear the callers? Because we have. Okay. So, because I, I know people want to weigh in. 
Uh, okay, good. Uh, oh, now I can't. I'm, I'm off. <laughs> can what I happened, Freddie? Oh, can I connect? Let's I see. Just, I, li- I like it. This is not. I'm not going to argue. I'll, I'll just tell you guys I am that, that you guys were all right, and, and I, it, I, I'd Thank like to you. pick too much to argue about anything. Wow. It's, it's just weird to me because I feel like there's a lot of consensus of everybody's like, this is a really good pick. And usually, last so, year, everybody went nuts. It, so rightly it's, so. It's out, out now. Breer it's has out now. It, so yep. we can just say that it's Christian Gonzalez to Oregon. Christian Gonzalez. From Oregon to cool. the Patriots. Last year, this time, Deuce, I'm sure you were feeling the same way. I was freaking out. I was, lo- I, I, was I was lost in the now, I didn't know what to say. I am ecstatic. Bill Belichick played this perfectly. He got his guy <laughs> at 17. You're going to keep trying. You're not going to get me. 14. I said <laughs> on a playbook yesterday with John Rook that Christian Gonzalez was like Shakira because his hips don't lie. All right? This guy is smooth. Can play man, can play zone, can play match. This is a fantastic pick. If you're sick and tired of seeing Stephon Diggs catch passes all over the field on the New England Patriots, they just got a guy that can go out there and can shut him down. And that is something that you have to be excited for. And you need that. You, you, You know, as much as we like John Jones and Jack Jones and Marcus Jones, you know, that's not enough to be keeping up with the Joneses. We needed you need some somebody size. better. You need some size. Yeah. I mean, and Evans, Evans hit everything. I mean, it's, it's the, the ability to play man, to play zone. I mean, that, that's what they do. They go in and out. I mean, they play a lot of match coverage now, which is, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a version of both. this guy pans out, he's going to make everybody else better in and, that backfield. Right, and you're not paying him like you had to pay Stephon Gilmore when you went and got, you know, the kind of player that you think this, this could is, be. This is the first time in a long time, Paul, where I didn't have to go home and mull it over and come back the next day. The New England Patriots select Christian Gonzalez. Defensive back, Oregon. Get me the jersey. (laughs) I'm putting it on. Zero. Number zero, right? Number zero at Oregon. Again, oh, six I thought one, Jack Jones was going to weigh zero. Pounds, has today. the length, has the size, watch. has the speed, has the athleticism, the smooth fluidity Good and coverage. Kid too. Good. There yeah, are so kid. few flaws to his game. Maybe there isn't a standout trait, and that's why he makes it all the way to 17. But if you're trying to look for a flag, look for something that's going to make this kid not a good pro, I can't find it on film. So this is a, a slam dunk pick for the Patriots at 17 to get this. Game. Yeah, it is. And I, and it just, I, I know I've hit this, and you guys have heard me say this quite a few times, but just for this audience to say, you know, it just feels like this was one of the pieces that was missing. Even though the defense is pretty good, they were in the 20s on third down. They had trouble with digs, as Evan has pointed out. They needed a guy that they could at least attempt to match up yeah. with some of those guys with some size. It, it just it makes a lot of sense. And as much as they have needs on offense, I couldn't agree more with you two guys. It's, it's, it's something that they really needed to add, and it's just been a missing element around here. If since he works, then he, he allows you to go from – we're a good defense against the bad offenses. Yeah. If right. he works, he can make you, as Evan said, have a guy that potentially can help you contain the guys like Stephon Diggs and, and the Jalen Waddles and the guys that have really tortured him over the you know the, yeah, the, the last right. couple of times and, they've played. And, and, I mean, I, and like, I, I want to be fair and say like it's a lot to say, hey, come shut down Stephon Diggs. Oh, you no, know, no. like you know. So I mean, look, there's got to be the road. he's going to have to develop and he needs some time. I think that they have some depth in the secondary uh, that can you know. Break him in, show him the ropes. Jonathan Jones is back, which is just a great, uh, you know, leader to have back who knows the defense. Uh, but he's just—he's not a slot corner, you know. Oh, he's going to be an outside guy. Look at the inside of Puerto his Rico. Coat. Okay, what is, what is that? Yeah. Puerto Rico. Is that, right? is that the Puerto Rico flag? Yeah. I think. 
Or is it Dominican? What, what, or was it what Patriots? Was it was red and blue. It was, it was yellow. Yellow. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yellow, red, and blue. Yeah. Fluid move. I'm, not, I'm not Sheldon Cooper. I don't have fun <laughs> with flags. I just, I, I haven't said the word smooth, and like, and they're calling it uh, rain, fluid mover here, Jamaica. Um, but he's just I such a know. such an athletic. Matt, Matt Lapan's trying to tell um, me what it is, but I'm I'm too stupid <laughs> to figure it out. I would also just say that after a draft last year where they went completely off the board and did their own thing, this is a consensus player. We all That's what I think all of right. us really wanted coming into the draft, was just pick somebody that all of us can say, yep, Christian Gonzalez I at 17. You, I see what you I saw. Mean, we were all, we were totally all worried he wasn't going to be available. Right. And now we, we got it. They got Columbia. Him, Columbia. Columbia fact, thank you. They got him at 17. What? What a brilliant I mean, move we, said, we thought he was going to be you brilliant. Can, you can keep trying. I'm not biting. <laughs> I like the pick too much. I'm not biting. Uh, it's a, just the total, it's the total opposite feeling of last year. How would no, the Celtics Paul, you're slowly getting pushed feeling. back into the corner, and pretty soon he's going to be like, all right, got to fight my way out of this thing. Because <laughs> what? What is the score? 96-94. 90, 98-94, they're up. Oh, how much time? Oh, it's only the third quarter. They're playing oh, God. stellar, stellar well, defense it's down there. It's going to be like 170 it's points. Still a minute left in the third game. quarter. Okay. All right. So we really check. quality effort with, uh, we can you know, check back with their manhood challenge. All right. So <laughs> against a all, pathetically bad team. As far as we know right now, that's it for the Patriots in the first round. They could move into They could package those four fourth they rounders. Could. They could. And get a fifth. And give you know. Chess. They could. Uh, that would that would really blow it out of the water. I don't know if we're going to get that excited tonight. Okay. Well, let's hey hey let's not but push our luck. But you why do not? look at the board now though, and JSN is falling. Zay Flowers falling. Right. I, we talked about this earlier. The league adjusted to the receiver class. The re, the league knows these receivers are not the elite guys that they've had in the last couple of years. So if that receiver run is now going to start towards the end of the first round, then trading up tomorrow night I think is more realistic. But maybe you end up getting a Zay Flowers or a John, uh, Josh Downs early tomorrow. You know, and that that would really knock this draft totally out of the park if that's the case. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean that's. Look, I think this was the big piece, and we and there's a lot of edges that I think you know developmental guys in the next couple of days. Um, but I would say you got the corner. I, I want to hit the offense hard now. You know, they, these are the next couple picks. I think that's all right. Should be what they're looking Let's, at. Let's uh, check some uh, listeners out on the Ace Ticket Hotline eight five five patch five hundred. We'll go to Jake in Australia. What's up, Jake? Oh, uh, it's really long to get some lunch. You're gonna go get some lunch, right? Because it's Australia. After listening to that brilliant pick, yes, brilliant pick. I was quite scared after last year's uh, last year's trade back when we lost McDuffie, who was my go-to. That we were about to lose Gonzalez as well, but still prevailed. He did. Thanks, thanks, Jake. He stayed on for an hour to say that. Um, let's go. To, let's go to uh, David in Des Moines, Iowa. What's up, David? Damn it. Hey guys, how's how's everyone doing? Hello. Yes. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Go All ahead. Right. Tamara, you look amazing tonight. By the way. Thank you. She's not here, but uh, we'll pass it along. <laughs> well, I'm just saying the rest of you just look the same. Oh, I thought I looked really sexy tonight. No. <laughs> Did Lane tell you that before you left? No, she didn't, and I took it personally. <laughs> is is, 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 is that, that it, David? You, you hung no. up? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> please don't be it. No. Um, why why, why Belichick constantly, constantly – now, now this, this is, is a rare, rare occasion. occasion. Why is there all this feedback? 
um, where he doesn't just draft players that are like from a school that like Fred, your, your example, Wisconsin, they got good linemen. If you don't know where to draft a lineman, draft it from Wisconsin. Why does Belichick like just avoid doing things like that? It's a good question, David, and I'll let you go. Um, no, I mean, like picking from this, you know, those those big schools that are you know known. Just for, picked a guy from Oregon. Yeah, he just did. But <laughs> but Evan, you know school? that you know what he's saying. You know, like you know, like two years ago they did it. They they picked two from Alabama, two from Oklahoma State. But then last year they were picking, you know, from small I, but school. I would just say that to, just from a statistical perspective, you do the research. The Cole Strangers and the Kyle Duggars, those are the outliers. All right, like I know the last, you know, go to, just go from 2018 to now. 2018, they picked two guys from Georgia, the national champions. Yeah. In 2018, true. 19, they picked Nikhil Harry from Arizona State out of the Pac-12. 2020 was Duggar. Then 2021 was Mac Jones from Alabama, the quarterback from Alabama. And then this year they take Gonzalez from Oregon. I get that people get fed up with the with the picks like Cole Strange, but. They, they course corrected. Like, you can't be upset about it anymore. They're getting they, better. They're getting better. Uh, let's go to, let's see, Sean in Vancouver. What's up, Sean? Happy draft, everyone. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. You know, for, for most people, the uh, or most fans anyway, the NFL draft is like Christmas. But for, for Patriots fans, it's been like it is or has been as kids for Evan and me uh, Hanukkah, where we, we rather – trade in our eight like dollar store gifts for one great big Christmas present. And, and now I think, I think we, we got it, you know, we, we got that, that go-kart, right. With it's, 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 it's pretty incredible. I'm pretty happy. I usually always disappointed last year. I remember I was on the phone uh, when we were supposed to make our pick and uh, Tamara was mentioning it, you know, talking about uh, Jermaine Johnson and, and, you know, I, I was right with her. I, I wanted that. I was like excited about that, and and then they traded down. Um, but you know what? Thinking back to it, I, I think they would have been better off if they stayed there to to get the uh, the cornerback McDuffie because he was there too. Uh, another thing I, I just wanted to to mention though is uh, there, we have uh, we have other players on the on the board who who are still there. Like you remember on Tuesday, and we we're talking about you you wanted to move up for, for JSN. And I said, no, Gonzalez is going to be gone. I thought they're going to trade down. And they were both there at 17. It's just crazy. Yeah, absolutely. It is crazy that the board fell this way. Thanks, Sean. I said it before they were going to pick at 14, and it was the same at 17. Gonzalez and JSN were my two favorite players in the draft for them, and they were both there for them to make the pick, and they took one of them. So he was my number one player on my Patriots big board. Yeah, He's my number one yep. graded corner in the draft. I mean, I, I don't know how you could be anything more but anything other than ecstatic if hey, you're a Patriots listen, fan right now. I'm going to sum it up for you really simply. I can argue about anything. You guys know that. I can't argue. Well, This pick is too good. You don't need to. I can't. I can argue with you about I know, anything, but Sometimes Fred. you don't have to. But – I, I wrote earlier in the week before we even started our shows. I wrote, if there's a dream scenario, it's that Christian Gonzalez is available at 14 and you can take him. They ended up getting an extra pick and still getting that guy. I, like, I'm with them. I don't know how you can find something. I mean, it just if, if by your nature you just want to bitch about stuff, 
then have at it. I, right. I'm not here to tell you well, you shouldn't bitch. Well, we'll but listen to your shows tomorrow. I think I think it's a I think it's a great. I'm, I'm sure they'll figure I think out it's a, a way. I think they it's just a don't huge, even know who he is. So I think it it's a huge matter. need. It's a huge need. It was, and, and people don't understand it. If if they're bitching about it, they don't understand that they had a highly ranked defense and they don't have a highly talented one. Yeah. And they didn't understand that if, they if that's also, what they're bitching about. They yeah. also weren't good against good quarterbacks. That's my point. Right. And, and, and I, they have a lot of good quarterbacks yeah, in their division. And I think now you, with Christian Gonzalez, I don't want to put too much expectations on him. He hasn't played it down in the Patriots uniform yet. But you just look at the idea of the pick. Ty Law, Darrell Revis, Aqib Tlaib, Stephon Gilmore – the great Patriot defenses of the last 25 years have had that number one shutdown guy. When they get into the game plan meeting, they say, you know, Stephon Gilmore, you have Stephon Diggs, everybody else, we're going to do this, right? And that type of guy was a necessity when you play as much man coverage as the Patriots yeah. do. I think, you know what else is just killing me right now, and I think Paul is the perfect example, is just like, so weird to get a pick that everybody's excited about. Like, yeah, I don't think you're going to hear a lot of. No, right. I don't know. I don't think I, you're going to hear a lot of blowback. No, I, I, I got news from North Providence. There were no harumphs. Uh, Eric no? weighed in. No harumphs. Did, did you chime in? <laughs> Even though they does he know the draft is tonight? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> oh, Fred. Uh, Tamara. <laughs> I'm, she's back. I, I'm enjoying some wine. All right, I'm going to let Tamara. I'm gonna, we're going we're to run upstairs real quick and shoot a quick thing. All right. Oh, oh you guys, are right. I'm sorry. What? No, Who? Hmm? Me and Ab are going to just run oh, up okay. the video real quick. So, we'll Tamara, you were out in the crowd I was. when they made the pick. Um, what was the reaction? Well, first, there were a definitely a lot of boos when the trade back happened. Oh, the yeah. trade back, yes. Lots of boos. But for Christian Gonzalez, once the pick was made, there were a lot of cheers jumping up and down. I talked to a fan briefly as he was walking out, and he said, that was a really great pick. I'm really excited about it. So it, it seems a consensus from the group. That everyone that's sitting in here today was really thrilled with it, especially with, obviously, what happened last year. Yeah. So, all right. So, we got our guy. You know? Uh, I wonder if they're uh, hugging in the Patriots draft room. But, so, we talked about, like, there's not a lot of huge first-round talent in this draft. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of value from, like, 15 to 40 or whatever. Would you say that this draft has NFL better draft. talent in the second round the than other drafts? Kalijah Cansey, okay. defensive end, That's Pittsburgh. the Buccaneers. Yep. Kalijah Cansey, he's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I wouldn't say more. I'm just saying that, I, and this is very unscientific, Fred. I just feel like most drafts have, you know, a pretty similar amount of players that turn out to be productive players in the NFL. Yeah. I think where drafts get separated, when you start remembering, like, the 74 draft, you know, and stuff like that for Pittsburgh, is when you get a collection of, like, Hall of Fame talent. I don't think there's, like, ten Hall of Fame players in every draft. One might have five. Another one might have none. Yeah. But I think probably all of them have X amount of quality NFL players, and I would say that this is probably the same. But I'm just wondering if this second-round talent is a little bit above average second-round yeah, talent. I, I doubt it. Okay. It would be my qu but I don't know. Do I know? I'm not, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not Gil Brandt. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't do this stuff for a living. Okay. I think that w where this draft was – lagging behind according to the quote-unquote draft mix yeah is high yeah high-end studs coming in but there's probably as many productive first rounders in this draft as there were last year yeah. or any other year uh so will levis still out there well once tennessee doesn't doesn't take him yeah like you, you're out of like yeah there's, there's a run of you know tampa could have been in play there but they obviously didn't take him but like washington yeah, I mean, you look Washington at, you look at just taken a Seattle, no. Seattle won't take him. 
Chargers. Seattle, Seattle could. But yeah, Chargers won't. Ravens won't. I think Seattle might have taken Richardson if he were available. Vikings uh, with, five. with Kirk Cousins, would they? I th- they that's they, possible. That, that's a spot for him to I land. Think, does yeah. he only have one more year left? Yeah. I mean, you have to think about the future anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're smart, you're thinking about the next guy. Giants with Jones. Mm. Mm. How many years was his contract? I don't know. Didn't he sign? He just four, yeah. yeah, four year contract. Yeah. Yeah. No. Dallas won't. Buffalo won't. Uh, the Bengals won't. Seattle's a possibility. New Orleans. I like. I like Tamara's Minnesota as New a Orleans? possibility. Mm-hmm. They just signed Carr. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They could, but I would yeah. be surprised. Yeah. So he could. He. he is, in all likelihood, he will not what, be picked in the first round. What about? Round. Um, Detroit. I mean, they're like what ten pick? No, that's tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oof. Yep. I mean, Jaguars. You could, won't. You could technically get get him tomorrow. Yeah. And, and groom him. Yeah. He could be a second day uh, mm-hmm. second day pick. So, all right. Um, let's see what else people have to say. We'll go back to the Ace Ticket Hotline. Uh, Eldred's in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? Hey. So, now that time he nailed it. He nailed it. Oh, is on board. What did I tell you? I think people will have a hard time yep. trying to punch holes in this pick. Yep. Yep. Now, my my other scenario is I hope we move up in the second round and get Quentin uh, Johnson. And Evan, I, hope, I don't care if we get mad. hope we get Quentin Johnson. We'd be good. <laughs> you knew he wasn't here when you said that. Yeah. No, I was hoping he was there. I, was, I didn't know he was yeah, I, I, I really like yeah. the pick, and I like the idea um, of what what, um, what Eldred is talking about. Of yeah. Sort of moving around, see if he can get a wide receiver tomorrow. Oh, I love that. Love that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I have a good one now. Right, thanks, have, Eldred. Especially if you have the pick of the litter. Yeah. Whoever you think is the best wide receiver. Yep. Now, there's still, still a long there. way to go before you get there. But. Uh, Dylan's in North Carolina. What's up, Dylan? Hey, how y'all doing? What you got? Um, I wish my boy Will Levis would have gotten picked, but um, he, he's dropping a little bit. Yep. I agree. But I, I love the pick from the Patriots. And, um, you know, if he keeps dropping, I'd love the Patriots to draft up or trade up and draft him in the early second. Will what Levis. Well, I don't think they will, but, I, you know, you, you've called before the show and you really like him. You're, you're into him. I do. Yeah, well, I but mean, to be fair, I would much rather have a wide receiver in the early second round than him. All right, now you're speaking a little bit more sensibly. <laughs> <laughs> Finger wagging the call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, Dylan. Fred smelling himself a little over yeah. there. The uh, the callers. Uh, let's go to David in Texas. What's up, David? Hey, I'm on. On. You are on. Oh, oh. perfect, perfect. I'm sorry, it's the first time, long time. Excellent. First time to actually call in, and what a time to call in. But uh, what i got to say is, uh, for the pick, I love it. Great. With, With that, that said, uh, I know y'all are tired, blah, blah, blah. Um, all I'm, my, my, my question is, is, what is the chances that you actually think that we get Zay Flowers tomorrow with a package off the picks that we have? I think you'd have to move up high in the second round. I think that – I. Zay Flowers might be gone by the end of the night, um, but I, I don't think he's going to be available when the Patriots pick tomorrow, which w- what number are they in the second round? 46. So 46. I mean, that's overall. Right. Yeah. I think it's 46. So that's um, yeah, that's like 14th or 15th. In, so, so, it, 
Is there a chance that we yeah, could take 46, our fourth round and package? They would have to, yeah. They they have the ammunition to move up to this in the you second can, round. You can move up in the yeah. second round. They, and uh, Evan's been talking about that. Um, they've done that repeatedly in recent years. That's how they got Barmore. That's how they got Barmore. Right, right. I mean, back in the day, that's how they got Gronk. Yep, yep. So moving up in the second round is they. It's like their sweet spot. So it's not out of the question. The question is, you know, t- in your mind, would would they do it f- to get Zay Flowers? I'd love that. I'd love if they did that. God, yeah. I, I would too. And I, I'm I'm so happy that Evan, by the way, has not. He he he's played a beautiful performance tonight, and he's kept his cool. And I can't wait for you know the next the yeah, next uh, Patriots unfiltered episode. I'll let y'all go. So I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thanks, David. David in Texas. Um, the boards are lit up. We'll go to uh, Raj in Wakefield. What's up, Raj? Hey, hi everyone. Hello. Are you having a uh, it's just sitting down. Evan, as put we on speak. your headphones. Someone wants to talk to you. He had to do a speech. Uh, <laughs> one of his hits would do. <laughs> we did. A, we did our head. Yeah, sure we, um, Good. Hey, hi, Evan. Raj here. Yeah. We discussed about Bijan, right? Two days back. Hope he's gone before Patriots pit. Sorry, I just got my headset back on. What did you say? No, we argued on Bijan, right? On the. So, yes, John. yes, I remember. I said it earlier, Raj, that Atlanta did the Patriots a favor, all right? They they took Bijan before the Patriots could take Bijan. Even I told you that he should be gone before Patriots pick, and he was gone, as expected. I was not expecting Jameer Gibbs to go, but he's gone. But we got the best corner back in the start. So you're it's on no board. None of us have expected it. So you're on board with Christian Gonzalez, Raj? Yeah, yeah. When when we are picking that, when we are doing that exercise, we were not expecting Christian Gonzalez to fall all over to seventeen. We were just going by the big board and selecting players in the range from fifteen to eleven. He's a top five guy, top six guy. We got him. Let's like it. Excellent. All right. Thanks, Raj. Raj and Wakefield. I would thank the Lions for this pick. Yeah, I, I, the Lions I, had two opportunities right? to address a huge Jameer need. Gibbs. And they traded down and then took a running back when they already had two. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a, I, I think that's a huge. I, I was. I mean, I was already plus. beside myself. I thought that and they sure. took Jack Campbell, the next pick after the Patriots took Christian Gonzalez. Oh, did they? A li- inside linebacker who a lot of people that, projected that, in like the forties. That's such a Dan Campbell. It's a pick. Dan Campbell pick. He probably thinks he's you know Related one of those old somehow. school type guys. Bite ankles. Oh, so yeah, you're right. That's a good point. The Lions really did them a favor. Thanks. I know. Well. Uh, Steve's I feel in like Miami. I did my homework when Evan tells me. That's a good point. What's up, Steve? <laughs> How you doing today? Good. Uh, I mean, this is really exciting. I mean, if you think of the last few drafts, the Patriots never got rated an, an A, and I'm seeing all over the board, CBS and all that gave the Patriots an A, and this is so great because, first of all, the AFC East, has a ton of wide receivers that we're going to be facing. And that is such a major portion that we need to get a good cornerback. And hopefully this kid works out. Now, if we can get, I want to ask you your question, Johnston or Zay Flowers, who would you rather have? 
Flowers. I, yeah. I would yeah. say Zay Flowers, and, and too. And JSN's going right now to, to oh, Seattle. Oh, is he? So JSN is yeah. off the board anyway. I, I Look, I'm, I'm impressed well, by the Zay Flowers, Would Zay Flowers be considered a number one receiver? On this team? Uh, <laughs> I think he would be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always have a tough time answering that question because Thanks, Steve. when you're talking about the draft, you're talking about guys that are potential players, right? right? You're not you. So what is Dave Flowers? Does he have number one receiver potential? Absolutely. Is he going to meet that potential? Reach that potential? Who like who knows? You know, that's, that's the game. Yeah. The Seattle Seahawks select Jackson and Jigba, wide receiver. I forgot the Smith. Ohio that's Smith. Come on, bro. But uh, the, the league adjusted though to this wide receiver board. And this is about where Jackson Smith right, and Jigba we said 20, right? probably would have gone last year, right, or the year before that when the receiver classes were a little bit stronger at the top of the draft. So I would expect now, though, that we're going to see a run of those wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, you know, JSN goes here, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison. Like, those guys are going to start coming off the board now in the next 10 to 15 picks. I, uh, You know, it was funny. I, I'm sure Matt Morell is going to have a fun time putting together some kind of audio thing the way we were talking about Gonzalez. Like the whole time in the show lead up, we were all kind of prepared that like he's never going to be there. It, 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 like it, just the amount we talked about him up leading up to that pick was just funny to me. Uh, let's go to Spee in Miami. What's up, Spee? This is great. I mean, this is that morale boosting sort of locker room morale boosting sort of thing you'd want to see. This guy's a great player. This is so exciting. Like a real commodity. You got a critical position of need. And uh, and and Evan, I got my jersey mics on tonight. I got I got a a, a big Kahuna. We all like Jersey Mike's, all right? That was a kick-ass sandwich. Um, but 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 I got I got I want to bring Paul out from behind the wall. They're like, what what is the idea behind like risking it, like just going from fourteen to seventeen? Like like what do you just know what the other teams are gonna do? Or I mean, if you're doing the horizontal and vertical stacking, Sometimes thing, like, you're not gonna make me do. Call, everybody thinks call back I'm gonna do. A, call back in a couple of weeks. I'm not doing it. This, I'm not doing it this weekend. Sometimes you know. I, I, but just promise me you will do it. Just promise me. No, I, I I will just like the one thing that I will minorly push back on is just that I I find it hard to believe that they knew for sure that a team that actually took a corner wasn't going to take the corner they wanted. But I'm uh, again. Oh, it's, such a, it's, it's such yeah. a minor nitpick. I don't even want to bother even talking about it. Okay. I just. I, well, this is the guy I wanted at 14. I wrote it in my. I, again, I wrote it in my notes. But the beginning of the week, this is, would be represented to me, me, not to them, to me, a dream scenario. Yeah. So I'm not going to yeah, sit yeah, here are, and P kill the pick when I love yeah, the guy yeah, they PFW, took. PFW is a place for minor nitpicks, though. So someday we got to hear it, Paul. Well, that's my that that's my that's that my Paul, that's my minor they, nitpick. Even Paul is on board with the pick because I'm very misunderstood, <laughs> Evan. It's I'm very very fair. Well, well when, I, I, when I miss it and I blow it, I yeah. tell you that I was wrong. Well, obviously there's no way this that, one I didn't. Obviously, I like no, this guy. There's no way they could have known for certain that he was going to be there. So the question is, who is the one or two other guys that? They had slotted at 17. My I mean, guess is, is that Deontay Banks was the other guy that they had. And, and my guess is they were fine with, with that group. Yeah. Right. The group yeah. that you were right. talking about earlier. Yeah. Exactly. My guess is that Evan's right and they were fine. My only point on that is I would rather make sure I get the guy I like. Because I, I always operate under the assumption that there's one guy that I like better than another. But, Evan, you're saying. Their philosophy you, is you, different. You but you're saying Deontay Banks because he's a cornerback. But what if the other two guys are guys in totally different positions? Correct. Right. And I think one of them is better than the other. I yeah, think that's that my they only looked point. at it. And from 14 to 17, that's 
three picks, right? And they probably had four guys right. that they were happy with picking. Right. My guess is, is it was Gonzalez, it was Banks, it was JSN, and I don't know, maybe Joey Porter Jr. If they right. were thinking corner, right? Those four guys, I think maybe are, are right there. And now you get that valuable fourth round pick. Well, don't <laughs> talk about that with Evan. Evan, how would you have felt if they took Banks? I would have been fine with it. I would have been a little bit skeptical of taking him over Gonzalez, yeah. but I really can see it with Banks as well, and I think that he's going to be a good NFL player too. So I, I would have right, been I, I, I bet if Gonzalez was gone and they end up with Banks, would you be as elated as you are right now? After After trading down. I can't say no, I would be as elated be. as I am now, but I would not that's, 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 that's the risk that they took. That's the risk they took. In your mind. That's fair. Yeah. I think that they had a, them all similarly graded. Right. And that's why you get this trade down. And I just want to say one thing, and I, I want to give some kudos. We talk about Bill all the time. Macro, I really think Macro had a great feel of this draft. I got that sense from him talking to him at the Combine that he really, he kind of knew what they needed and where the board was going even before anybody worked out at the Combine. And I, I really think that he's uh, somebody that if they – Listen more to him and Elliot Wolf and Cam Williams and the staff that they have going there in the scouting department, and they don't let the coaches override what the scouting department's been doing for the last year and a half. Uh, those guys got a good feel for this, and I, I think that in a lot of ways, Agro was a part of this and was you know took the, take the name brand. You know, don't mess around. Yep. I'm sorry, I cut him off. I thought he was done. Sorry about that, Speed. Uh, let's go to Matt in Arizona. What's up, Matt? <laughs> Hey guys, how are you? Good. So yeah, super, super excited for the pick. Um, I was hoping he, I was hoping they would just camp back and take him at sixteen, but they traded back, and I'm like thinking, like, oh no, not again. But it stuck to the guns. They got they got their guy, and I just like it, I think it almost makes up for for last year. But now, uh, now we really need to focus on the offense. And uh, I'm thinking we double dip at tackle, like Jalen Duncan and Tyler Steen in the third and fourth round. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm just really happy for it right now. So uh, Quentin Thanks, Johnston to the Los Angeles Chargers with this pick. So here, here come the receivers, right? I, I kind of like him for them. That yeah. Well, he's Mike Williams ish, right? And yes, they, they that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Field. Yeah, those it, outside guys that yeah. Herbert can right. throw and missiles Keenan to. Keenan Allen start. You know, he's always injured. It feels like he's starting to get up there in age. So they, they get another weapon. But uh, give Evan a stick tap for the wide receiver comment that he just made when. Yeah. JSN went, right? Yep. Now he is yep. expecting a little bit of a run on receivers. The next pick is a receiver. Baltimore, I don't think receiver, but Minnesota has been tied to Jordan Addison a lot, so that could be another the receiver Los Angeles pick there. Chargers. So, Zay Flowers ends up Quentin being the fourth Johnston. receiver pick. Well, receiver. It's a good thing the first round is coming to a close, so there won't be too much of a run. Well, well, it's we'll not that, it's not, not we'll that close to being over. We got another 10, 10 picks. <laughs> Some of these people don't need wide receivers, though. Baltimore doesn't need uh, one. What do you think of Tamara's theory of Minnesota maybe rolling the dice with Will Levis? I can't, I can't believe Will Levis is still on the board. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely possible. They had a lot of things linked to them for Hendon Hooker. 
I would imagine probably thinking that Will Levis wasn't going to be there was sort of mm -hmm. what the media was thinking. So they, they were tying them to Hen and Hooker. Planning for that next stage after Kirk Cousins, and I think you also have sort of hit your ceiling if you're Minnesota a little bit with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So maybe you're looking at somebody with a little bit more upside and, and Levis. I like Hooker too for them. Either one of those guys I think are interesting players for, for Minnesota. But I, I do know that they, they really like Jordan Addison. So yep. may, maybe it's it, is it a here pick, right? You're trying to compete right now, so you add Jordan Addison to Justin Jefferson and, and try to really – load up or are you trying to plan for the future with the quarterback I guess I wonder too I think to your point Evan if they will go with a weapon for offense just because there is some uncertainty in their running back room and their star there you know so I'm wondering if they can get some star power maybe in the wide receiver room yeah. to help out potentially a hole in the running back room that does a lot of their work yeah. could be something to look at I mean you know it's fair the, Ch the Chargers are in an interesting position, you know, because they're in that division with Mahomes. Mm -hmm. They've got their quarterback, you know, like this is their window. They've got to like somehow figure out how to get over uh, the Chiefs, you know. So, Some of yeah. that's on them. They just make ridiculous mistakes. Yeah. And just cannot hold on to a lead to save their lives. Yeah. Mikey. Yeah. Um, let's go to Fidel in Tampa. What's up, Fidel? I am absolutely amazed that they made this pick. So I, I can't believe they actually did it. <laughs> it's something that you thought they should do, and they did it. I, I was shocked that he lasted longer than the top eight. I thought he was going to be one of the first defensive players outside Jalen Carter and Will Anderson gone. I am ecstatic. I thought when we he was available at 14 and we traded after 17, like, oh, great, both him, JSN, and Zay Flowers are going to be gone because that's the Patriots' luck. Yep. Well, so they got I, their I, guy. I really thrilled thrilled pick. All right. The yeah. only one that can make tight better is if they trade back in and get Zay Flowers or um, – Oh, why that, not? That feels like we don't deserve it. But can you imagine the energy all of a sudden? Thanks, I mean, it seems like a lot of people kind of wrapped up at the party. Well, when we went upstairs, I, we, I noticed that some people were starting to, to I was like, I want to hold the phone they a little bit. They got, yeah, it looks like and they're they packing got, up here. They have 11 oh, more yeah, picks. They, they announced the party is kind of being over. They, they were thanking everybody for coming. Really? Yeah, Sosi yeah, so said as soon as the pick was made, he was like, thanks for coming. So, like, if the Patriots, so if the Patriots had like traded up to top 10, would they have ended it then? Good point. <laughs> My guess cool. is yes. Wow. I want to go find the drunk guys who are just here but all See, the way, no matter what way. happens. They're just still going up order. And yeah, I mean, I'd be just hanging out double drinking Bud Lights. Lights. Let's know. go. What, what, what else you got to do? Let's go. It's Look, they have 11 they got picks. a room at the Renaissance? I don't <laughs> even believe. They have 11 no, right? more, oh, more yeah. picks yeah. to go. They don't need to pick 11 guys. They already have seven. Oh, yeah. With Christian Gonzalez, they already have 76 guys on the roster, on a 90-man roster. They're going to have some UDFAs in here. We know that. Yeah. So what are, you, what are you doing with all these picks? Go make a trade. Go yeah. get aggressive. Zay Flowers, if you really do like him as much as we all think you do, he's still sitting Let's right get, there. Zay, 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 Zay. Yeah, Zay. talk about it. Nice. Let's uh, do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am going to listen in. They're going to the, the, – they're setting up a press conference now with Christian Gonzalez, so oh. I'll, I'll listen in on that while we're while we're here on the air and okay. relay any good bits. All right. I do need to. He does remind me a lot of a of a Steph Gilmore type, or very well, quiet it, confidence. It sounds obvious, but I mean, we just talked about on the video head. It's like you, you got this kid for four years, with plus a, plus a fifth year option too. You know, at that rookie salary, so it's just 
it's it's a key position, and if he works out and he is the guy that people think he's going to be, uh, it, it could really have the chance to be a slam dunk and you know, just the player you need to compete with Diggs and Tua and Tyreek and all these guys. Waddle, I mean, it's just it's so tough. I mean, look at the Jets, too. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you need this kid more now than you did three days ago since he arrived in New York. So it's uh, We talked about exciting. that the other day, right, of what would Belichick do, to, not necessarily to overreact to Aaron Rodgers now being in the division, but just respond. Would he take a receiver or a tackle and try to compete on the scoreboard, or would he take a defensive stud and try to shut him down? And it seems like they're going to try to shut him down. But, but yeah. you know, that's interesting. And, you know, who knows, like, what the, he's really thinking but he is that defensive minded coach you right. know we'll beat him with defense yeah you know yeah. And, but you know I, I think it's fair to say though if this was a wide receiver class like you'd seen in previous years that it, it might not necessarily have crossed out you know had they had a chance for say Jalen Waddle, you know versus Gonzalez would they? I don't know. So oh, this uh, the Celtics. Celtics that's a Celtics thing. The Celtics are going on like a 10-0 run now to close out the Hawks. So oh, good. That's what it's about time. Is. It's about damn time. Okay, good. At least we have one team that closed <laughs> it out. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Well, it, they're, I just, up, they're up eight with two minutes left. Mike, but if I just told tied. you like a month ago that this is that this was going to happen here tonight, would either oh, of no. us believe each no, other? No, no. I, mean, just, I, just, I, I, I mean, it's just it's one of those players that you're so impressed by that you're just you don't really allow yourself. Well, the other thing is we're not really used. Like I know we we had 15. That's how we got Mac, but we're not really used to having such high picks. Yeah. For you know, like. You can, you can actually that's, get guys that you like. That's a good right. point. You know? it's, it's, it's easier to have a guy slip to you at right. 14 right. than the normal 22. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. right. And, and, you know, I don't honestly care about if our mock drafts and big boards are correct, but it, it's such a high pick that it should be somebody that was off our mock drafts and big boards, Particularly right? when three of the, our quarterbacks that go, you know, right. so now you're, there's, you know, 11 guys that you have oh. the, the pick of. And they're, all right, Evan. Am I going to be upset? The Ravens, Ravens pick. just took safe flowers. Did they? Oh. My heart is crushed. <laughs> oh, listen. I'm going to give him another stick tap. <laughs> give me some. <laughs> the run on receivers is now three. That's a run. Yeah. I'm not crying. They're not tears. It's, it's raining. just dusty. It's raining inside. <laughs> I hey, hey, hey. Don't be sad that it's over. Be happy that you had a few months to imagine oh, what it would they're, like. they're up 10. Marcus Smart is yeah, asserting this, himself. This game is over. <laughs> but he also, over. think about the Ravens now. So you got Lamar Jackson. Odell. Resigned and energized. You got, yeah. you still got your tight end. You, you know, you've got, yeah. you've got, o, you know, uh, Odell now. Now you've got Zay Flowers. They could be. Like, I think hey, the Patriots drafted Christian Gonzalez because now everybody's got receivers yeah, except you. We're putting it all on a rookie <laughs> to stop like all this firepower. Who had Evan being the negative guy before the night yeah. was over? So now I'm a little scared. Paul, you, you know. know that that was a dagger to the heart. I was I was starting to sell myself on the dream Lazar draft of maybe Zay Flowers falling far enough towards 46 that they could actually make the move to trade up for him. But I'm going to pivot because that's what we have pivot. to do. Pivot. Josh Downs from UNC is top of the second round Zay Flowers a very similar type of player that can get open at all three levels of the defense a little bit of a yak guy not quite as explosive as Zay I don't think but there's still receivers is my point Jordan Addison I think is going to go to Minnesota quite frankly but if they end up pivoting to a quarterback here and they don't then he's still kind of falling a little bit so there's still a couple of receivers hanging on the Baltimore Ravens select Zay Flowers wide receiver Boston College 
Not even this can bring Evan down right now. <laughs> I'm just... The, the Patriots drafted Christian Gonzalez. The Celtics are about to close out the Hawks, and I'm crying because Zay Flowers went the I asked this question to Paul. <laughs> and I the NHL series are all getting extended, yeah. by the way. Oh, great. So <laughs> Toronto lost. It should be a great night. <laughs> I asked this question to Paul, Evan, before you, you got back when you and Deuce were doing your more important stuff. And I'll ask this to both of you. Do you think this second-round talent is above-average second-round talent? Or is it about the same as the uh, usual? I would. I. I don't know. I think probably about the same. I guess <laughs> that was pretty much yeah. exactly what I That's said. what Paul said. It's hard to say. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. I mean, I look at everything through the Patriots' prism, right? So, I mean, in terms of what they need now, what I say, you know, I think they can probably get a date. You know, a slot receiver. There's. I mean, there's not the exciting names. It's going to be, you know, one no. of those guys that's kind of limited, probably. Um, I won't be surprised if they go defense again. I think there's tackles to be had. You know, there's there's going to be guys. Yeah, one, you know, Matthew Bergeron. Matthew the Bergeron. Is, I was literally just about to say Matthew Bergeron. Yeah. A lot of the people in the league really thought that he might sneak into the first round, so we might hear his name called before the end of the night. Bergeron. But he, he's one of those guys that's basically Skaronski, but was projected to go a little bit later. You know, probably a guard, but could probably play tackle. Is a little longer than Skaronski, so I think he could actually stick at tackle. This is just killing me. I just can't even watch <laughs> this watching right now. Flowers talk but, to commit. Oh, God. Oh. It was all a dream. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, well, just a little update. So Christian Gonzalez here is speaking with the New England media right now, and I think he's uh, he's already got it down. He's not a man of many words, quiet, specific, gets to the point, gets out. So uh, he seems like he's uh, very excited, and hopefully we'll see him tomorrow down here on the field. I know he was one of the guys traveling to Kansas City, so yeah. hopefully we'll have a, we'll have our boy Chris Gogolos with him and we'll be recording all this and everything, yeah. so it should so work out. So the plan is, and you know, plans don't always work the way you want, but we're going to be with him from now until he gets here tomorrow. So we'll have behind the scenes him on the plane, getting here, going into Logan, assuming that's where they fly into, um, and on the you know, car getting here. So we'll be with him every step of the way. So that'll be pretty cool. It's really like yeah. one of my favorite parts of, of this job. I mean, just the, something I had never done before I got here was going down there. Mac Jones was the first one I got to do. We got to do Cole Strange, but just such a cool kind of moment down there on the field with the crafts and, you know, got the big video board here getting ready to be unveiled and the, the new lighthouse and everything. So it's a, uh, it's a cool time, and I think there'll be uh, some really good energy down there on the field tomorrow just from everybody that sees this as yeah. you know, just a really solid pick. We'll, we'll try to get him into the P, uh, PU studio tomorrow. We'll tape an interview with him that we'll play. and you know, that's, yeah. that's one guy, and they're not going to let me do this, Fred, but maybe we can ask. <laughs> this is one guy that I would love to watch Oregon film with because their coverage system is really complex, and sometimes, quite frankly, I have no clue if this is like if I'm reading it right, right? If I'm you know know exactly where he's supposed to be going, and uh, he's just such a heady player on film that always seems to be looking for work in zone, right? He's never covering grass. You don't want guys in zone coverage to just be covering an area of the field and there's nobody around them and they're just sitting there doing nothing. He's somebody that goes and seeks out guys and makes sure that he's in assignment sound type places and I, I just really would be fascinated to get inside of his mindset. I know once Gilmore really started to turn it on yeah. here, he was more open with those types of conversations. Well, and, he had trouble with fun. zone at first, right? Gilmore? Yeah, he yeah. did. Gilmore he did. definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting though, someone just to point out that he just mentioned, they asked him about, Andrew Callahan asked him about playing with Adrian Clem, obviously Adrian Clem coaching the O-line, but um, you know that is another connection that, that we have to him and, and yeah. to the Oregon. That's true. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Uh, some more reaction from our listeners. 
We'll go to Robert in Oklahoma. What's up, Robert? Hey, how's it going, guys? All right. So I've been listening to y'all since probably last offseason, and I just want to say you guys are great. Thank you. Um, I called the trade to the Steelers. I sent it in an email. Nobody was able to see it. But um, I'm so excited that Christian Gonzalez is coming. I did not expect him to be here for pick 17, but that's incredible. My heart was just broken with Zay Flowers going to Baltimore. I know. But what, what do y'all what do y'all see with our next pick? Because I was thinking tackle, but I really don't see us see anyone worth that second round pick for the tackle. I was thinking maybe Blake Freeland in a third round. Yep. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I, I'm with you on this one. I think. Remember last year at corner, uh, they take Marcus Jones and Jack Jones at their third and fourth round picks. With all these picks now that they have in the third and fourth round, I wouldn't mind them doing that at tackle. Just take two guys that you like, and hopefully one of them ends up hitting them, being a good football player for you and a starter. What I would like to see them do in the second round now is to go get a pass catcher. It could be a tight end. It can be a receiver. I don't really necessarily care, but I think there's enough talent at both those positions. I mean, you just think about a draft of Christian Gonzalez and Darnell Washington as your first two picks. I mean, that's a home run draft. That's, that's my Tuesday notes. <laughs> right. You know, that would just be, I won't know what to do with my point. That would just be fantastic <laughs> for them. Like, so I got to be happy about uh, this. I have mentioned Josh Downs a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, maybe a, a guy like Marvin Mims is there at 46 if they if they wait all the way to 46 to make a pick. But one of these tight ends at the top of the first, Michael Mayer is still there. I think Michael Mayer is going to go at, by the end of the night, but maybe he doesn't. You know, these yeah. are the go. You Talk got about your a corner. Run. That could be a tight end run. Something you got your defensive, you know, stud that you're you're hoping is going to be able to go shut down guys on the outside. Now let's let's. Let's get to the pass catchers. Let's get to the offense, and let's help out. Thanks, Matt Robert. Yeah. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's see. We got uh, John in Dallas. What's up, John? Hey, fellas. Uh, first of all, I mean, Christian Gonzalez, A++++. Um, and on top of that, the Jets taking Will McDonald, a 239-pound edge defender with four sacks in the last year. I mean, two things to be super happy about. Uh, the questions I got for you, what do you think it would take to get back in a round one, maybe 30 where the Eagles are? Um, and, you know, if we were to do something like that, you know, Dewan Jones or Anton Harrison, I think would be great. But but who do you guys think would be good there? And I'll, uh, I'll take it off the air. Keep up the great work. So, in other words, who's worth going back into the first round for? I mean, Harrison, I, I would say Bergeron maybe. I, that might be a I high, viewed but. Anton Harrison as a guy that could start right away in the league. I love Dewan Jones, but he's a right tackle. Certainly not a not a guy that has the foot speed to play on the left, and then I would also just throw out there. I think Matthew Bergeron is just too much their type of guy to to yeah. pass. He's got he tough, dependable, one of the coachable <laughs> type of guys. Yeah. You know, just kind of that classic patriot. So I would say Matthew Bergeron's another one of those guys. But I think a caller mentioned Blake Freeland. Like Blake Freeland and Tyler Steen in the third and fourth round or my guy Nick Saldaveri from Old Dominion, you know, later on in the draft. I just think that that's that's such a great part about this Gonzalez thing is they probably have some of these guys from Old Dominion and some of these other guys that we've done some homework on, Mike, that are later on in the draft. They're not reaching on that that yeah. guy this year, right? They're not taking right. uh, you know, a, a Nick Saldaveri in the first round just because right. they like him. I think last year they got a little bit antsy and they, they reached on a few picks and they they, <laughs> they were just a little bit antsy. Addison. That's it. Jordan Addison to Minnesota. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. 
Well, there Take goes another wide receiver. Go get Josh Downs. That's that's what. Yeah, I'm I like I like Jaden Reed too. It's another little you know little guy that's yep. quick inside. Uh, yeah, had you a know, real good Senior Bowl. He's you know, I love days. Charlie Jones. I think Charlie he's Jones. more like a third or fourth round guy. Yeah, these are. Yeah, Mingo, Jonathan Mingo. If they wanted that big outside receiver, maybe looking you know Devonte Parker. I don't know if he's going to be in the fold. Or how long he's going to be here for after this season? Uh, Mingo's got that size, speed, six one, two twenty two, four four in the forty yard dash. So he's built and runs like A.J. Brown, not as good as A.J. Brown. Look at the Vikings war room. Look at him. What, what is like a clapping? thousand people in there. What are they doing? It's another doing? one with 25, 30 plus. Okay. What are they? I just don't, I, and then you got to get with the, not, oh. not only the handshake, the hard-o. But, but the hard-o, like, uh, man hard uh, To be uh. fair, they told the whole world that they were going to take Jordan Addison with this pick, and they still got Jordan Addison with the pick. So I'd be excited, I, too. I, I, I'm not, like, making fun of them for being happy with who they picked. It's, it's the over-the-top reaction oh. with do, like no, dozens right. of people. But they're acting like they're surprised they got him. You well, know what I mean? They probably yeah, are because a little they bit. told the whole world that they were going to take him. <laughs> I mean, you can't be sure at like 23 you're going to get the guy you want. Know, Can you believe it? There was Bryce Young to at one to Carolina, and then there was Jordan yeah, Addison to the Minnesota Vikings. I just think that the, like, the history on it's like. 23rd oh. pick in the 2023 oh. NFL oh. draft. Well, I think uh, the I Minnesota think Vikings on Saturday we got to continue our tradition of after. Yeah, we got to. And you know, like a lot of them like like pumped up like earlier. Like they got to, you oh, know, yeah, they, too much. they lifted just before <laughs> when they we went it, on when air. We make a pick at some point in the fourth round if we all get up from the table and, and we manhug. Yeah, we do. We, we got to throw like, it we up. All gotta, we all gotta, we Mike got to. We got our guy. Almost we did got, when they picked Christian we Gonzalez. We were Evan, close. We were walking up to upstairs and I said, "Should we high five?" <laughs> Jaguars <laughs> yeah. took Anton Harrison. Oh, and there oh, it is. Okay. All right, there it is. So another tackle off the board. Hello. When did the Jaguars pick? The Giants just traded up to 24. Because the Giants traded up to 24. When did the Jaguars? So the Jaguars. 25 or oh, 24. 23. So they moved up one spot. So yeah. Celtics advance. Celtics, Celtics advance. Won. All right. 128-120. Yeah. All right. Okay. Game one in Boston. They actually did it night. the opposite. They were losing with six minutes left and found a way to. They found a way. That's what great teams do, Paul. They find a way. Look at Addison's glasses. Jordan Addison. What's going oh, on boy. here? I like the pink suit though. That's oh, pretty boy. stylish. Yeah. Uh, what is his? Uh, what is his chain say? See, this is the thing that like I just I didn't you know the the ancillary stuff that you don't really want to bring up with like the NIL deal and him, you know, going to USC and I'm like, yeah, is he one of these kind of DV guys? And well, it's funny you know. bring that up because one of the things that was a knock on Will Levis was that Peyton Manning thing that he did with the rookies. Yeah. And you know the Mannings were in the room and all the rookies got to ask them questions in the. You know, they're all asking about X and O and technique and all this stuff. And the question that Will Levis asked was, you know, what, what can you tell us about marketing? <laughs> and, you know, Peyton Manning said, hey, look, I've done my share of commercials, but as a rookie, the only thing you should be worried about is getting oh, better. That right. stuff will happen, yeah. but, like, that shouldn't be the thing on your mind. And a lot of people point at that and say, this guy... He's Doesn't not thinking right. He's not thinking right. I, I go back. I think I mentioned this on the show before with uh, Bill Polian talking about their meeting with Peyton Manning, and he said that Peyton Manning told them on his way out of the meeting, he said, "If you guys draft me, I will be in Indianapolis the next day." And P- Bill Polian said, "We can't work out. You can't work out yet. There's a league rule that you have to wait five days to get the rookies out on the field." And he was like, "Figure it out. Like I'll be there the next day. 
right. working out. Put me in another yeah. place. It's up, yeah, it's up to you guys to figure it out. And at that point, Bill Polian was like, oh, we're drafting this kid. Yeah. Right, you know, and that's how these things go. Yeah. I mean, There's definitely something like the little loose cannony about Will Levis was just like the, the, the sun's out, guns out at the combine, and I've yeah. got a cannon, and then the video, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's... Probably not the stuff you want to see. The cannon thing made me laugh and everything, but yeah. that, that was one you know, that I was just, like. Eh. And it's eh. nothing like you're going to like kill the kid over, but it's just if you're designing, hey, this is a first-round quarterback that we want to build our franchise around for the next decade. You know, it's just a couple of red flags. They're like, yeah, is he, oh, wait is a he minute. fully invested? Um, the Giants are on the clock, not the Jaguars. Jaguars no, are I know they, they traded, but okay. someone already reported who the Jaguars are, t- are taking. Well, That's that, why I was asking. Was that erroneous? Uh, maybe it's erroneous. Maybe maybe the Giants are taking that player, and they just had that could, the, I, I could be. They had the slot right, but they had the that team could wrong. be could be yeah yeah that's a mistake. All right, that uh, happened last year with the Patriots. What did they do? Uh, Mike Silver tweeted that they took Trent McDuffie. Mike Silver. But they actually traded out, and, and City took Trent McDuffie. Yeah, so that's you know? that's where you find out. Oh, McDuffie's been drafted. Yeah. Whose turn is it? Oh, it's the Patriots, and you didn't get the trade in. You know, you know what I discovered? Uh, what I found out in Arizona at the owner meetings? Uh, no socks. Not a fan of Matt of Mike Silver. Not a fan. I'm not a fan of Mike Silver either. <laughs> There's a lot of people. Who no one really cares. <laughs> uh, let's go to Charles in Dallas. What's up, Charles? Dallas. Charles DeMar? He is not there. All right. All right. So good time to take a break. Uh, the Giants, it looks like, are on the clock, perhaps. I um, believe the Giants are on the clock. Yeah. yeah. So oh, when we they, come took, back, they took Deontay Banks. Oh, they took Deontay. All right. So Giants take Banks. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, 
and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season, and there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week, so head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering. And then, whammo, is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. 
when someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. This is the 2023 Patriots Unfiltered Draft Show. All right, back here at the Patriots Draft Party, Patriots Unfiltered. We're going to ride this thing out till the end of the first round. Uh, the Patriots have taken Christian Gonzalez, so that's a pick that it seems everybody is elated about. Uh, they traded down to do it, a few uh, uh, selections, and still got their guy. Um, while we were um, at break, the Bills uh, took a tight end. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, really. Took a, the Bills took a slot receiver. <laughs> yeah, that's Dalton Kincaid is not blocking anybody, but he's one of the better interior receivers in the draft. I think it's like one of the conversations we had because at the break we were going to break. Evan mentioned you know Josh Downs, who's probably that next level of receiver that's available. In the slot, and, and I think it was a question we kind of debated of, like, instead of maybe reaching on a receiver, would it just make sense to get one of these receiving tight ends that, yeah. no, you're probably not going to ask Kincaid to be an inline blocker consistently, but uh, he's going to probably change the game for the Bills somewhat, unfortunately, in the middle of the field. Yeah, they wanted a guy that could control the middle of the field, and they got it with Dalton Kincaid. Different, obviously, like Mike was saying, than Josh Downs, but it's the same idea. Yeah. It, it, just a different type of way of doing it. I, I personally like Sam Laporta from Iowa a little bit better than Dalton Kincaid. just think he's a little bit more explosive after the catch, but Kincaid is definitely one of those guys that, especially 
finding soft spots in zone coverage and just making himself available to the quarterback. They feel like he's going to be that chain mover and then let Stephon Diggs go and make the big play. So you like him better than Meyer from uh, Notre Dame? No, I had Meyer as my first tight end, but Meyer is a well-rounded TJ Hawkinson, Jason Witten ceiling, you know, not necessarily as flashy as a receiver as a guy like Kincaid. So if they truly, you know, Buffalo, Buffalo is not interested in running the football. Like they just <laughs> don't care about running the football. I think that's pretty clear. Uh, they really wanted a guy that was going to catch passes and, and Kincaid's a better pass catcher uh, than, than Mayer. I don't think that's arguable. All right. Well, the six more picks left in the first round. Uh, we wait for the Cowboys to make the pick, and I'm sure they will get their guy. Um, yeah, let's go to John in L.A. What's up, John? Freddie, I said Bill needed to uh, Bill needed to collect talent. Talent collected. Okay. We got one guy. We're doing Talent collected. Great. Love it. We got one guy. Great job, guys. All right. Love the show. All right, thanks, John. John just wanted to weigh I, in on that. Yeah, there, I mean, look, there's still some some real talent still on this board. Joey Porter Jr. has not been drafted. Not that they're going to take another corner, but, yeah. you know, there's still some real talent still on the board. Michael Mayer, we just mentioned. Nolan Smith from Georgia. Brian Branch from Bama. Miles Murphy. Everybody's darling. Darnell Washington. Josh Downs, I, I've talked about a little bit. So the board is, still has some really good football players out there that could really help the team. I, like I said earlier, I – I don't know about you guys, but go and get somebody that can help the offense now. Yeah. I think it's got to be one of the pass catchers because you kind of missed the tackles, I, I would say, besides maybe Dewan Jones from Ohio State if you want uh, to go that direction. But in general, I think you're now looking at tackle as being more of that third and fourth round, maybe double dipping and getting two guys and, and hoping that you cast the wide yeah. net and one of them hits. Yep. Uh, Kevin's in San Francisco. What's up, Kevin? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Um, great show tonight. I'm laughing my ass off with uh, Fred not knowing what the picks were going on. Um, I'm glad. But, I but seriously, I had a. Uh, uh, I got I got very low when they traded back. I got very high when they picked Gonzalez, and then I got very low when Zay Flowers went to the Ravens, my <laughs> most hated team. Yeah, like Evan. So. So anyway, well, we'll live with, we'll live with what we got. Good pick and uh, great show, guys. Keep it up, and we'll see what happens over the weekend. Thanks, Kevin. Kevin Thanks. in San Francisco. Thanks, Kevin. I, I told myself that I was going to be happy with them for taking Christian Gonzalez, but Jose Flowers going to Baltimore hit me right in the field, so I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That, was, that was tough to swallow. David's in New York. What's up, David? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Uh, I, I am – Really excited about the Gonzalez pick. Uh, I didn't think he'd make it out of the top ten, to be honest. But I part of me is thinking, is this too good to be true? Is there some sort of injury or something that we don't know about? I know he's got like a hole in his heart or something like that. Wow, that's wow. What are we doing? Oh, is this better? Is this better? Yeah. No, I. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no. We were we were we were wowing about your pessimism. What happened? I lost. He's gone. I didn't do that. Hello. I think it's uh, a hello, fair David. question for people to ask. Yeah, though, like why, did he fall, yeah. why did he fall to 17? I think uh, the two biggest things for I, I don't know anything outside the lines. Like, I, I have no idea. I, I think one thing that you look at with him is play strength. 
I think is going to be something that he's going to have to get in the weight room and, and start to add some mass to I his did body. right. He needs bulk. Yeah, he, he's, <laughs> I he's a little on, bit. On I know he's 6'1", uh, 200 pounds, so that looks like he's a, a built guy, a big enough guy. Uh, but there are some receivers that uh, were able to kind of body him a little bit or push him around uh, just a tad. So I think that that's one thing. And I mentioned it earlier when he was during the you know this, the process when he was falling that he doesn't have the on-ball production that some of these other guys did. He doesn't have the interceptions that an Emmanuel Forbes or Devin Witherspoon, you know, pass breakups, INTs, things like that. And the question I just asked with that to myself was, well, were they throwing at him? Right. Maybe he's just taking the guy off the field Maybe, so yeah. often that they are just not throwing his direction as much as the other guys. But those are the two football things well, I think well, that were a little bit. Dan Brugler had Christian Gonzalez as his fifth-ranked guy in his top 100. So – I mean, yeah, no, it's I mean, and I think probably so there, is. there will be probably some conversation about that. I mean, I, I am I'm surprised that that Forbes went over to him. I mean, Forbes's ball production is just insane. Um, but as we talked about, he's a big skinny guy. I mean, I just think he's a specific type and, and he never really, to me, fit that box of the Patriots. I feel like they want corners who can tackle and that's what st- stood out about Witherspoon you know Witherspoon has no qualms about coming up and you know popping a running back off the edge or whatever so I I, I was a little bit surprised that that he was the third one but I still think that he's right there with all those guys I, I mean I, I I'm not sure we'll see how Forbes works out in that system but I, I just think given what the Patriots needed what he can do and you know again I think he's real young too I I, I gotta look exactly yeah, what he's age 20 is. years old so, so I just, he's only 20 I mean yeah he'll be 21 soon uh, in, ju- in June but but you, but you still got him he I can't mean, even drink yet <laughs> he can't even celebrate with a beer right now that, that's what we're talking about so that, you know and that's and as I said I mean you're talking you're gonna have him till he's 26 if you want him you know if it all works out he's here till he's 26 and he's still gonna be in the prime of his career so uh, it, if it works out something it's, that it's they, a slam dunk I'm sure that they considered. Uh, something that they you talk about a lot is breakout age. At what age did this player hit his peak in college? Because the younger the breakout age, the more potential the guy probably has in the league because they're still developing physically and they're already really good football players. So just an example, a, a guy like Jamar Chase, he had was a breakout player at like 19, and everybody was yeah. like, okay, this guy's going to be an absolute game wrecker. So I pulled up uh, Gonzalez's PFF charting, and uh, he only had – uh, four interceptions and six pass breakups last year. So not a ton of on-ball production, and two of his picks came in the same game. So he really only had – he went, what, you know, 12 games with two interceptions. And I think that's something that some of these teams picking up early, you know, a guy like – I keep going back to Forbes just because he went to pick ahead of him. Forbes had, I think, double the interceptions yeah, that he had insane. last year. I mean, right? He had so, so much – I also would just say, uh, and I forget exactly where Buffalo drafted Gilmore, but, I mean, you saw a little bit of, like, I say 10. he didn't really find his stride. You know, I mean, he got out of Buffalo, obviously, and I know, you know, coming here he had a little bit of growing pains, as we, as we talked about, yeah. with the switch into having to, you know, really kind of balance between man and zone. But, you know, and then you saw him 2019. He's, you know, the defensive player of the year. So uh, you just hope that Gonzalez can start to find that stride a little earlier and that it's not – you know this this long development process, but I still think that they have enough depth in the secondary that like we don't have to go throw them out there week one and go yeah. take digs. You know that that would be something I don't think would be a recipe. But but another thing that I wrote too over the course of all this thing was they they I, they are really good at developing corners. Like I just I think the Mike Pellegrino, Brian Belichick, the guys in the secondary, they've done a good job developing guys. Usually guys who are mid round picks that you don't really have 
a lot of expectation for. So now it's a question of that we haven't really seen this. What's it look like when you get a kid who's loaded with talent, who has sky-high potential if he can put it all together? And it's just, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, he's just an elite athlete. That's, yeah. you know, that's what Gonzalez is. Uh, if they can get his mental side of the game and, you know, plug him into their match zone coverages so that, you know, he's able to, to quickly respond and come up and, I mean, just take advantage of all the things that he can do, uh, it's it's exciting. I mean, and that's probably why you can hear the excitement in, in our voices yeah. that yeah. if they can, if it works, it's, it's, it's going to be a slam dunk. Whereas I think last year when we were, you know, talking about Cole Strange, well, if it's a slam dunk, all right, they got, be they, got a a great, they got a great guard. Like, how yeah. much is that going to move the needle? But if this kid works out, I mean, this it's better be a move slam the dunk too. But yeah, yeah. it has to be. I mean, it has was, to this be. This was not a reach. It just was. <laughs> no, a, it was. You know, to your point about the other guys that they already have in the room. But Jack Jones and Marcus Jones and even Kyle Duggar, they already have guys in the secondary that pick the pa- you know pick off a lot of passes and make a lot of plays. And stick that, with your guy. And that vein. <laughs> Christian Gonzalez is one of those guys like a Stephon Gilmore who's just going to mirror and match guys all over the field. He might not have 10 interceptions in a season, but he's not going to give up very many plays to top flight talent. And those other guys can go ahead now, and those guys can go ball hawk, and those guys can go make their plays and, and get the turnovers for the Patriots defense. Last year also just some of the things that stood out from his, his PFF page here, he only had two penalties the entire year. And that, that's, that's tough to do. When you when you only have two penalties as a corner the entire year, that tells me that you're playing under control, right? Everything just is smooth, and you're not jumpy, and you're not overreacting to things, and you're playing within yourself. So I, I think that that's a another really telltale sign that this that he's got that athleticism that he's never panicked. Yeah. You know, guys that get a lot oh of penalties, yeah. they panic and they start tugging at people and they start grabbing things and stuff like that. Uh, he's nothing like that. I just I'm trying to think of a comp because I mean I guess Gilmore maybe um, so, just in terms of pre, I, I just yeah. I'm trying to think of an, a cornerback that just looks like such an excellent excellent. So athlete, the guy that know? I compared him to because I did pro comparisons on my big board was Patrick Sertan mm-hmm. in Denver. I didn't love the I thought about Gilmore uh, because I think they're the same similar size and speed and athleticism from an athletic profile standpoint. But I think Gonzalez is coming in better in zone than Gilmore was early on. Yeah. I, I think he's somebody that fits zone a little bit more than Gilmore did. I, I compared him to Sertan because Sertan is so smooth too. Like that guy just looks like an NFL cornerback when you watch him yeah. coming out. He just moved like an NFL CB, really smooth yeah, hips, that's Gonzalez. Speed, that's Gonzalez. Like, so I, I, I th- that's what I – I will preface it with this, though. That's a lofty comparison. Patrick Sertan's probably a top five, top three cornerback in the NFL at this point. So I'm not sure if Christian Gonzalez is going to be that good. But when I watched uh, you know, Sertan at Alabama coming out and now Gonzalez at Oregon, I, I saw some similarities. Uh, Dallas uh, has taken Mozzie Smith, defensive tackle out of Michigan, with their pick. I saw some people really? sort of tie the Patriots to him. Hmm. Yeah, well, if they had traded yep. down, you know, in this area. Yeah. Yep. Not at 14, if they had traded down. Yep. So the uh, That doesn't seem like Ma- a Dallas pick to Mozzie me. Smith, remember that line that Nick Saban had that Bill Belichick goes to the combine to scout butts? Yeah. <laughs> right? He likes and big butts. He likes big and butts. I can't deny. Not lie. Mozzie Smith's got a big booty. Yeah. And that guy is a two-gapping nose tackle that is not going to move an inch when you when But you he's also athletic. He can move. He, are, yeah, he's an Are athlete. you surprised he goes in round one, though, like a nose tackle? Like, I, I don't know. I think that he's somebody that I don't know if he's going to play on third down. He's going to play on first and second down. 
I don't know if he's going to play on third down. He's got really good upper body power and what I would just say explosiveness just to really stun guys and get blocks off of him and, and play the run really effectively. It's an interesting pick for Dallas, though. They're usually one of those teams that stick to premium positions and just go, you know, corners, receivers, tackles. You know, they don't really take interior guys. Uh, five more picks, and the Jaguars pick is in. That's so funny. At this, 27. This is bizarre to me. Why? Anton Harrison. Oh. Somehow this pick so got, somehow leaked, like, got out. Picks so now early. I got to tell you, this is lending credence to your theory, Fred, about like they, they all talk, yeah, and they all tell everybody what they're doing. Yeah. So they were going to take him at 24, and evidently they found out. Well, no one's taking him, so we're just going to wait. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like I do wonder if there's like a little bit of you don't want to be the team that lied. Right. Right. You, so, you, that's true. So maybe there's there, everybody kind of comes together and is like, all right, we're going. We're all. We know who we're all going for. You know, who's your guy? Who's my guy? And we go from there. And if you end up, if you bullface lie to somebody like that, that comes back. But and I don't think you have to lie to not necessarily want to tip your hand. Yeah. Like I, I, I think Evan's right. I think that you end up doing more damage to yourself. Yeah. If you, you flat out dishonest about it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's more of this. That's that a weird on. one. Subterfuge. That is a weird one. Scuttlebutt sub subterfuge. You know, yeah. You got to play the game. Uh, Talwinder from Bay Area is on the line. What's up, Talwinder? Hey, good evening, guys. Hey. Hey, I like that. Like all, everybody was talking about, we like that pay Christian Gonzalez. I have a theory. I think if we would have picked him at 15, and then Jets would have picked up Jones from Georgia, now with us being traded a couple of picks back, we, Jones went to Pittsburgh, and we blocked the Jets from getting Jones. That's my theory. I was chestnut no, check his baby, but you know Pitts, Pittsburgh blocked the Jets from getting right. Jones. But he's saying, but he's saying, no, I know did. what he's saying. But Pittsburgh traded up because they wanted Jones. Yes, but he's saying that the <laughs> exactly. Patriots. Jones. They didn't well, want I the agree. Jets to get Broderick Jones. So they let I agree with all of that, but they wanted. But Pittsburgh had to want the guy. I like this theory. Chestnut checkers. <laughs> That's right. back, baby. But, like you, you did it. <laughs> you did it. I don't know how you did it, but you did it. But, you, you. But, but, like, I mean, you're please. in cahoots with Pittsburgh. I mean, I, I totally like, everything. Go take the Jets guy. Everything Evan just said, I agree with. I think the Jets would have taken Broderick Jones. That's why Pittsburgh had to get in front of the Jets. Right. Because that's the guy they wanted. Yeah, yeah, love it. It's that. That's how. That's how it works. Just like if Buffalo wants Dalton Keene, I mean Dalton Kincaid, they clearly had to get up in front of Dallas, right. who everybody thought wanted Dalton Kincaid. Right. Yeah. That's how trades work. The Patriots got the Steelers <laughs> to take Broderick Jones <laughs> away from the Jets, and the Jets drafted a 230-pound edge <laughs> linebacker <laughs> and Ramondre. Like, okay, I love okay. It. So let's let's Just continue this. Checkers, baby. Let's continue this. What is what is the guy McDonald like? Two thirty eight. Yeah. Two forty. Yes. What what what, yeah. what is Von Miller weigh? Yeah. Okay, two forty-eight. Von Miller is Von yeah. Miller. Just I'm just saying. Like, so let's yeah, not tell. I mean, let's like, not say the guy. Lawrence Taylor yeah. way. I don't know. Stop. Like, <laughs> let's you. not say the guy can't play because he's small. That's the size of athletic edge yeah, defenders. Yeah. Like, if he can't play, yeah. he can't but play. The, That's a whole different but my story. Point, and look, the Jets. The Jets were in a position. We talked about the Jets a little bit that they could kind of do whatever, honestly, because their roster is really good right now. So they were in a position to draft a guy that might be a situational player. But when I watched Will McDonald, I thought for the Patriots. This guy would be Josh Uche. Yeah. He'd be on the field 40 to 50% of the downs. He'd come in and rush the passer. So they they drafted a situational sub rusher yeah, and in the could, first yeah. round. And that, that could be true. And he yeah. could. And if he's good, that's fine. If he's not, 
it's you know obviously right. a disaster. And <laughs> like I, yeah, it's a bad first round pick. But I would also say that that's what he would have been here. With the the Jets might be able to get a three down player out of him because their system is a little bit different and ask a little bit different things from their edge guys. The Patriots edge yeah. guys have to set the edge. Like if you can't set the edge for Bill Belichick, you're not yeah. playing. On and first I'm not going to pretend to know a lot about him, McDonald's, because I don't. Um, I just you know the whole like he's two thirty eight. So he can't play. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, just a they're little. not asking him to go out there and set the edge on every running play. Like that's not what they're going to ask him to do. No, he can play. He, like I said, he, he's got a lot of tools in his toolbox. He's one of those edge rushers. He can spin. He can stab. He can duck under the edge. He turn the corner. Like he, he's got four or five different counters in his bag. So th- those guys are tough to block. Do you think there's any like interesting kind of comparison to be drawn? Uh, between D'Amico Ryans, obviously he ran the San Francisco defense, taking uh, Will Anderson up at the top, and then the yeah. guy before him was Robert Sala, and San Francisco ran that defense, Similar and now he's, guy. you know, kind of, I don't know if there's, yeah. you know, much, but I also think that, you know, Jermaine Johnson, I seem to remember him being a little bit more a bigger, stouter guy, yep. so maybe it's a little bit of a balance, too, for the Jets on between those two guys, and hey, when you're trying to find when it. When you hit on Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson in the last draft, and then you trade for Aaron Rodgers, you can kind of take... Yeah. The guys that maybe will only be 50% players. And for I'll, you I'll say, too, I mean, just continuing the theme, I mean, I like the pick of Anton Harrison for, for the Jags, you know? I mean, the team that's, you know, got putting those pieces together slowly got, I know Trayvon Walker didn't well, quite blow it up last what's year. What's his but face? What's the guy that got suspended? Yeah. I, Cam I, uh, Robinson. Cam Robinson, yeah. yeah. So, obviously, you got to you gotta take these things into consideration. Uh, the Bengals pick is in. Do we have a tip? Uh, I have not seen one. No. I think uh, Breer went to, went oh, to Miles Murphy. Okay. Miles Murphy. Miles Murphy. They did bring, bring back I'll tell both you, their for edge a, guys. For a completely unpredictable draft, there have been a lot of guys selected in the exact areas that they were sort of mocked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say I, I was definitely surprised that Darnell Wright was, you know, was the second tackle off the board. That was surprising to me. I, I mean, not, I not would, crazy. I would, I would agree with but that. But a little bit of a surprise. Gibbs was a surprise going as quick as he did. That to um, me was, that was a real surprise. Uh, that one, I, I mean, the Will McDonald one, I just, I, n- I never was that high on him to begin with. So I, I don't know. Maybe, I think other people had probably had him. Had a, Darnell Wright had was surprising. There was definitely some buzz going last week or so that the league really, really liked Darnell Wright a lot, but I don't think anybody saw him 10th overall. How does the whole league like him? Uh, <laughs> How does the whole league? The league. Everybody. The entire league. The league. Everybody. The <laughs> no one had a differing opinion? It's chalk. Uh, Mike's in South <laughs> Carolina. What's up, Mike? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on. Um, kind of bummed about the Zay Flowers pick. Zay Flowers going to the Ravens. Um, I think that Patriots needed to do something dynamic on offense. I know the draft's not over. I know it's just night one, but uh, I think it's a bummer that we've now let Zay Flowers join with the re-energized Lamar Jackson and Odell Beckham in in Baltimore, so I think that poses to be a problem for us in the future. Um, I think every but, offense yeah, right yeah. now poses to be a problem. You know, yeah. we're it's we're and the, we're looking up to the big offenses in the league. Thanks, Mike. Miles Murphy, yeah. It's 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 kind of tough right now because I mean, while there are, you know, a handful of of receivers that you still like, are there any really left that really truly are going to move the needle day one? I mean, downs perhaps, but I think. Once those guys start to go, it's going to start getting. Yeah. You're developmental. Yeah. Your guys like, oh, this is going to be like a fifth Downs receiver. A we got to work it, but you're not going to get what I think 
you know, the last caller was, you know, kind of getting at, which was we need to get an instant influx of talent, which, you know, I would almost say let's look at tight ends in the second round. Like, let's look That's at this group I'm and get well. get the top of the tight ends rather than the seventh, eighth, ninth receiver. Let's get two, three, four, somewhere in there uh, of this tight end class and make yep. that the, you know, somebody that you're expecting to come in and, you know, at least chip in something. Yeah, I like Josh Downs a lot. I think that he's got a lot of the same traits as Zay Flowers. I don't think he's as explosive after the catch as yeah. Zay is, but he gets Tough. he gets open like Zay does in the middle of the field and can control the middle of the field. I really, really love Sam Laporta from Iowa. Yep. They continue to bang the table for that. If they're looking yep. for quickness and a guy that can control the middle of the field and be an inside presence, I think he can definitely do that for you. And you got to mention Darnell Washington. I mean, he's still sitting there as well, and I think he'll be there tomorrow. So I think any of those three guys personally – would come in and give that what that caller wants. Some, yeah. Somebody that can come in and make a difference as a pass catcher. Maybe not at the levels that that a that a JSN or a Zay Flowers would have, but still in a, at a pretty good rate. It's interesting what they do with like Gesicki too. I mean, I like yeah. Hunter Henry. Like those are guys are NFL players, and I mean, I think we're all intrigued by what Gesicki can do. How does that change if they bring in one of those guys? How do they work? Yeah. I mean, I love your you're bringing up Washington though because I feel like for yeah. him even though he might not be what Laporta is as a receiver right out of the gate, like he could immediately come in and fill a role as, as a blocker or as a big body guy that you can throw out there that fills a need immediately. I know it's not the sexy part that we all want, but still, he's a presence. He's a big dude. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Chris in Scottsdale, Arizona. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. It's good to uh, have Paul back from vacation. Can you hear me? Oh, <laughs> that was a shot. Right? That's a first. Yeah, no, no one's ever said that I need to. Shot. It's just, it's just honoring the man. I mean, Paul's, uh, you know, Paul. It is what it is. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So here's my thing. I'm really happy about the Gonzalez pick, like like everybody. Um, I was kind of like, hopefully, wishfully thinking that uh, the guy from Florida, Anthony Richardson, would slip to a point where maybe we would entertain that, you know, because to uh, uh, Evan's point about like, if you're going to roll the dice on a project between him and Levis, like obviously go with Richardson. Um, And then I'll close with these last two points. Uh, I was hopeful that they would hop back in for the wide receiver run. And I wasn't as big on uh, Zay flowers as, as everybody else is. I mean, the guy looks pretty small to me. I'm not saying that he's, you know, doesn't bring anything to the table. You know, he's obviously very fast, shifty, all that good stuff, and I, and I really dig all those qualities. I'm, I'm kind of along the lines with, uh, with, with wanting Johnston, Quentin Johnston, only because of the length and the speed, and, and he's a guy that we've just not been able to hit on. And I think there's less of those guys floating around uh, to pick from than there are of the Zay Flowers ilk. Um, with that being said, the last comment that I wanted to make is, um, Evan, you would know, isn't there, like, still – kind of a, a Johnston kind of clone guy who has like three names. He's one of those guys that has like three names, super fast, you know, huge. Fred's who am I thinking, thinking of? Come yeah, on, Fred. Ford Wheaton. Fred's of, Ford Wheaton. Yeah, West Virginia. So, there we go. <laughs> but, but he's not, he's going to be late, but I like him. I like him. So, we call him BFW. So if you're, if you're looking for outside bigger receivers. So Wheaton Ford? <laughs> we, we, no, we do call him BFW. That's, uh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Me and Barth have to have some, like, acronyms for players. BF Dubs, BF Dubs, BF Dubs, you know, just whatever. Zay, you know, no. it's, we're, we're I, yeah. short, short. I, I introduced him to the world. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Talked about him in Vegas in January. <laughs> oh. 
So if you're going to go big outside receivers, I think, I think there's three kind of layers there. Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss. Cedric Tillman from Tennessee, and then your guy Bryce Ford Wheaton. Like those are sort of the tiers there. Uh, Tillman is not quite as explosive, but I think he's a better route runner than Mingo. Mingo's got a lot of explosiveness and a lot of yards after catch ability, which I think. But uh, I think uh, both of those guys are going to go way before those, Ford Wheaton. Those guys will go in, in somewhere tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And right. then Bryce Ford Wheaton will be that version of that player on day three. Yep. So if you're looking for that, that's, those are the three guys to look for. BF dubs. Uh, let's go to Josh <laughs> and Fall River. What's up, Josh? Uh, Josh. 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 Joshua. Uh, Eric's in New Jersey. What's up, Eric? Friday, man. Paul, Evan, man. We got it, man. We we finally got one right. I think, I think, we, I think we finally got one right, and I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. I want, I want to think, think uh, Jerry Judy. Is he still? You think he's maybe off the table with that extra fourth that we got? Um, you know, maybe some guys falling that Denver likes. Do you still think that? I think probably maybe our last swing at it, and uh, I'll take it off the line. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm so ecstatic that we got uh, Gonzo. So I'll take it off the line. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Eric. Uh, we're gonna have to give more than a fourth for Judy. Yeah, right? yeah. it's not gonna help much. Yeah. But I, I don't take any of these trades off the table. I, I think that yeah, no, you know that there's still possibilities. I, I mentioned earlier that Monty Austin Ford had mentioned that. Uh, Watson was not going to be available during the draft, but I don't, I don't think any of those things are binding. I, I think, every, you know, as the Million Dollar Man says, everybody has a price. You mean Hopkins? Hopkins. Hop, what did I say? Watson. Watson. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Kurt, uh, thank you for correcting that because someone would have, I'm sure, added me. Uh, don't add me. Paul thinks that Sean Watson's going to get traded. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think that Judy, you know, and these guys. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think Jerry Judy's going to stay in Denver. Yeah. But I'm not going to be knocked over if, if someone makes a trade for him. And who knows? Maybe if the Patriots can't get one of these guys that they want early yeah. day two. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they, you know, maybe that, you know, increases the urgency to get somebody. Sure. If they get Jerry Judy and Christian Gonzalez out of oh. this trade draft, then forget about oh. it. Oh, forget about forget it. Forget about oh. it. Your Jersey Mike's for everybody. <laughs> your, your lighthouse is just getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, so is this one. So. I've, been wait, I've been waiting on that all day. They worked out on it. Brian Brzee. Brian Brzee. Brian Brzee. He's a he's a he's handful. Guy, I love right? that guy. He's a handful. I don't know what he is. I don't know if he's an end. I don't know yeah. if he's a linebacker. But that, he's a football player. He just gets the football. His, all high, the time. his high school highlight film with like him just like tossing yep. 110 pound kids around like they're like it just it looked like it should have been illegal. Yeah, you can just tell with some guys that they just have like a natural feel for the game. They might not be the best athlete, but they're just always find the football in the trenches. And he's one of those guys that just. Gets off blocks just somehow. I don't, I don't know how, but he does it. It's guys like him are the reason that they wouldn't let me play Pop Warner. Because like, I was like, I'm 132 pounds, and they're like, not too big. I'm like, how are you too big for football? And then I see those highlights, yeah. and it's just like he's going to town on these kids. But I digress. Yeah. It's Sounds funny. like that was some, some childhood drama. <laughs> like, I really I picked a scab. Well, I yeah. mean, you, you know, you're kind of the chubby kid, and they're like, you can't play football. I'm like, what? Like, come on. What else? What do I got in this world? How chubby did were you, you? Did you catch it, though, when Matt Crow was up on the podium, and he's like, oh, it looks like, you know, the lighthouse is getting bigger, and Deuce looks at me and goes, whoa. <laughs> and then I worked it in later. You know, it's a callback. You know, we're connecting the show. We're doing magic yeah. here. He, uh, I caught it for a different reason, Freddie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> After he came off. I'm not so sure. Whoa, whoa. After the, he came off the podium, Macro walked by Reese and I, and he goes, 
I gave you a lot there, didn't I? Just, <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, uh, you could have just told me that you were going to draft Christian Gonzalez, and this oh, would have been a lot easier. <laughs> right. Are you going to go up and like hug him after this? Like just I run might. out to the parking lot as you know he's what? trying to I get really, I really do feel strongly <laughs> that, that he's, he's he good, had a voice, yeah. in the, and I don't think he did last year in the first round. I really don't. I yeah. think that that was all Bill, and he mm. liked the kid down at the Senior Bowl, and he took <laughs> – Cole Strange. And in this one, I really feel like Macro is like, Bill, this is our highest rated player on our board. He fell to our in our laps and we're we're taking the corner. Like, let's not mess around with this and, and Fine. they and you know when they do the the video after the fact and they always are we all good with this yeah, right yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i really think that this was one of those that they were like we are all good with this yeah. you know we're this is what we're doing this was our pick I, yeah <laughs> uh, eagles on the clock and there's just two more picks it's the eagles and the champs uh the chiefs so That'll round out. Uh, Eagles got another freaking first round pick, like cheapest. Yeah. They, they're just they're doing a good job right now. Doing, you, have yeah. to, you have to respect what how they're building their team, how they're going about it. Um, they're they're doing it right, and they're probably going to be a problem in the NFC for the foreseeable future. Yeah. yeah, this was the fun part of this draft, though, is even though there wasn't that elite talent at the top, like we all talked about a lot, that from like. 15, you know, 14 where the Patriots are picking to all the way into tomorrow. There's all a lot of really good guys that can that can play and that can make con- contributions in the league. It might not be those elite blue chippers, but now there's going to be still a lot of really good football players that are on the board now. And, and even the team like the Eagles at 30, I, I mean, Joey Porter Jr. still hasn't gotten drafted. Joey Porter. You know, uh, Michael Mayer is still there. Nolan Smith still hasn't gotten drafted. Brian Branch still hasn't gotten drafted. So there, there's a lot of intriguing names left. Uh, let's see. Alex says, uh, how would you guys feel about packaging – 46, 120, 135. I love it. For Hopkins or Judy, and then a tackle at 76. No, no way. <laughs> sure. He wouldn't, I, I Mike would, wouldn't have <laughs> traded for T. Higgins. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think we love those, that. Packaging those three picks I was in, I don't even care what <laughs> I we I don't getting. even care. The less picks, the better. The less picks, the more. Correct. Less, yeah. less writing. Yeah. How about just – what if they got rid of all their seventh-round picks? How would you feel? Oh, great. Let's so, it. So, yeah. all right. Let's, let's just give them the charity. Yeah, let, yeah let's, <laughs> no, let's, t- let's take it seriously. So yeah. it was the, – the, I assume three – was it three-fourths? They have four fourths now. No, but like in the trade that he wanted, did you already yeah, delete it? Yeah, I think it, it was two fourths. I think it was a, the second and two fourths. So you could probably get them for that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't, for Judy. Is, is that too much? I, it's definitely not too much for Judy. I think it's a little bit too much for Hopkins. I mean, mm. I, I, Hop's you 31 like years old. Yeah. And he don't want to be here. He but definitely, I, definitely <laughs> doesn't want to be here. <laughs> but, I mean, you can get Judy for a second, right? I think if Judy was available for a second, he would already be traded. Oh, okay. All right. I, I don't know. That's just my, my gut on that. But You don't know how the league feels, though. Yeah, I, I don't know how the league feels. I'm a little confused with Denver. I, I don't know why they would trade him. Yeah. With a first-year coach coming in. Like, I, I would think that he's a young guy that you want to see play, and then you decide if I want to keep him. I mean, given what the Patriots are going through, and we've been watching them go through for the last few years, I don't know why you would trade uh, that. Alex uh, says, still waiting to see where Levis and Hooker go. How would you rank the current AFC quarterbacks? In my opinion, I'm not even sure if Mac Jones cracks the top ten. But I'm very happy with the Gonzalez pick, and I think this is a great step forward. I could get back to my old persona and say, you don't have to think. <laughs> Hope, hoping for a tackle in Cedric Tillman. Um, 
Huh? Yeah, I tackle mean, and said, yeah, I like, I like Cedric Tillman. I like Tillman. Who yep. do the Cowboys and all their, uh, sorry, the Eagles and all their guys in suits? I mean, I mean seriously. They are all in If yeah. you're going to let this many guys in the draft, like, we could have been in the draft room if they opened it it's up It's like a men's many. choir. Yeah, yeah well, are hey. they about to sing? Do, no, you, see, do, do you see Dave Spadaro Acapella. Does he still work for the this Eagles? This is just <laughs> absolutely wild. Spudsy? Oh, and look at the clapping. Bye. There's Howie. Why are we making Bye. this a made-for-TV draft? I, you know, like at least Sirianni's got the the courage to wear some tight jeans, you know, like some skinny jeans in there. Sirianni's got the, you know, that that's a good look. I like that look. I go for that look sometimes. But I you just, shouldn't. <laughs> you know, they they have this this need to show the world that we're all on the same page. I know, they're all standing. And we got our guy. I think it would be great if one of these years they did that mm. and it'd be like, you know, Nolan like, Smith. Nolan Smith. Like, like like one of those like uh, one of those scouts for the that's yeah. just really mad that they didn't take his guy. Yeah, right. Like just sulking <laughs> right. in the corner. They start arguing. <laughs> uh, that would be great. No, no, go ahead. Get, take, no, get, no, take your guy. No, no they take, take the guy. guy my this guy. guy throws his pen across the room. That's what I'm looking right. for. Maybe I just won't scout anyone next right. year. I'm out. I'm done. It's the Eric Scalavino scouting school. Yeah. Fine. That was built you know, in our draft room. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I just won't scout anyone. What do you mean? Not my guy. My D2 corner is just as good as Gonzalez. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. They, they, they make the pick, up. and some guy in the back takes a spit take and just <laughs> sprays coffee all over because well, he can't Well, you're all going to be wrong. Yeah. Hey, talk to me in three years. Hey, how about a special <laughs> shout-out to the Dolphins for getting that pick taken away so we don't have to – we only have to sit through yeah. one more pick. It's only yeah. 31 tonight. <laughs> yeah. you know, they're getting us an early <laughs> evening. Thanks, Dolphins. So yeah. with the Eagles, Still going to be midnight uh, before we're out of here. <laughs> with the Eagles oh. picking uh, Nolan. Um, Stevens. Smith. Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith. I, Nolan Stevens is Northeastern Hockey Bowl. Yeah. Um, I don't know that. Kansas City Chiefs are on the board, and they are the last pick of round one. So we made it. We made it. Pretty much. We're almost Pretty done. Much. Well, Kansas it was, uh, City. An interesting uh, night. Uh, I mean, they still got 11 picks. So yep. I just, I'm, I'm hoping for some, some movement. I mean, I think, again, to connect it to the beginning of the show, need those you know, elite players, and I think you got a potential one, and I'd love to get one or two uh -huh. more, you know? Sure. Trade well, up. we got a chance. Go We've get got plenty of ammunition to move up. Plenty to move up as far as you want. All tomorrow. you need is a partner. Yeah. All you need is someone to a do dance the dance on. with you. Right. Um, so we're going to have one more pick, um, but I want to remind everybody <laughs> that tomorrow will be live from 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time until 10 o'clock. So 7 to 10 tomorrow doing the, during the second and third rounds. Uh, and then these guys have to do some writing uh, because we expect the Patriots will have multiple picks tomorrow. Um, and so it's a big day tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, yeah. and uh, you know, we'll have the content put, getting put up on social and Patriots.com throughout the day tomorrow. We, I think we've got a nice uh, uh, Josh Uche or Cole Strange draft journey that we might be dropping tomorrow, so that'll be cool. Yeah, be on the lookout for maybe Christian Gonzalez down on the field, too. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that pulls together. Right now they have... And be uh, on the lookout for me to give him a hug. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, no. Evan, uh, there'll, there'll be a restraining order against Evan <laughs> probably by 4 o'clock tomorrow. Gonzalez uh, is going to go in like, you know, that, that dude's not going to do that every day, is he? <laughs> no. Honestly, I was thinking about the, this. Uh, if the Patriots had drafted Zay, I was, like, a little bit concerned that he would think I was, like, following him around or something like that. Like, right. <laughs> just like, You're the mole the whole time? I'm just there all like the time. Like, you. <laughs> I know you. Uh, uh, but it, but it's this freaking kid again. Say, <laughs> I just got some tape on this 
tablet. Can we just watch yeah, this together? Yeah, yeah. So it's it, right now on paper, it's just uh, 46 in the second, 76 in the third. But again, those four fourth round picks. The Philadelphia Eagles select Nolan Smith, wow. linebacker, Georgia. And what do you guys think is. of Nolan Smith? Uh, I, I love Nolan he, Smith. He, yeah, he was. I, I would say he's a little bit of a drop. But playing with those guys have. in front of him, I mean, he, he ain't going to be anybody on I think, he's, on I him, think you know? he's pretty good. I, I, I was just being. I, yeah, he, he was as, being, ex, as a chance to, to be snarky about his size. Um, Freddie, to your point, I, yep. I saw a couple of people had him mocked to Philadelphia at 10. Huh. Yeah. No, I know. So Philly ends up getting him at 31. 30, 30 yeah. And, and, and getting Jalen Carter, Carter as, as well. And Nolan Smith. In the, I mean, that yep. is some talent to yeah. get in this draft. But that was sort of, you know, that's the point that I'm trying to make with this entire draft. Everybody's been killing this draft, I feel like. Oh, there's no blue chip talent. There's no receivers. But Nolan Smith going 30th overall, it, That that there's some depth to this draft to have a player that good make it to third i mean joey porter jr is going to make it out of the first round i mean he's i mean he's a four three uh, week outside linebacker right i mean he's yeah. just going to play he's going to get covered up yeah. i mean and with you got what jordan davis from last year right uh you know this year's pick right i mean those guys he, he'll have he'll have space to operate in that defense see how quick he can get in there so uh, macro is scheduled to speak at 11 50. Yeah. well as soon as the uh the so round is over which could be any second i think the um, round is over for the Patriots is my point. No, no, no. Well, they're going to – but they, not for them. They're yeah. going to wait to see who gets picked and then do their make-you-wait thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, draft show, huh? Well, Night one, one. One down, two to go. We lost Fred. He just got uh, up. This is the, uh, the hardest – well, it's the easiest one to do because you have more to talk about, but it's the longest one in duration, so. Yeah, and you, you slowly, you know, acquire each pick. you got a little bit more to talk about tomorrow, but – might be a little bit of a little bit of a wait there as they, uh, but hopefully not. I mean, I'd love to see him use some of that, some of those fourth rounders. Get back up, get some guys that can come in right away. Yeah, I, I, that's where I'm at right now. You know, that I, I, they've made that trade so many times at this point, and this is a great draft to do it with the talent that's still available to go get a pass catcher, go get a Josh Downs, go get Darnell Washington. Even drive if you want to draft a tackle, you know, Dewan Jones, Matthew Bergeron. Uh, those are two guys I think that could be there, uh, you know, for you in the mid to late 30s. That you're not trading a ton of picks to really get up. And I feel like adding that that fourth round pick has to be to use it as ammo at some point. You're not going to draft four guys in the fourth round. I can't imagine that's the plan. So I, I would think that at some point that tomorrow there's a trade up, whether it's at from 46 or 76. Right. Our fearless leader is coming. And back. then, uh, Dan, then we'll look to Saturday for Saturday. See what no, we got I, left. I was just, uh, I just had to go to the bathroom, so I'm back. But I, I was just thinking about that Eagles pick. <laughs> you know, thanks for taking your mic with you. <laughs> I, I do, I do. No, I turned it off. <laughs> I made Moon sure. Moon River. Although I think I could have gotten electrocuted. <laughs> uh, but um, with that pick for the Eagles, I that's where. One, I can understand if they did high-five each other. Yeah, because they got a guy that because fell they, way down. I mean, their first yeah. round, they've, they've had a – that's a yeah. great first round for them. Yeah, well, you know? they got the pieces the on offense. Richer. I mean, they, again, I don't have a problem with the high-five. You know, like, well, we're all in this together. We're all we're all yeah. team, team. All right, we got right, it. We right, got, right. This is one of the guys we really wanted. We got him. It, there's a difference between high-fiving and the one they showed there in the middle. Oh, 
like that. That oh, look, yeah. like that. Dan, that Dan Campbell uh, look. Uh, no, you. We're, uh, we're Vikings. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think it was the Vikings. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, like that to me is a little over the top, and I think it's mostly for the cameras. I yeah. think they do it for the camera. Yeah, well, there's Andy Reid and one of his one of his shirts there. What are they going to bring <laughs> one out? One of his new shirts. <laughs> yes, he's wearing a shirt. Mike. <laughs> Kansas City with so the. Very, very uh, I, I was told shirts are optional. Colorful. Thank, thank God he's large. wearing a shirt. Uh, so what, what are they are they going to bring out a third Super Bowl trophy? Are they going to let the clock run? What happens like if the clock runs out, Fred? Are they on the oh, clock until so the so draft I, opens tomorrow? I, I get. I don't know. Yeah, How no, does that I, work? No, they lose the pick. Yeah, yeah that's out. right. You do. Chiefs. But I, I, oh, is that a new I, rule? No, that's always. Uh, been they've that always way. had that. If you if you uh, the last pick of the round, you no you any pick. It? If you don't if you uh, don't make the pick by the time uh, it expires, the next team is on the clock. Correct, but the next pick on the next team on the clock would be tomorrow. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think number one today goes into this pick. Now. Yeah, well, I, I'm asking. I mean, yeah. That might be the case. I, I don't mean, know. It could be. It's like, don't go home. You I mean, we've seen it happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. The clock has run out on teams before. Oh yeah. Yep, we have seen that happen. So there's a chance. Is there a chance that the, the Chiefs are led, Yeah, for one of the quarterbacks, right? I mean, Will Levis and Hendon Hooker sitting right there. This is what Baltimore did all those years ago for Lamar. They snuck in back in the first round in the last pick of the first round. So you think they Patriots could be fielding the offers right now? They could be well, trying. You know, middle, yeah. middle of the night, not at that time to if maybe the make Patriots the call for the Patriots are on the, the clock and they, t- and they, 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 <laughs> they come up, right? Oh, pick thank, is in. Thank God the yep. pick is in. No trade. I don't have to uh, amend my, my, <laughs> my story that I already posted. Michael. No, everybody just <laughs> glossed right Paul, Paul didn't, they didn't even hear that. That was a great <laughs> joke by me. but that's Sorry. Right. Matt will pull it out. Uh, Matt grows at 11.50. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just continuing with a night of 15-minute behind. Fred had a strong show. Strong, 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 strong show. Strong, strong to quite strong. I'm just telling him. He didn't I know. We talked about it. I know. He didn't have his phone no, on. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm looking for my head. I was waiting for the And, and they also said after the round was over, which it technically still isn't. The pick. The pick is in. Oh, yeah. You know he'll give us all. Sorry, guys. was reorganizing the board. Oh, we're resetting the board. Yep. <laughs> this is more manageable uh, war room here. Although, who's that guy? That guy looks like a skinny-ish Andy Reid. But just me. I, I guess Burt Breer went to sleep. He he just he tipped, like, the first 16 picks, and then he just tapped out and, and, and hit Felix, the Felix? Or maybe you got a call. Knock it off. Oh, Felix from Kansas Under. State. Oh, that's a good player. Yeah, Felix. Is it a new decay? Azoma? Azoma from uh, Kansas Just State. Feel it. Just feel it's uh, fine. Defensive end, edge rusher, really good pass rusher. Uh, somebody gave Tyler Steen some problems in that Sugar Bowl. One of the few players on Kansas State that held their own in that Sugar Bowl game. Will Levis, Henry yeah, Hooker. He's a fun player. I, I like his film a lot. That does it. All right. Well, that does it. All right. So, as I said, tomorrow, 7 o'clock, join us again. Uh, the gang will be here. Uh, it should be action-packed. Lots of ammunition for the Patriots. They could be doing anything. They have a pick in the second, but who knows? They could be moving up and uh, picking a little higher. So we'll find out tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, oh, and by the way, from 7 to 8, we will be on video tomorrow. All right. yeah. I'll, wear, I'll wear a shirt. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you, Matt LaPan, Matt Morell. I think we're going to do a Catch-22 tomorrow, too, by Catch the way. Catch-22 yeah. tomorrow. Oh, big day tomorrow. Oh, yes. Him and Barth are going to we'll just We'll talk to you then. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. 
Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.